time they shine your light in the sky, don't go to it. The bat is dead. Bury it. Consider this mercy. Episode 131. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. And we don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good it toss it, good it taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture. Push over pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. You're listening to the only podcast with the balls to bite a radioactive spider. It's Pop Culture Leftovers. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I'm Brian. I'm Jason. I'm Jake. And we're the, the leftovers. leftovers. All right, this week we do have this is this is ba- Batman versus Superman. Yeah. It's V Superman. I, you know this. The, the, <laughs> 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 the, the, <laughs> hold on, hold on. The only V I almost saw in this was Lois Lane in the tub. Oh, whoa! Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, IMAX 3D. I was looking for it. <laughs> Where's that at? <laughs> uh, you know, okay, that's yeah, Batman versus Superman. Oh, excuse me, Bat- V. <laughs> <laughs> Batman v Superman. Uh, this week we do have uh, some left outs on the show. Stop! Have a time. That is right. Frank Hammer is joining us today. Uh, Frank, welcome back. Thank you for having me back. Is Good he is he loud? <laughs> this sounds quiet. I, I can't hear him that well. Which one are you in? Four. 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 I'm, four. I'm gonna crank you up. I, I think I turned you way down earlier because. I think it turned me off. Oh, I hear him now. Turn it <laughs> <Yeah>. down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, straight out of England into your ear, pusty. Uh, pusty. <laughs> straight out of England and right into your V. Your ear V. Your ear V. <laughs> Mr. Dan West. Bono estese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, how quickly I forgot about that. 
Yeah, <laughs> actually, uh, we were gonna we were gonna talk about Batman v Superman, but just because we have Mr. Dan West with us today, I think we're gonna change the format up a little bit, and all we're gonna do is talk about Star Wars Episode Eight. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> I'm down. No! <laughs> yes. Sweet. This oh, weekend just got way better. I love how Dan gave us like the classic Darth Vader. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Hey, Dan, welcome. Uh, we haven't had you on since uh, Star Wars. How you been, man? Uh, yeah, not too bad, dude. Thank you very much. How about you guys? Well, you listen every week. You should, you should, always, you should know that we're doing shitty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah. No, it's, it's all been okay. We've had, a, we've had a couple of illness. Is my missus being a teacher and everything she kind of brings back all the the bugs and everything that are at school so we've had a fantastic summer bug and uh, and the flu so but we're over that now so it's all good yeah jake you were sick last week oh uh, yeah this week like tuesday through thursday yeah so i didn't know i was like oh i don't know if i can go sit in the theater for three hours <laughs> mm. i was a trooper i, I balled up and went yeah <laughs> <laughs> balled up <laughs> never heard that one <laughs> Yeah, so, all right, yeah, big, big week, Batman v Superman, we all saw it, um, and so we're gonna be, we're gonna be opening that up. Uh, if this is your first time listening, and I'm sure there's gonna be quite a few people that this is their first time listening because they're looking for Batman v Superman podcasts, we curse a lot on this one, so, uh, yeah, when you get on iTunes, uh, make sure to, to give us that one star review for all the cursing and, and let us know about it. We, we like to hear that because that's going to change. Um, and also, because we, we read iTunes reviews on this show, uh, and, uh, just like this one, it's a, it's a one star that we got from Nostalgia82. And it says, much better pad- podcast out there than this. Lots of pointless chatter followed by over the top laughter as if something was actually funny. <laughs> That's a great review. <laughs> Put that one in the bank. This guy sounds like Ben Stein. That, that guy's dead on. <laughs> Very accurate. The, fun, the funny thing is like back in the day when I used to get on iTunes and read the reviews that were negative, yeah. they used to actually kind of like hurt a little bit. I remember. I remember. Like, like, oh my God, like this really hurt me. Like I read this one last night and i'm just like oh okay <laughs> it's it's crazy it's like it's like i'm just totally like numb to it now yeah it's like i get it like yeah you, you don't like some some people don't like us and i, I get it yeah. yeah i get it too I, get it. I can't really like refute it and be like oh man he must have just li- listened to an off episode no no, he gets us. <laughs> I mean, that review is pretty dead on, it right? Was. I mean, there are better podcasts, and we probably laugh at a lot of stupid stuff. Yeah, yeah. But before we, I do want to listen. I do want to read a five star here. Probably uh, one of the most interesting five stars. Probably less accurate than the one star. Oh, this is this is crazy. Um, it's uh, titled "A Lesson in America's First Amendment," and it's by Maria's Pretty Cool. It says, my son and I listen on his way to kindergarten. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. Yes, he's six. No, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So she says that they listen on his way to kindergarten in the morning. Uh, the podcast teaches him it's okay for people to have different points of view. We discuss what is talked about, why we agree or disagree. I inform him no one's right or wrong, and everyone has the right to their opinion. This is a self-funded po- podcast. No pandering for Patreon or stupid commercials. However, uh, however, it can run long. 
The podcast is super funny, and the hosts are true to their integrity. It's cool to have original thoughts and not just follow the herd. The best part is hearing my six-year-old say he Tupperwares his applesauce. (laughs) (laughs) Keep doing exactly what you're doing, guys. So that comes from Maria's pretty cool. That's pretty. Maria's pretty cool. Wow, that that, uh, very progressive mother letting letting her listen to uh, Jay talk about wanting to have sex with (laughs) with countless dead corpses. (laughs) Mommy, why does that man want to? Spend time with dead people. <laughs> I, I don't have an answer to that. I tossed Jay. <laughs> you should. Birds and the bees and necrophilia. <laughs> it's okay to have different opinions, like she said. <laughs> it's not right or wrong, Jay. No. Uh-uh. But it's pretty wrong. <laughs> and illegal. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, wait now. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> That's my favorite running it's for guy. the lawyers. <laughs> Ever since Jay started visiting cemeteries, they have to like shine black lights inside oh. inside mausoleums. It'll never oh. be clean though. It'll never be clean. <laughs> That's right. If it's your first time listening, Jay, it's a joke. Jay, Jay likes dead women. Yeah. <laughs> well, we joke about it. Right. We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Are you guys ready to jump into uh, a little bit of a Batman v Superman? Yeah. You guys ready to jump into the V? Jump into that V. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what are you doing over there, Frank? Pulling my notes. Oh, look at this guy. <laughs> I've never, never seen you with notes. I I made notes. Listen, to the, uh, Jay, where's your notes? Right here. Oh, you do oh, it. Oh, look at it. Boom, baby. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing it on your phone now. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to, but there was a lot to write. Usually Jay's got like this uh, old parchment paper that he writes down. <laughs> that is yeah. true. It's Dead Sea Scrolls. That's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're all like curled up. <laughs> he's got like things sitting on him to hold him down. <laughs> Yeah, he's got, like, dead limbs. <laughs> oh, wow. After I'm done, they become paperweights. It's like a Necronomicon and shit. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to move on to Batman v Superman. We're going to talk about this. Uh, I did upload recently uh, the Man of Steel episode, uh, so hopefully you've had a chance to go back and listen to the old Man of Steel episode back in – we recorded that back in Ju- June 2013. Wow. Wow. Man. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking to myself, and I'm worried about the Man of Steel curse uh, because we lost all the audio in the first recording and had to record on a second night. Oh. So I'm hoping that Ooh. that does not happen here. Yeah. That was fucking brutal. <laughs> It was hard. It was hard. <laughs> but we did it. Yeah. So uh, let's see here. Let's let's talk about Batman v Superman. The synopsis. Fearing the actions of Superman are left unchecked, Batman takes on the Man of Steel. While the world wrestles with that kind of a hero it really needs. With Batman and Superman fighting each other, a new threat, Doomsday, is created by Lex Luthor. It's up to Superman and Batman to set aside their differences along with Wonder Woman to stop Lex Luthor and Doomsday from destroying Metropolis. Uh, Batman be- a synopsis. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, how, how many times do you have to mention Doomsday? I know. In the synopsis. <laughs> I mean, I, I think they, I, I think they blew their load in that second trailer. Yeah. We really don't need to hear it in the synopsis over and over again. <laughs> 
Anyway, it's directed by Zack Snyder again, who is also the uh, director for uh, Man of Steel. And Zack Snyder has said that this is a sequel to Man of Steel. Yeah, suck uh, on that. Suck on that, listener. <laughs> <laughs> said it wasn't. Uh, it's written by Chris Terrio and David S. Goyer. Uh, it's also worth noting that this movie is the first time we've seen Bill Finger's name in the opening credits of a Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Bob Kane all those years took the credit, and finally uh, that was settled in the courts, and now we, we finally see Bill Finger listed. So. Yeah, that's good. a nice thing. Yeah. Very good. Uh, the movie stars Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne and Batman, Henry Cavill as Clark Kent and Superman, Amy Adams as Lois, Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor, Diane Lane as Martha Kent, Lawrence Fishburne as Perry White, Jeremy Irons as Alfred, Holly Hunter as Senator Finch, Gal Gadot as Diana Prince and Wonder Woman, Scoot McNary. <laughs> you think they called him Scoot because he, he's in a wheelchair? <laughs> yeah. Very fitting. Ouch. Very fitting name. <laughs> Very literal and fitting, yeah. Hello, my name is Scoot McNary. <laughs> and here's my old wheelchair. Here's my new wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> Was it made of lead? <laughs> Okay, anyway. <laughs> All right. And uh, it, it's, uh, yeah. He played Wallace Keefe. Uh, Callan, Mo- I think his character's name should have been Scoot. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Keefe, what's that? <laughs> Just fucking, hey, fuck it. Call him Scooter. <laughs> Old Scoot. Scooter McNary. Scoot McNolegs. Right. No, here we are laughing like something's funny. Uh-oh. <laughs> It's true. It is funny. (laughs) Callan Mulvey as uh, Anatoly Nyazev. Uh, That was uh, KG Beast. He was not referred to as KG Beast in the movie, but that's who he was. Uh, Teo Akimoto. Domo Arigato. (laughs) Mr. Roboto. (laughs) (laughs) She played Mercy Graves. Mercy Graves is Lex Luthor's bodyguard, uh, and... uh, in, you don't see that in this movie. She protects she, him? It, in, in Superman, the animated series, uh, that's where this character I, was I first. She doesn't do any of that in this <laughs> no, film, no. Brandon Spink played young Bruce Wayne. <laughs> hey, Frank, I'm sure he's going to show up in the uh, Tupperware's award show next year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Smelling that. That was so great. A little bit of callback to young Murph. Oh, God. So, good Not old. my shiniest he moment. He was just fine. Yeah. <laughs> just, just fine. Just fine. <laughs> uh, and then we, then we had uh, Maggie and Negan play, yeah. play Martha and Thomas Wayne. So yeah. we had uh, Lauren Cohan, who plays uh, Maggie in The Walking Dead, and then Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Uh, who pl- is going to play Negan, mm-hmm. who played comedian in Watchmen. Yep. He was Thomas Wayne. Um, so that is your cast. Um, let's see here. Um, I, are, are we gonna, are we gonna just jump in and start rating this bitch? <laughs> yeah. Spoiler, spoiler warning. Yeah. Well, I don't have the spoiler. No, I'm just saying it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well we are gonna have, we are gonna have spoilers throughout this podcast. Yeah. But yeah, I don't have my spoiler warning um bumper because we're recording this over Skype and yes. I, I I have to uh, it's a long story. But I only have some it's some of the bumpers. 
No, it's not your fault. <laughs> it is. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but we are going to be rating the movie. Uh, here is our rating system if it is your first time listening. Uh, yeah. The rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. All right, that is our rating system. Toss it, taste it, or Tupperware. I'm going to start off this episode asking Mr. Frank Hammer uh, your rating for Batman v Superman. All right. Okay. Um, Batman v Superman is the DC equivalent to Deadpool. But not the awesome one that we just got. The uh, piece of shit Deadpool from X-Men Origins. It's an abysmal mismatch of various concepts, Frankenstein and an incoherent yawn for the first two hours of the film. And the last 30 minutes would have been pretty good if I hadn't already seen it all in the fucking trailers. There are a couple things to like. Um, I, I, I actually like Gal Gadot as uh, Wonder Woman. No, oh, what about that wig, man? There <laughs> <laughs> was nothing about it that nothing about her appearance that struck me as being wrong. In fact, like one of the only moments in the movie that I got excited was where when she showed up in full gear and was kicking ass. Um, so that was good, and I, I can't say a lot about um, Batfleck, not bad or good, because. There's so many different storylines from so many different comics running in and out of this that it, it just seems to me to be like a Frankenstein of a movie. None of it really makes sense. And just to be sure, I even made sure after I saw the movie to go and buy and read uh, The Dark Knight Returns. So I know what a lot of people are saying as far as like the comic callbacks to it, but and I'm sure that we can get into it as we get going, but I mean, I, I you can't take one element, stuff it into a movie, mix it up, and and say that it works, that it's right out of the comics. It's just a movie is not the same. Um, I, 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 I toss it. I think that future films could have a chance because I didn't see that much bad about, like I said, Gal Gadot or Batfleck, but this this was this was a train wreck. Toss it. All right, uh, Mr. Uh, so we got to toss it, uh, Mr. Dan West. Uh, talk to us about Batman v Superman and rate it. Okay, man. <laughs> um, well, let me just first say that um, before anyone has a go at me, I'm I, I like Marvel movies, but I'm not uh, strictly a Marvel fanboy. There's a lot of DC characters that I prefer to the Marvel characters. And um, also, just out of kind of a, a technical side of it, I did actually study film at college as well. Um, so that's before we unpack this movie. But I'm just going to uh, toss this right out of the gate. But we'll go into why later on, I'm sure. Okay. Okay. So we got two tosses. Um, Jay, talk to me. Batman v Superman. Um, th this movie totally just tore me apart in so many ways. Um it was really hard to rate. I, I had to take a couple days just on the rating alone. Um, while I was watching it, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the fuck out of it while I was watching it. Going back and, and unpacking it and picking it apart, yeah, I found a lot of flaws in this film. 
But I have to go with what my experience was watching the film. And so it's a taste for me. It was almost a Tupperware for me. And, and that was my biggest confliction. Do I really, really love this or do I just really, really like it? Um, and so for me, I really liked it. It's a total taste it. Um, it definitely failed in a lot of ways, but it succeeded in a lot of ways that, you know, that I can't help but want to see this over and over again. In fact, you know, even though Man of Steel for me was a Tupperware, this is a this is a taste it. I'm still gonna watch this one more than Man of Steel. It's a different beast. They had a lot to do in this one, and for me, this is um, even though it's not a better movie than Man of Steel, for me, it's a more interesting movie. And so I'm gonna be watching this again and again. And of course, you know, Batman's my favorite character, so I am biased. I am going into this bias because it is Batman, and I'm gonna be hard on Batman too. So that's not to say I'm just like. You know, I'm gonna love everything that Batman is in. Um, so I was, I was definitely hard on it, but at the same time, I enjoyed, I enjoyed Beneflex Batman. We'll talk more about that later, but yeah, total taste it. Want to see it again as soon as possible. Okay. All right. Jake. Yes. Um, I, I actually like this more than Man of Steel. Um, I liked it a lot more. Um, I think for now, I'm gonna low taste it. I really want to and need to see this movie again. I mean, it was it was surely overlong. It was surely convoluted. It was definitely full of like head scratching plot holes. But I I found myself pretty entertained for the whole movie. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I were was like crazy, but it was, it almost made it entertaining for me. Like some of the just the like what the fuck is going on stuff. I was just like it was kind of like train wreck theater for me. So I was I was kind of thoroughly entertained. My biggest disappointment was the actual like the fight. I guess like it was like the equivalent of getting a boxing match on pay per view when there's like two hours of hype and you're so excited for the boxing match and then it like ends halfway through the second round. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like oh man, like you actually got me excited for the build up and it just felt like the main event was just like fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why, why didn't mm-hmm. that happen? <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna low taste it. I. I feel like I need to see it again. I feel like I'm either going to solidify myself at a taste it after a second viewing or I'm going to completely drop down to the toss it after the second viewing. Okay. I honestly don't know which will happen. Right. Cause I, I really just don't know. Like the first viewing is so hard to judge on just one viewing. There's so much to unpack in this movie and yes. what's happening. Yes. So it was crazy. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're, 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 you're absolutely right. Th- this movie is not a movie I think that you can watch one time and then have like a solid opinion. Yeah. Uh, for me, I've seen it three times now. Now don't, don't, don't. You love it! <laughs> you freak! All, no, all fucking week, that's all I've heard is like, he, oh, he's seen it three times. He must love this movie. Uh, is it that good that you have to go back and see it three times? Now, people remember, when I reviewed Age of Ultron, I saw that movie the first time and I absolutely hated it. Now, Going into Age of Ultron, a movie that, like, you know, if you're going to hate Age of Ultron, you, you, you have to be sure that you hate it. So I went back the second time to make sure that, Brian, did you, did you, were you just having a bad day? Have you not processed everything in this movie? Mm-hmm. I went back and saw it a second time and I fucking still hated that movie. 
Uh, now, now let me preface this. I love Zack Snyder films. Uh, Jake, you're not a big fan of Zack Snyder at all. No, I loathe him. You loathe Zack Snyder. I, I am a big Zack Snyder fan. The only Zack Snyder film that I don't like is Sucker Punch, and that's I loved it for the visuals, but I hated the story, and he wrote the story. I think uh, I, I don't think the story is that good anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, I love everything else Zack Snyder has done. Huge fan of Watchmen, and, and um, with with Batman v Superman, um, I, I yes, I've seen it three times. Um, the second time, well, I, I, I I'm, let me just give my. I guess I'll just give my rating. Yeah, yeah, do okay. After I say this, okay. <laughs> after I say this, oh, you fucking cock tease. <laughs> There, there is a there is a great movie in here somewhere. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, there's a great movie in here somewhere. Absolutely. Now, what which happens one? though? What happened though? I'm, excuse me. Sorry, no. I say which one though? Which one? Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get to it. Yeah, there's a bunch of different things going yeah. on here, and it was the studio's involvement in this film. Um, you can say Snyder. Mm-hmm. Jake and I know you want to put. The- no, I don't. I, I blame the. I forget the guy's name, but it's the guy that wrote like Argo, and then bringing him in. I Chris, re- Chris Terrio. Yeah. yeah, I really think having him do over Goyer's screenplay was not a good thing. Well, I, that is probably an element in this. They also had uh, Warner Brothers changing the date of the film release. Yeah, that's another thing. I mean, it was supposed to come out last year. Uh, then they pushed it back. Uh, to 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 May, mm-hmm. and then and then they then they changed it, uh, pushed it forward to to March. Now uh, there was also a hundred million dollars that Warner Brothers gave to this movie for reshoots. Mm. Zack Snyder didn't ask for any fucking reshoots. That hundred million dollars was them saying, "Okay, we want this, 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 and this." And this movie suffers from the same thing that uh, Age of Ultron suffered from, in my opinion, where they're trying to have Thor in in the pool. Yeah. Oh God, yes, absolutely. Thor in the pool, setting up Ragnarok. Uh, they've also got uh, it suffers from Iron Man Two syndrome as well, where they're trying to set up things that are going to happen in future movies. There is a great movie in this movie, mm-hmm. but that's not what we saw. Um, the first time I saw this movie, it moved around so much. I mean, we start off, uh, you know, we start off in a, in a Batman dream. Then we go to the Indian Ocean. Then we're in Africa. Then we're in Metropolis. This movie, it moves more than Michael J. Fox operating a drill hammer. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> This movie is – it moves so much that the first time you watch it, you cannot process everything that's going on. Right. It's disjointing. <laughs> there was one I, – I absolutely – if I would have just watched this movie the one time and came in here and sat down with you gentlemen, I would have tossed it. Uh-huh. I'm going to give this movie a taste it after the second and third viewing. And the reason is is because I was able to process everything. Right. There was so much being thrown at you, and you just go all over the place. There is a great movie in here, but with studio involvement, with reshoots, with, like you said, Chris Terrio coming in here, mm-hmm. these are things that I think suffered and hurt the movie, and I want to unpack those. Yeah, and, fi- and because I think that uh, with all the moving around, 
Let's just jump into it. I rated it. Let's just jump into it. Let's just start talking about Batman v Superman. Yeah, I really, I really don't think it was Zack Snyder's fault. I, I really think Zack Snyder, as much as I dislike him, I mm. think he's well suited to do the grandiose Batman versus Superman thing. And if left to his own devices, we definitely would have got a better movie. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's just so much fucking preamble and fucking setup to the next movie it's yes. just fucking out of this world it's like come the fuck on right like that dream sequence holy fuck there were two the, the but the big one like the one with the superman soldiers and everything yeah right. like are we gonna do this in order or are we just gonna start talking about shit no we can just start talking about let's just unpack everything and, and we'll just let this conversation like organically we'll just go Wherever we want to go, yeah. That whole this, this, move, this movie moved around all at once, yeah. yeah. so we might as well do that. That too. sequence was so fucking silly to me. Silly to me. It's like, what the fuck? Batman has like precognitive, like psychic dream powers. Like, I have a theory yeah. on that. Like, continue. I, yeah, I would like was, to hear your theory too. That was like an excerpt out of uh, God's Among Us, right? I, sure, I guess. Kind of, kind of. Because he was talking about L- Lois, and that's what happened in that. Yeah. There was hints of injustice. Was, that, yeah, the whole thing was so crazy to me. This, um, it's it, it, it's 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 injustice is yeah, what it is, absolutely. which is a comic based off of a video game. Well, it, it's one of the most popular comics that, that DC's come out with in the last few years. It was supposed to be a. Uh, it was basically it was supposed to be just a tie-in comic for the video game. Yes. What happened though with injustice mm-hmm. was that people were eating this up. It was like this crazy Elseworld story where Superman goes crazy yeah. and he ends up. Somebody ends up. Like uh, take like basically like uh, the Joker does it, doesn't he? The Joker does it. Yeah. J- Joker basically makes Superman go mad. Superman kills Lois Lane while she's pregnant. <laughs> Superman rips the heart out of the Joker, kills him, mm-hmm. and uh, this this comic book has just like taken off. Okay. Well, hold on. This is <laughs> this is part of the problem because within that dream, within that vision, we also get hints at dark uh, dark side. Yeah, we yeah. With the well, I forget what they're called. The Omega d- symbol. Well, there's uh, the they um, have a name. Those things. The, the parademons. Parademons. Yeah. We see yeah. the we see the parademons. Uh, we also see the omega the Omega symbol on the ground. At first, I was like thinking, like, oh, is this Bat Max Fury Road? <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Okay, this is a crazy vision sequence. Dan, what what, did, what are you thinking about everything, man? About everything. About <laughs> everything. Every, everything that we're talking You have 10 <laughs> seconds, everything. <Yeah. laughs> Give me the meaning of life. No, <laughs> everything we're talking about, you fucking okay. smug fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking British yeah, people. I, I, was, I was totally thrown off by, by the dream sequences in the, in the movie. But, yeah, I got all those references as well, like you said, with the Omega symbol when he's standing up on the cliff. And the, the parademons coming in at the end of that fight and, and stuff like that. But my God, it's, I mean, like I said before, when I was doing my rating and everything, like coming from a technical side of it as well, um, I, I, I hated the first kind of 45 minutes of this film. I just could not get into it. It was, it just, like you said, it just flew fucking everywhere. And there was just like scenes that were about, two minutes long involving like you know Lex and then you've got like Clark and Lois like Lois in the bath and um and it's I'm not like, arguing with that one. hell no <laughs> <laughs> thank you Snyder. I, guess I guess it's just me I don't know. <laughs> but, but you know it was it, it's just for me it was just like a clusterfuck of the first 45 minutes it was it just didn't know where the hell it was going and when you interspersed that with those dream sections as well I was just sat there thinking, 
what the hell is going on? And I mean, I mean, I'd like to hear what Jay's theory is about how come Batman can like has these kind of visions. I mean, they, they seem to be more visions than dreams, if you know the comic book lore and everything. So, what do you think, Jay? Uh, well, yeah, basically, my theory is, I mean, if if you've ever you know gone to bed watching the television or listening to music, and then you you fall into deep REM, and then you start hearing that stuff. You know, in your dream. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's the same kind of thing. I think he was asleep, and I think Flash was actually telling him what was going on. You know, Flash, for some reason or another, could not come out of that portal. I think if he left that portal, he would have been stuck in 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 that time. You know, I know this is a stretch, but no, he no, could no, not no. leave that portal. And so I think Bruce was asleep, and Flash is trying to tell him, hey, you know, this is what's going on. But he's asleep, so in a way, that dream is a result of what Flash was telling that him was a while vision. he was asleep. That was a vision. Um, uh, I'm 100% sold that it was an actual vision. Okay. Uh, when you I when you watch the movie three fucking times. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Sure. Yeah. When you watch the movie three fucking times, you you notice that when uh, he start, first starts seeing this is after Batman's Fury Road, you start seeing you start seeing the Flash and the robotic suits. Now, yeah. hey, you guys remember months and months and months ago where they told us that this Flash was going to have a robot suit? Remember, yeah. remember those reports? Yeah. Well, they were kind of yeah. right. Yeah. Um, I, I think know, I know I knew who that was until after the movie. Yeah, it took me the third time to actually like when I looked at yeah, him, yeah. I could tell that they, yeah that's Ezra Miller I was like who the fuck was that <laughs> <laughs> but um, when you first watch him appear in this vision mm-hmm. you see the Bruce has got a bunch of papers around him and they're flying all over the room yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and you see flashes of light within the Batcave after he wakes up when you see that it's been the it's been decrypted the, yes, the yeah. files have been decrypted if you look behind Bruce there are papers falling ah, to the ground. Interesting. There's two pieces of paper that are still floating to the ground. It happened. Yeah, right. True. So Flash was there. He was not, he was not dreaming of the Flash. Well, I think it's an alternate universe Flash mm-hmm. that's trying to tell him what could happen. Yeah. And that's what I got from it too. Yeah, I feel that too. One, one of the most hilarious conceits of the movie to me was how they set up the vision slash dream sequence and how he's decrypting the files and it's like 1%, 2%. And then he goes into the dream sequence. Yeah. It reminded me of like waiting for a PlayStation 4 game update and just, get, just getting tired and bored. And I love how the moment the dream sequence was over, like you said, it was like file decrypted. Yeah. I was like, oh, that was good timing. <laughs> Perfect length for that vision. But, but I really think like, Things the movie's long enough. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to just have him sit there leaning on his elbows, watching that percent go up for like fifteen minutes. I, no, I would love it to, for it to just hit fifty six percent for like for like twenty minutes, and and he's just like, is it ever going to go to fifty seven? And, and then it does this weird jump from fifty six to eighty two for yeah. some reason, and you're just like, God dang it! The estimated time said five minutes, and now it says twelve. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> But I really think it's a it's a case that Flash was talking to him the whole time. He wakes up in the middle of this conversation that Flash is desperately trying to tell him. Yeah. You know, he didn't Flash did not have a lot of time. 
he had to go back. Like, obviously, he got sucked right back into there. So he had a limited amount of time to well, talk to Bruce. He, no, he kept, yeah, that, and he kept saying, oh, it's too <laughs> soon. It's too soon. He came at the wrong time. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that, that's interesting, too. But well, yeah. depending on how things work out in future films, that message is going to happen again, but it may be different. That's true. And I see that. I see that. I think that's going to happen. So We'll have different time-traveling flashes yeah. show up in this. There was points. a lot of things upon first viewing when I first started watching this when I started watching like little boy Bruce floating away by the bats right. oh that was fucked up I was like this is weird but then I kind of like I was like okay this is modern day mythology is like what they're trying to give us here mm-hmm. like, and, and, and now I understand that upon like second and third viewing but yeah. like the first time I watched it it was like okay but on the flip side I felt like where they really fucked up though was the character that I hated the most in this movie was Lex Luthor. Yeah, he's the character really I liked most. the most. Really? Yeah. He was fucking awful. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got a lot of opinions being thrown out there. I want to hear Dan, what did you say? I just said I totally agree with you, man. I don't I do not fucking get Jesse Eisenberg's performance of him at all. It, it, for me, uh, being a comic book fan and everything, I that is like the opposite of what I understand Lex Luthor to be like. He's cold, he's calculated, he carries himself really well, he dresses like, like you know, <coughs> fucking perfection, he has all the fucking money in the world. He doesn't dress in b- fucking pale blue suits <coughs> with sneakers and he's not this like jittery guy of like three minds or whatever. But what I thought going into this, what I saw from the trailers is that I thought what was going to happen is that that is going to be his persona that he puts out to the public. Right. And then I thought we were going to get a scene where he maybe goes to his father's study with a fire and everything, pours himself a scotch, and we see him, like, pull back the wig off of his head to reveal, like, you know, the bald Lex Luthor that we all know so well. Mm-hmm. And then his posture would change and he would become the Lex Luthor behind closed doors that we all know he, that he can be. And that never fucking happened. And then the guy had hair. What the hell was going on with that? I, I, oh, yeah, my God. I, that's, you know, and it's like, that's one thing. It's like, you don't hear that from a lot of people when they watch movies that they get pissed about something. It's not like you watch any other movie and you're like, God damn it, that guy has hair. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, mean, but in a Superman movie with Lex Luthor, I totally get what you're saying. But you don't you don't get the Batman or Superman that you expect from the comics either. Why should you be held to getting the Lex Luthor that you expect? Well, Superman looks like Superman. Batman looks like Batman. All right. They don't always act like the way they do, but Lex Luthor looks more like Jimmy Olsen or <laughs> the Riddler. Right, he looks yeah. nothing like Lex he Luthor. Didn't he looked like him at the end. Like huh? He looked like him at the end. He he transformed into looking like Lex when Luthor. He looked him. like yeah, he looked like um All-Star Superman drawn by Frank Quitely. Yeah. But still just in just in look, not in actual like physique. Oh yeah, yeah. I still go back. Like if you, my ultimate casting would be Daniel Day Lewis. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah, I mean that's that's and, a totally different character out. at that point. Though. And and my second casting would have been um, Billy Zane. Yeah, I thought Billy. Nice. It, that would have been good. Yeah, the way Billy Zane acted in like Titanic, I think like yeah. oh my god, have him be and 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 have you ever seen him shave bald? I have. You can find those, and he looks like a fucking Lex down to a T. Oh, yeah. I think it's more Eyebrows than casting, though. I mean, they they're not going to cast those guys for that <laughs> performance. I mean, obviously Snyder cast Eisenberg for that performance. Snyder originally wanted 
him to play um, Jimmy Olsen. Okay. And something happened. Okay. Something happened. Maybe uh, – and, and they – and this, I think this is what Snyder wanted. Unfortunately, what we got, I did not like yeah. at all. And I, I had been kind of like championing him, saying like, like, like what Dan was saying. Yeah. Like, finally, like you were going to have that scene where he's behind closed doors mm-hmm. and we're going to see. And basically, he gets punked by Senator Finch. Yeah. You know, at every turn mm-hmm. until like later on in the movie where he's, where he makes a move in the uh, Capitol building, oh, which yes. I for one absolutely hated the fleshing out of Senator Finch. Senator Finch was the worst character in the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Agreed. In yeah, my agree. opinion. Yeah. Well, I think she, sh- she should have been a background character. Yeah. A right. very background character. I didn't care for the Senate hearings at all. Oh, I didn't yeah. care for any of that. I thought that the setup for why people are upset with Superman should have been split 50-50, just like audiences were split when we watched The Man of Steel. Okay. A lot of people thought he caused too much destruction. A lot of people thought he was the hero. And I think that is – you can trim a half hour out of this fucking movie. I was getting ready to say the same fucking thing. If yeah. you're going to find the good movie in here, that's the first thing you're fucking cutting. Well, hold on. Let's let's trim this movie down even more. Let's trim it down by half an, by half an hour. Let's call this movie Batman v. Superman. Yes. And have it end with Batman fighting Superman. Yes. And then six months later, instead of Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad come out, we can have another movie called Dawn of Justice. Mm-hmm. Agreed, agreed. Yep. Because they already shot fucking three and a half hours of fucking film. They could have just cut this up. Yeah. Into two hour movies. And we could have had, we could have had a two parter here. And we could have had we could have Batman v Superman, and then six months later in that November slot, we could have had Dawn of Justice. Agreed, yeah. agreed. Let's not have so much goddamn slow mo. I mean, that'll at least give you ten to fifteen minutes. Uh-huh. We don't need to see the pearls falling in slow mo fucking twice. Well, hold on. We don't need to see everybody on the fucking planet knows how Bruce's parents died. Agreed. Right? Hold on. What is Lex's motivation? We'll unpack this because I, I had a lot of problem with this too. This guy seems obsessed with God myth. Mythology. Mm-hmm. Why is he so obsessed with God mythology? <laughs> right. Could we get instead of having a scene at the beginning of childhood Bruce that kind of like bookends the childhood <laughs> Superman stuff that we saw from Clark in the first movie? Mm-hmm. Instead of having a childhood Bruce, can we get a childhood Lex scene oh, where maybe sure. where maybe Dad maybe Dad is trying to to run this company or and and and, and he's all a man of science, but Mom is crazy and she's all about religion yeah that would have been great and so he's being constantly like mom throws him into a room and she like throws all these fucking like books down uh that are bible Bible, all this religious stuff and she's like forcing that into him and dad's all about science and mom and dad are fighting and screaming and and we see alex and now now we're being drawn to this character like oh my god sounds awesome what a horrible (laughs) childhood this kid's gone through mom and dad fighting dad's got all this power but mom is making him look like a bitch which makes that scene where he talks about how his father was always on the sidelines with all this power not doing anything that makes that scene ma- that much more impactful right bookend it with a torn up lex luther kid that gives us the motivation as to why he hates figures that are godlike uh-huh. yes instead we just get that one throwaway line yeah and that, a picture on the wall and a yeah. picture on the yeah. wall that devils come 
from above. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that's my biggest problem with Lex Luthor in this movie. He is supposed to be the through line that ties everything together in this. But his setup is so weak. His motivations are weak. Mm. Um, his character as a goofy asshole, like Lex Luthor in the movies, for some reason or another, has always been goofy. Basically take a shot every time you hear, hear him say, hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That, that was not a big surprise to me because I've had my Gene Hackman. I've had my Kevin Spacey Lex Luthor. That yeah. all had their quirks yeah. that were not relative to what I know as Lex Luthor from the comic yes. book. So that was not a huge point for me. The huge point for me was he was supposed to be what tied this whole thing together. There were events that happened that you were supposed to believe he was the mastermind of, right? Yeah. But he didn't do it. He didn't he didn't have anything to do with a lot of the stuff that happened. What do you Whether mean? Whether or not he Like what? Well, I mean even setting up um, you know, he didn't need to capture Martha necessarily for Batman and Superman to have this confrontation. I have so many problems with that scene. Oh, me too. Because I don't think that they had just shown Superman talking with Martha, his mother, on the farm, had just had her, with that, her whole, basically her conversation. Now she has her Paw Kent moment where she's like, uh, uh, go ahead, Clark. You know, you can be their hero. You can be their monument. Or, you know what? You don't have to be either of those things, Clark. You don't have to be their hero, their monument. Fuck them, you know? Right. Fuck them, Clark. Yeah. Fuck them, Clark. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, <laughs> Fuck them, Clark. I wish she would have said that. <laughs> See, that, yeah. that's the thing. It's like she has that scene. And we already know how much Clark cares about his mother because in Man of Steel we saw him beat the shit out of Zod in a fucking cornfield. He didn't because, care about her that much. See, th- what do you mean? He doesn't care about her as much as he does his fuck buddy Lois Lane. Yeah, every time she <laughs> – no, every time if, – if Lois farts, he's there. Yeah. His goddamn mom gets kidnapped right. and, oh, yeah. it looks like I have to fight Batman to the death. Well, see, the thing is that scene would have been so much more impactful <laughs> had we had just gone from the Martha Kent – Clark talking, you know, looking at the stars, which was a beautiful shot, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. The the stars were popping. It was just cinematography on this was great. Absolutely. But see, the thing is, like, if you would have gone from that and not shown the actual kidnapping scene. Yeah. Don't show the kidnapping scene. No, that bucked it up. The the huge reveal, the punch in the gut moment when when Superman falls to his knees and he feels like he is powerless and he got punched in the gut. We should, as the audience, should be feeling that way too. Like, oh my god, I didn't see that coming. The first time he shows him those pictures of her tied up should be the first time we yeah. know she's kidnapped. Yeah. Yes. Right. Then, Snyder, if you think we're so stupid that we need everything spelled out for us. Then, if you have to, as Lex Luthor's talking about kidnapping her, you could show us flashback scenes as he's talking of uh, KG Beast and his thugs kidnapping her. Yeah, I I, agree. uh, I feel like this movie thinks that we are a lot dumber than we are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, it starts off with some of the first words – with with the first word that comes out of Thomas Wayne's mouth when he says Martha. Right. That's when that's when they that's when they this movie starts setting up how stupid Snyder thinks viewers are. Yeah. I agree. It okay, just, it just we, really bothered me the whole Lois thing that we, we we see him multiple times go halfway around the world. Yeah, he can hear Lois like fucking tapping on her fucking arm. Oh, dude, I hear I, 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 I hear water in the bathtub. That's I, why, 
I better get back. She, I, I know she. Yeah. I, I know she. That's naked. what I didn't understand. They're in the middle of fighting Doomsday, and there's all these explosions and everything. It's not like he can hear her voice, but he can hear her tapping on the rubble, and he just knows that's her. Yeah, but he can't hear his own goddamn mom in danger. Right, exactly. And be right there to fucking save right. her. Yeah. It's like he's got GPS on her ass. And like you said, to show the actual kidnapping makes it even more fucking stupid. Yes. Like he should in the middle of that kidnapping, he should be there fucking saving her. Yes. Just like we've seen him do Lois twice before this. Mm. Mm-hmm. Something I that agree. I didn't really get until after, because I, I read The Dark Knight Returns after I watched this, because so many people were saying, oh, well, you know, if you read the comic, then it makes sense. All that makes Bullshit. sense, they took fucking cookie cutter moments out of that comic series and sprinkled them in here and there. Oh, they totally strip mined DKR, basically. Oh, yeah, like, uh, like uh, the bit with the pearls, that's straight out of the comic. We didn't have to see it in the film, but the difference is, is like no, in the no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. This is a Zack Snyder film, and that scene mirrored the beginning of Watchmen with the blood. Yeah, yeah. That's why we had to see it. But I, I'm, no, no. I agree with you. I agree with you. But as Zack Snyder being a filmmaker, he was, and of course, you know, we've got Jeffrey Dean Morgan in this scene. Yeah. He was also the comedian in that scene. Yeah. No, this was this was paying homage to. He pays homage to Watchmen a lot. Um, the voice of the woman in the scout ship is the original Silk Spectre, ah. the actress that plays the original. Frank's Silk right though, though that pearl scene is literally the panel from. Yeah. The fucking oh, I know. Yeah. I know. Also, yeah. when uh, the dude with the flamethrowers got Martha hostage, he's like, "I'll kill her. I'll do it." Except in the comic, it was a little kid that the guy had. Well, it mean, says, "I it, believe you," and he takes him out. Even in Dark Knight Returns where the, the, the two cops are going after Batman and the one's like, oh my god, that's the first time I saw him. I've never mm-hmm. seen him before. That's straight out of the comics as yeah. well. But yeah. the problem There's is... There's a scene where Batman is using the grapple hook and he's uh, he's trying to escape Doomsday and he's on the side of that uh, that uh, fireplace or whatever. Smokestack. Yeah. 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 Smokestack. Yeah. And then he he you see kind of like a flash of Doomsday's eyes mm-hmm. and then you see him like uh, it's the cover of Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Where, Absolutely. where he's got his... Uh, it, it, and the lightning's behind yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And it, the, the thing is, is that in the comics, there's a history already established of Batman knowing Superman and other things. And what they did was it was like cookie cutter. Oh, that, that part's cool. Let's put it in the movie. This part's cool. Let's put that in the movie. And they flipped the context. It kind of reminded me similar of how Abrams did with um, the, the Star Trek sequel where he kind of flipped the script on stuff and tried to put scenes that were similar in there, but, like, change roles. I have no problem with them pulling good things out of the Dark Knight Returns and putting them in this movie. I, I, no I agree with, with a little bit of Frank's point, though, and I think you kind of brought it up a long time ago on the podcast. Yeah. It's, it's that we're rushing too fast to the Batman v Superman. Like, the fight would be so much more earned if we would establish the relationship between Bruce and Clark. The right, build it up. Hold on. The fight would have been earned if they didn't keep flipping between Senate meetings and between going to the Indian Ocean and then talking about Scoot McNary. Yeah, yeah but instead... Hold on. Ha- There's no tension built between these two characters. Right. There's any, no focus. Any tension that is built between these characters is lost in between those bullshit scenes. I don't need the Senate meetings. I don't need this godlike imagery of Superman saving people. And it and it's almost like the, the movie makes you feel bad for him being a hero. Right, right. Um, yeah, but I don't see... Even if 
you take all those scenes out, I still don't see the tension, even if we don't have the space between the scenes. Like they, it's like they're two fucking strangers and they're going to go fight each other. I, they, well, the, the, the first time that they're on screen together, there's no chemistry between those two characters agreed. at all. Right. But the first time I see them as Clark and I see them as uh, Bruce and they're talking – there's no chemistry between the two characters. It's because they've spent too much time doing other things other than building a real tension between them. Right. Where I thought they started off doing it a, a great job by showing at the beginning of the movie where um, um, uh, Gotham uh, – well, his building in Metropolis is yeah. getting destroyed. Yeah, I thought that was great that too. That was good. That's that was a one of the good better tie scenes. Into the other movie. It's a great scene, yeah. and, and it shows like how much like he cared about the Jack that was in that building, yeah. and all of his employees that were killed that day. And he's looking up at them fighting, and you could almost feel that you know, like he's thinking to myself, like, okay, the next time this happens, I'm going to be the one tackling Superman. Right. Like I, you know, um, you kind of you kind of got that feeling. But then when they when you go from that to like another scene of like a Senate yeah, meeting, right. yeah. you you break the tension that you're that you're tr- kind of like building towards, yeah. which I think like but like the, this goes back to what I said like this movie should have come, been called Batman v Superman, and then the next movie is called Donna Justice and left out the Senate things altogether, or had Senator Finch in my opinion be a very small character and just like have there, like just have a few scenes of like where people are. Like some people think he's a villain. I thought Scoop McNary's character was stupid. Oh, agreed. Mm-hmm. I thought that character was absolutely awful yeah. and should have been left out of the movie completely. It was unnecessary. Um, also, did you guys hear that the guy the, the, with the camera that got shot in the face in Africa? That was Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, dead. Uh, He's dead now, so it doesn't matter. Did you guys catch wind of the couple of comments that they had in the movie where they made like went out of their way to tell you where they were fighting was unpopulated or no one was there? Oh, I loved that was one of my favorite parts. I rolled my eyes at that in the fucking film. I'm like, Jesus, you guys really got to go out of your way to say that. Age of Ultron did it. But but there they, it, they, it wasn't as obtuse t- as this. No, you you Tupperware the fuck out of Age of Ultron. It wasn't right? as obtuse as this. They were like, it's a good thing the work day is over and the place yeah. is mostly unpopulated. And, and then when they were fighting Doom, Doomsday later, they said, oh well, that area is uninhabited. It's like okay, we made you made your point. It, it, I'm, I just want to remind people that Age of Ultron they, they made an obtuse point Frank that they were saving innocent bystanders. They didn't just completely say they were evacuated. Right. Back, um, back to the tension aspect, all right? that They built the tension in this. They did. They tried to build the tension, but the climax was anticlimactic. Every single thing that they built tension on in this movie was, was the outcome was an anticlimactic outcome. And so they, there were moments of it, but the end result was always just, uh, just a letdown. Mm-hmm. And that, that was a big issue. You know, I, I thought, you know, if they had just followed through on this and that, these things would make sense. And like you said, now it almost would make more sense to split this in order to build that tension properly into a proper outcome. Well, but we, we didn't. We didn't get that. We could have had all the tension if this movie was just Batman v Superman. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, Dan. 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 Uh, are you still with us? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm still here. All right. Hey, can you make sense of any of this? Do you have any thoughts, man? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm saying. Same as you, I, don't, I didn't get the uh, uh, the tension at all between the characters. And actually, there was a question I was going to ask you, Brian, since you've seen it three times. Yeah. Um, why did Superman turn up in their first meeting when Batman is 
chasing the truck full of kryptonite. You're, you're cutting out a little bit. To Lex Luthor. Why did Superman turn up? Oh, okay, man. Um, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Hello? You're good. Yeah, okay. Um, why, why did Superman turn up at the point that Batman uh, is chasing the truck full of kryptonite? Why did he suddenly just appear and then, you know, the Batmobile crashes into him and they have the first proper meeting between each other? Why was he there? Why was Superman there? He didn't do anything other than than just talk to Batman. That was, uh, it's right after the Batmobile chase sequence. Right, because that's where he hip checks it into the wall. Right. That's it. That's exactly. The and then as soon as he drops his warning, he fucking leaves. I honestly, I, I, I honestly think, I, I don't know. I, I know that 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 Superman was kind of like on to um, on to Bruce way before. I mean, especially when they were at the the, the Lex Luthor's party. Yeah. Yeah. Which one yeah. thing? It's like everybody's talking about what an amazing. We'll talk about Ben Affleck later, but everybody's talking about like what an amazing detective he was, and I'm thinking to myself, oh my god, he's getting tailed by Clark Kent. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. Oh, down that down that sta- down the stairs, and and Bruce is completely oblivious that Clark is like kind of like following him. The only thing that like distracts him was that fact that uh, the Day of the Dead, uh, that girl was in that caught in that fire, and yeah. he, he had to leave early. But um, yeah, I, I think I have the answer to Dan's question. Yeah, please. I, I think it's just because we've we established in the Daily Bugle scene, and we established at the party that Clark Kent was not cool with Batman's means of like branding people with the bat symbol, and yeah, just thought him as a vigilante, and just thought he'd show up and kind of give Batman a warning yeah. that I'm not I'm not hip to the yeah, way man, you act. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I figured as well. I was uh, after like the the brat bat, the bat brand of justice thing, and mm-hmm. he yeah. saw that obviously in the paper. That's that's what I figured. But it just seems like a really like massive overreaction to say the bat is dead, and it's like you know that that's again it's like a bit of mischaracterization for me. I just don't see Superman. The, 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 it, it, that. It's weird. You're talking about you're talking about oil and water. He doesn't yeah. agree with the way uh, Batman's justice. Mm-hmm. He yeah. doesn't agree with Batman's justice. Like Batman is uh oh man, Batman's as he in this movie he's as restrained as he could be. Like you tip him a little bit more and he's a villain. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. This is like the most brooding Batman we've ever seen in my opinion. Yeah. Like he's Hardly, rest- he's restrained just enough. He's sick of being restrained. It seems like he hasn't always been that way, but that he's tipped over the edge yeah. and been pushed yeah. to be that way. Even Alfred's noticed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the best part of that, though, is that um, the scene where he, uh, you know, he's like, you know, the bat is dead, and then you know, Superman's getting ready to to leave, and then uh, Batman's like, tell me. Do you bleed? <laughs> and hold on. This works so much better in the original trailer with the spotlight. Oh, agreed, yeah. Because, you know, yeah. he's saying everything to his face. What happens here is he says, tell me, do you bleed? And then <laughs> Superman flies off. He's like, fuck you. And he, you Superman flies off. And he's like, it's it's almost like he's like, okay, he's gone. Well, you will. Right. Yeah, it's and like, it's like, like us talking awesome. shit about each other, like, after one of us goes home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And like, but, oh, this whole kid on the playground. Yeah, but <laughs> what's great, I, what I thought would have been great in that scene is the fact that, like, if Superman has, like, super hearing, like, all of a sudden, like, Superman comes back and <laughs> Oh, yeah? Yeah, what, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> want to say that again? He was too busy listening for Lois. <laughs> and, and, and Batman's like, 
Uh, I, didn't, I didn't say anything. <laughs> no, 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 no. And then he flies away. He's like, yeah, I didn't say anything. I'm going to make you bleed, motherfucker. I, I, think, I think that is the first of a great many examples of how they killed any of the really good parts that you could have had out of this movie by showing them in the trailer. We already saw him fucking running into Superman with the Batmobile in the trailer and watching it bounce off. I think it would have been more impactful to watch the movie and have see the Batmobile like driving through buildings and shit. Like, I, 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 I don't agree with your toss it at all. I, really? I, ta- I ta- not at all. Uh, I think, I think the movie's worthy of a, yeah, really. I think the movie, like I tossed it the first time I saw it. I, I think you need to watch this movie two to three times. I don't think this is a movie. Zack Snyder is known for, for packing so much into a movie. This is a guy that took the graphic novel Watchmen and he compacted it into a movie. Albeit a long movie, he did it. And I think he, he left in what I thought was great and he took out even though he changed the ending, I thought we got a, a, a great movie. Uh, but there's still a lot to process in Watchmen. There's a lot to process in this movie, too. Upon first viewing, I don't think you process everything. I really don't. I don't think there's any way to. There's just too oh, much. Oh, bullshit. What? No. You even said that yourself. That you can't catch it all in one film. Or in one, one viewing. That's why right. I went back three times. I'm saying that I don't think that I, – I, I think that – I, I think for you to toss it and say that there's no good scenes in this movie is basically what I'm hearing. I, I didn't it's say like, there's no good scenes. Well, I haven't heard already it. seen them in the trailers, any of the action sequences. Well, the I'm rest just, of it, they, you I'm can't make saying, a trailer out of that because it would be boring as fuck. There are, there are some great scenes in this movie. And so, and I haven't heard anything out of you saying that there are. Uh, the fight between Batman and Superman, there are some scenes in that that are just awesome. Right. I like the Batmobile chase sequence. I loved the Batmobile chase sequence. I thought that was one of the best scenes of the whole movie. And that was good, and it would have meant a lot more had we not seen Superman just stand there and just get run into it. That's the very end of the sequence, though. Yes, and we didn't even know what those two were going, what was going to happen. At that point. Right. We just knew that, that that was going to happen. I had no idea that he was going to say the bat is dead and all this other stuff and then just fly off. I, I didn't know where this took place. If this was the beginning of their fight when I saw the trailer, Frank, I didn't have I didn't have a problem with that. In the trailer, I honestly thought that was the beginning of the fight. That he stops yeah, him in the Batmobile, and then that's like yeah. the fucking catalyst to Batman v Superman. Yeah, I just think that like I, I was just hoping that he would have said "you will" to his face. Oh yeah, instead yeah. of pussing it, instead of pussing <laughs> it, and wait, and wait until he flew off. Well, a scene as I tossed it as well. I mean, I'll, I'll give you like some examples of stuff I, I did really like. I loved the the Batman fight scene where he rescues Martha because that was kind of the most like in- indicative point of uh, or like representation that I've actually seen of Batman fighting like the way he he blows the hole in the floor guys fall into it and we see him like shoot out of the smoke into the rafters but they don't see that and the guys are like you know just drilling bullets into the floor and then he like uses his gadgets takes out the guys guns and then he just fucking goes to town on them and it is brutal yeah. that that fight scene I thought was like amazingly shot and the physicality was awesome and everything. Oh, the guy, so, he, I mean, he throws that, the that one. That's really cool. He throws the guy into the other guy, and the guy loses his grenade, and then those two guys blow up. Yeah. He yeah. takes <laughs> that bear knife part. Yeah, he takes that, that big fucking, like, a. Uh, Grapple hooks a wood, big wood barrel. Barrel, and then, like, fling, yeah. flings it over him. Yeah. 
It, All the gadgets were there. The yeah. thing, the thing is, though, and let's talk about Affleck. Um, Do you want when, a break first? when we take a break, we're going to take a break. We'll come back and then we'll talk about Affleck. We are back. We're back. We are. Uh, we are going to be talking about that. Let's talk about Ben Affleck. That was a crazy Senate meeting we just had. <laughs> Guys, went on, went on, it went on forever. Senator Finch just went and shut the fuck up. She's <laughs> drinking that fucking peach tea. Yeah, Granny's peach tea. Yeah, we all got spooked when that guy in the wheelchair came past. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that wheelchair was it made of lead? Why, why the fuck yeah. could, couldn't Superman see that fucking uh, bomb and shit? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. His powers only worked when it involved his fuck buddy. Yeah. Well, he he, he utilized zero. He used no X-ray vision in this, which was like a huge point in Man of Steel that he had this X-ray vision and all that stuff. He didn't use it at all in this. Hey, not to, not to diverge, but at the end of Man of Steel, didn't everyone know who Superman was? Uh, it was uh, with the military all at like the kid farm and shit. No, I don't think that everybody no, knew who he was. That I, was I, where the attack was. Yeah, it was uh, Lois. Lois definitely knew. Yeah. and I think I think uh, Perry White, pretty sharp guy. I think he kind of knew. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, they, well, they had. Um, no, I'm sorry. I'm confusing the comic with the movie. Sorry. Dan, God help. damn it. Him, you, you, you read The Dark Knight Returns one time and you got your whole fucking, <laughs> no, your whole fucking judgment on this movie is about reading The Dark Knight. No! He didn't no, even no, read no, it correctly. No, no, no. He tried to say Batman killed the Joker. I, I was wrong in that, but it's not like very, very clearly spelled out. But I, I already had made up my mind before I read the comic. I read the comic hoping that there was something that I was missing. All right. Whatever. It's pretty, it's pretty clearly spelled out. He snaps his own neck and like announces he's going to do it. I'm about ready to snap my own neck here. <laughs> yeah. With the devil's strength. Um, yeah, so we have a six-year-old listening to our show with his mother on the way to kindergarten. Oh, fuck. That's a thing. <laughs> that fucking happens. When you need that cookie, snap her spine. <laughs> All right, hey, let's start off. Let's talk about our thoughts uh, uh, about uh, Ben Affleck as Batman. I'm going to start with Mr. Dan West because he can't get an, a word in edgewise. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to start with I'm going to start with him. Dan, what did you think about uh, Ben Affleck as Batman or Bruce Wayne? Uh, I'm a big yeah I'm a big Ben Affleck fan. Anyways, I actually genuinely like the guy. I've heard a lot of interviews. He did a load of uh, radio interviews over here when he was promoting um, one of his movies, and he just seems like a really nice, genuine dude. So I was like, oh okay, so you know he actually does know what he's talking about half the time, not the way the like media kind of portray him and uh, we, as, an we, ass, as an asshole <laughs> we, we yeah, we've all had affairs with our uh, housekeeper so. <laughs> <laughs> i totally can totally relate to the guy yeah, on every level you know yeah. it's who, a uniform who isn't who is who isn't banging the nanny you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> it's just the done thing surely <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, so I don't, I've never had any kind of like prejudice against the guy. And, when do you think um, that, I, hold on, when do you think that he was just like, I'm gonna bang yeah. that nanny? Did, was he like, when she was like changing the, <laughs> was she changing a diaper and he was like, oh my god. <laughs> Uh, I'm getting fucking turned on. Shit, that's fucking. <laughs> oh, but that was a turning point right there. I think it was. <laughs> She's like cleaning up. Like, uh, was the baby eating like uh, apricot uh, baby food and baby vomit, sp- spitting yeah. up shit? And Ben's like, oh man, dude. She cleans that real I'm well. So turned on right now. Yeah. <laughs> How about me and you go make one of those? I don't. I, okay. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, uh, I, I, did you ever see pictures of this uh, nanny? I, no, huh? she I, hot? I haven't. I don't know. No, me neither. I hope she's a lot higher than Schwarzenegger's fucking house. Oh god, <laughs> that was a bad train. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. We didn't get that story over here, so I didn't even know that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It happened about Affleck. Wow. Okay. Well, he's, he's already gone down in my estimation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, it, that didn't reach over here. Not unless you sort of like read all the tabloid, uh, like you know, like. Uh, the splash pages of those like magazines and stuff that wasn't in national news over yeah, here. There's a lot of splash pages on the nanny. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of wow. uh, splish splash, splish baby. splash. I was taking an Affleck bath. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what did you think about Ben Affleck uh, as uh, Batman and Bruce Wayne? Yeah, man, I don't have any prejudice against the guy, so I went in this like you know pretty much neutral, which was great, and um, I I really liked it. Is Bruce Wayne. I thought his Bruce Wayne was was really cool. It was nice to see, you know, this kind of like I know we've been like referencing um, Dark Knight Returns quite a lot. Um, like like to see the kind of like older grizzled Batman. And like you guys said earlier, he's he has been pushed like to the edge. And um, like obviously with the death of Robin, like we saw in the suit with the the Joker's graffiti on it. And um, uh, yeah, just um, it, it it was really nice seeing his like almost kind of like equal relationship that he had with Alfred this time. He wasn't sort of more, it wasn't like a mentor kind of guardian relationship. They were almost like friends, which was, uh, that was pretty cool. Um, so I just, I, I did, I enjoyed him. I, I really did. But, but the only thing that I didn't like, um, was how his face looked in the suit. I know it's a bit nitpicky, but he had, I don't he's know, got a, that little freckle as well. He's got that little freckle too. <laughs> You know what I mean? Did you guys notice that freckle? It really stood out in the IMAX. I didn't see that. Well, he, on his right cheek, he's got this freckle as Bruce Wayne, and you got the same freckle on Batman. Oh, it's damn like... it. Cover <laughs> that up. It's gonna but it's, <laughs> they can't yeah. fucking figure out who Clark Kent is, then they're not going to fucking figure that out either. Yeah, it's like this whole universe is just like, oh, we can't see a freckle. <laughs> But it's I a love that suit, and um, uh, it was just the cowl. It just it, the, the design wasn't quite right for me. I didn't think it like it fit his uh, his look very very well. But I mean, aside from that, man, I thought he was great. I really did. Okay, now, who wants to go next? I thought he was serviceable. Um, I thought the line delivery, uh, line delivery. I thought a lot of the line deliver delivery. I thought your line delivery. I know. On that last sentence was shit. I I don't disagree. (laughs) And you have no fucking reason to fucking judge Affleck, (laughs) Mister Line Deliverably. I know. Fucking it. You know what? You know what? You you know what? We're recording on Sunday, and apparently, uh, not only does the mailman not deliver on Sunday, but apparently, you can't deliver fucking lines on Sunday. Jesus Christ. Nor, nor Tuesday, <laughs> nor Thursday. <laughs> but yeah, I thought he was okay. I, I, I thought, like, 
I, I as the grizzled old Batman, like, and the stuff with Alfred was really good. I, I didn't hate him. I didn't love him. So he was he was decent. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was just fine. He'll be yep. in your toughies this year. Yes, except for <laughs> young Bruce. Young Bruce. Young Bruce. Oh. Yeah, let me tell you. oh man, I, nobody t- can fall down a fucking wall like him. What's t- with that mop top? <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite lines that, that Ben did was uh, when he was talking to Alfred, the whole line about um, how many good guys are left, um, how many stayed good. Mm-hmm. And I thought that, I, that line really made me think a lot in my seat. But Jason Todd? Yeah. And yeah. It's like, who, like, what, what happened? Like, I really wanted to know that. It sounds like the story. whole Bat family is just, like, gone. Yeah. yeah. I really wanted more insight into that. Yeah. And just, like, that was a great universe building line, I and thought. Well, and another line that was said was something about the next, uh, the next generation. Generation of Waynes, and a lot of people started thinking, like, "Oh, is he talking about Damien?" And yeah. It's like I didn't get that, but I can understand why people would kind of think that. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we get to see like that fleshed out in if we do the solo right. Ben Affleck movie. Yeah. I would like to see the, the good person turn bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Jay, uh, uh, fuck man, I love this Batman. I love it. I I was totally <laughs> impressed as hell with his portrayal of Batman. And you know, the Bruce Wayne was not perfect. Um, Batman was not everything that I wanted him to be. Um, we did not necessarily get a lot of the detective stuff that we've all been clamoring oh, for. Oh, some people will argue all day with you about that. Yeah, there was not. It wasn't there. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, he used technology. Oh. <laughs> but, but, but see, but, <laughs> I'm going to agree with you, man. I, I, he used technology to fucking, like, hack into shit. Yeah. But uh, I guess if he's a detective, then I guess Bill Gates is a detective. Right? <laughs> yeah. and, you know, and I guess Steve Jobs was the world's greatest detective. Yeah, agreed. But, but see, he wasn't like a uh, he wasn't good at like reading faces, no. and he wasn't good at things like that. No. Um, uh, I guess they kind of showed a little bit when like when we saw like KG Beast and they're betting on those fights, and Batman was watching the fights and told, <laughs> told that one guy how to win the yeah. fight. And apparently, I guess he just said, "Well, go ahead and punch him repeatedly in the face." <laughs> <laughs> You're not hitting him in the face enough. Yeah. Which yeah. character was KG Beast? KG the, Beast the Russian. was the Russian with the tattoo right okay. underneath his neck. Okay. Yeah. And okay. the scar on his face. And he was the, the guy. Medium length long hair. He was threatening Martha Wayne with the flamethrower. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That was KG Beast. So, uh, and then as far as like the detective work and stuff like that, I didn't see a lot of it. No. You, you can say that he was a detective. I saw like te- a lot of technology. Like even the fact he gets, uh, he, he, he thinks that he has a read on Wonder Woman's character and she, she even herself says, you've never met a woman like me. He, he thinks he's got her pegged and it's like, this is not the world's greatest detective. No. Yeah. She's a better detective than he is in this. Right. And that, that's kind of sad. Well, uh, see, but it all goes back to that he's better at technology because she couldn't decrypt. Right. Um, she couldn't decrypt what was on there, so she couldn't even find her photo, and she gave it. She gave him the 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 files back. True. True. So that was one misstep. But other than that, I mean, I love this Batman. I think, um, you know, for for my my own complaints that you know the Bruce Wayne was kind of weak. I mean, they did try and show a lot of Bruce Wayne in this. They really did. I did like the Bruce Wayne, but it wasn't perfect, hmm. and. You know, part of the reason for that is is because in this time period, he is more Batman than Bruce Wayne. I mean, even before he goes out, he needs to stare at the suit almost to give him the strength to be like, okay, I need to go do this and be Bruce Wayne for you, for the so that I can be Batman for Batman. Mm-hmm. So that that was kind. Of, I, I, it made sense to me, um, and I loved it, man. I, his 
his action, it, the, this was the best Batman fighting sequences we've ever gotten, ever, and I thought it was really fucking great. His use of his gadgets was awesome, you know, to, to beat these guys. <laughs> but hold on, let me jump in here. Mm. Is that Ben Affleck? Is that Ben Affleck? Oh, in the fighting scenes? <laughs> Hold on. No, 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 no. Even in the fighting scenes, it's like, can we credit that to Ben Affleck? Like, oh, my God, finally, we've got a Batman fighting like Batman, moving the way we think Batman should move. Yeah. Thank God Ben Affleck was Ben Affleck, was Batman. Right. Or could they have cast Joe Anybody yeah. and said, we're going to choreograph, uh, choreograph these fights this way and have you have this, like, angry look on your face? Yeah. I don't credit that to Batman, uh, to Ben Affleck. I agree with Brian which, here. Which, which, which makes me agree the word that you used, which I was going to use as far as Ben Affleck, serviceable. Yeah. He was serviceable. And the thing is, I think if you would have cast an actor like Anson Mount from Hell on Wheels or even Carl Urban, mm-hmm. I think we would have had a better Bruce Wayne. I thought this was the – I think if you're going to p- compare cinematic – Bruce Wayne's, this was the worst Bruce Wayne I've seen. Hmm. The best Bruce Wayne I've ever seen was Michael Keaton's. Worse than George Clooney? Cinematic. 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 He's the third best. What did I say? Clooney? I said worse than George Clooney. No, I'm telling. He's the third. Okay, let, let me oh, just you say said this. He was the worst. He's the third. I'm only. Can, I'm not okay. talking about Val Kilmer. I'm not talking about. I'm, I'm talking about the three. The ones that matter. I'm yeah. talking about the ones. I'm not. And I'm not talking about Adam West. I'm not talking about TV. I'm not talking about Val Kilmer and Clooney. Okay. There's three Batman's to me, and I'm saying that 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 Michael Keaton's the best Bruce Wayne. Second best is Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. And then the third best is is uh, Affleck. Yeah. I I was not impressed by his Bruce Wayne. Uh, just showing like a rando chick in his bed. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, that's classic Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And then like you know like his 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 interaction with Clark was the worst. There's no chemistry between Wayne and Clark. Right. There was right. nothing there. And then like the fact like, you know, he's like uh, talking to Mercy Graves and he's like, oh, I like those shoes acting like he's drunk. And it's like, <laughs> I was like, no, I wanted to see him like pull from uh, his character in Boiler Room. Yeah. I wanted to see him pull from his character as the fashionable male mm-hmm. in Mallrats and be a cocky asshole. Mm-hmm. And I really never got that. And like even his interactions with uh, with Alfred, I felt it was more like him talking to Jarvis. Mm-hmm. I felt like Alfred was Jarvis in this. Uh, I, I loved Alfred, and the, the reason I, the, I, I, I I also thought Irons was serviceable. Uh, I liked I, I liked Irons, I, and and see that to me was like the best part of his Bruce Wayne persona was his interaction with Alfred. Like finally, we have a proper sidekick for Batman, and that's Alfred. You know, his father figure, his friend, I not not Robin. Did you really get, like, a close relationship between the I two? Did, I did. I did. I, I have to agree with Jay. Yeah. I, and I'm on the same level with you where he's just serviceable, but I thought his best moments were his interactions with Alfred. I just thought, like, Alfred just kept – he was just like, uh, okay, let's pull from the Michael Caine Alfred where it's like, oh, you need to settle down with a woman and you need to stop this, stop fighting and stuff like that. And then like he would say something like, uh, oh, hopefully you'll find a, you know, a, a woman in Metropolis to, <laughs> to make you, you know, settle, yeah. settle down. Well, but at the same time, unlike Kane, he's, he's very much an enabler. 
enabler. You know, he's very much like, yeah, you, you should go out and do this. At the same time, it's trying to convince him, like, the logical thing would be to not do this at all. He's still, like, pushing him to do these things almost. And he's there for him, you know. So, so to me, you know, we didn't get a Robin. Um, but to me, this is the, the next best thing. This is the first time I've seen, you know, a sidekick working together with Batman. So to me, that was interesting. Maybe it wasn't the best way to go. And maybe there were, and definitely there were better ways to portray Bruce Wayne than what they wrote into this. But as far as what he was, you know, left with, 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 with what Snyder gave him, I thought he did a good job. I'll, I'll reserve judgment, I guess, because it's like we haven't seen a Batman movie. Right? Yeah. And I feel like the Batman movie will take place before this. I do too. Yeah. And that we'll see a totally different, like, interpretation of Bruce Wayne before yeah. he's just kind of at the end of his rope and I'll, fucking yeah. brandy uh, motherfucker. Yeah. I'll, res- I'll reserve judgment, I guess, on that whole Alfred Bruce relationship. I agree with your rankings though, 100%. I, I, I feel like I'm Keaton Bale, um, Affleck too, yeah. But I feel I, I, like Affleck could go higher after a solo Batman movie. Sure, I agree sure. with that. With him directing it, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, the thing is, it's like everybody's just like, "Oh my god, this is the best Batman on screen ever." And I agree, but I can't credit that to Ben Affleck. No, right. I, I don't think that you can credit that to Ben Affleck. I think you could have had like any good. Uh, actor come in here and all, and give you the same action scenes that are choreographed that they would already kind of like, you know. Yeah, Zack Snyder is so like meticulous about yeah. like his, here's his, like he has right. all his layouts and how everything's gonna look. Right. Probably before he even cast Affleck. Right. He had these fight scenes but laid out. Yeah, and but I will go on the record and say that the one or there's a couple scenes that I did like with Affleck. And the one scene that I really, really, really loved with him was the scene where he is fighting Superman. Uh-huh. And he says, you're no god. He's like, you're, oh, you're, not, you're not brave. Uh-huh. You're not yeah. Brave. You're not yeah, brave. That was one of the best lines in the movie. Men are brave. Yeah. Oh, dude, I got chills at that point. And that that was awesome. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That was awesome. Uh, I am not going to take that away from Affleck. Mm-hmm. He delivered on those lines. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the voice was kind of distorted. <laughs> yeah. Well, his best scenes are when he's got like half a face busted off on his arm yeah. and yeah. he's right. talking to him. Those are his best scenes because yeah. that's when we truly get the best of both worlds. We get right. Bruce and Batman together yeah. and they're talking to Superman at that point. Dude, when, uh, and we'll get to the fight, but man, I, before I forget, when he, when he, when he's, uh, when we get to finally see, uh, Affleck Batman, uh, using Superman as a kite. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty fucking awesome. That is awesome. That awesome. is awesome. All right, all right, all right. Frank, what did you think of uh, Affleck as Batman? I thought he was okay. Uh, there was nothing really about him that made me hate him. Um, it, uh, like Kind of like Jake said, in a future solo film, it, he could be better when he's the focus. But part of the issue is because it does jump around so much, He's, in my opinion, he was never really on screen long enough to be able to get a real good feel for him. We, we got, you're wrong. I disagree with we that. We got so much fucking Affleck. He was Batman. the main character. Yeah. Who we didn't get any of was Cavill. fucking Henry Cavill. Cavill was Yeah, he gone. was practically a supporting character. <laughs> what fucking movie were you watching? <laughs> I watched this one. You're playing Destiny in the theater. No, Jesus Christ. No. Yeah, where was Superman? Like, almost this entire movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was conflicted. Yeah, <laughs> he was pretty much conflicting. Banging that V. Yeah, banging that V. 
and that's unfortunate. And we'll talk about Superman a little bit. Yeah, too. he really got yeah. shortchanged in this movie. He did. It was yeah. Batman, 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 Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne. Well, okay, so let's talk about the shortchanging of Cavill. Yeah. I mean, part of that, I felt like that they did, that we really that I thought like I enjoyed the build up, and I did understand like the relationship between him and Lois in the first movie, and why they would be connected to one another. They yeah. both they both found the scout ship. They're both can't they're, help it. They're both investigating the scout ship, and he saves her. So they've almost they've almost got like this bond as like almost like this is as kind of like reporters and investigators, yeah. and that's what makes him become an investigator. And uh, they go through this traumatic experience together, and they probably kiss. It may be one of the worst moments ever, but it does happen. <laughs> and it does happen. But like you know, things happen. Things happen when when the adrenaline is pumping. Yeah, people want to make out. You know, Fuck like yeah. I, I, speed. You know, at the end of that fucking movie, you know, next thing you know, fucking, um, you know, Keanu Reeves is making out with, uh, what's her face? Sandy B. Oh, yeah, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. (laughs) You know, him and Sandy are fucking making out and shit, you know? It's the heat of the moment. It's the heat of the moment. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, <laughs> that that fucking song, that piece of shit song. It's, it's just like that. But see, it's the heat of the fucking moment, and I got that. But you know what? They they this movie really shortchanged the relationship between yes. Clark and uh, Lois. Oh and, yeah. And I felt like. Um, I felt like they could have made so much better use of some of the time. Like I think, like they he they, like he spent it all in in a couple scenes and the 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 bathtub scene. You know what I mean? Yeah, fan service. That's what I felt like with the bathtub scene. What do you mean? Was, that was it like, well, just moment. was he it paying homage? To no, no. I, I'm just talking about here's a nude. Uh, Lois uh, Lane for I all thought, you fanboys. I thought you meant that it was paying homage to Superman 2 where he shows up with the flowers and that one that he flew around. No, that, that, it, I enjoyed that part. I enjoyed their balcony sessions, yeah. which to me is reminiscent of every Lois and Clark interaction I've ever experienced was sitting on the balcony and talking. Well, she didn't have her bathtub on the balcony. No, she didn't. So I'd I felt, be fucked up. <laughs> I felt, I, although I enjoyed the bathtub sequence, yeah. I felt like it was just kind of fan service. Just Hey, she's kind of naked. I just, I just think, I just think that they could have built on the the romance between. They should have. Yeah. Oh those, yeah, between yeah. those two a little bit more. I think like we're there. Like, we just jumped right into it. Basically, they made it out to be like, yeah, they fucking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. They they <laughs> jump to the conclusion instead of bringing you into like why these guys love each other. You know. Yeah. But well, the the whole thing of like uh, she's my world and. You know, uh, we get, uh, the whole Paw Kent. Yeah. Oh, God. Another needless flashback. That was useless. It's, yeah. yeah, it's, uh, the horses are drowning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, 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 that was the main scene where I was like, what the fuck are they doing? Is that the one where they're on top of the mountain? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, why is he there? I don't know. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Why is Superman there? Superman is just, he's, he's getting away. He's getting away. I guess the Fortress of Solitude is, it, hold on. It, too, too many people in it. There's no Fortress of Solitude. He just, you know, hikes up a mountain these days. Takes a PCP, hallucinates real good. And so he's hiking up a mountain and then, 
and he gets a not a vision. It's not a vision. He's just thinking back to a conversation of you know Paul Kent uh, talking about uh, horses drowning uh, <laughs> as they play Sarah McLaughlin music, and, <laughs> and I am on the phone with the uh, ESPCA donating ten dollars a month to save crying your eyes out to, to, to save drowning horses. I was waiting for Flash <laughs> to show up during that sequence. Yeah. <laughs> you can snap out of it, you fucker. The yeah. message that I got out of that scene and. And this also harkens back to what you were saying about how Zack Snyder thinks we're all stupid. It's like he laid it out with a story from Pa Kent about how he thought he did a good thing and had a whole bunch of bad things happen because of it. We already went over that with him saving Lois in the desert and mm-hmm. the repercussions of that. They didn't really need to rehash it. They right. didn't need to kind of pound it into oh, his Oh, God, that's another thing. The whole bullet thing. Yeah. Leave that out of the fucking movie. <laughs> that is so stupid. He it's didn't like, shoot anybody. It's like, <laughs> right. yeah, like Superman it's never used... Street people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, why do you have to have, like, framing Superman for everything? Next thing you know, <laughs> Superman, he he was the second shooter. He killed JFK. <laughs> he was behind the grassy knoll? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Probably fucking Lois behind that. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought she shaved her knoll. <laughs> and it didn't look grassy to me. Well, it was back in the 60s, so they, there's got to be grass on the field to play ball. Oh. <laughs> you, you, you're, leaving Thanks, in, you're leaving in 30 minutes. Well, yeah, right, 30 minutes. <laughs> I got to get them in while I can. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the whole bullet thing was just stupid. Yeah, oh, it was stupid. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you off the record that this was created by Lex Lex Luthor. It's, mm-hmm. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> that, was yeah. a, that was a needless yeah. thing. Yeah, Superman is not using guns. Like, we yeah. know he's not using guns. He doesn't need guns. Yeah, so why the next fuck? motherfucker? Yeah, yeah. he's a nep snack. He's a goddamn guy. <laughs> God, Superman came in here, he gunned all these guys down. Yeah. What an asshole. <laughs> he just used this fucking, like, uh, like his fucking, heat like, vision. heat vision yeah. and killed him. Yeah, we gotta put this Superman in check. <laughs> we gotta ban guns just to keep him out of Superman's hands. <laughs> Between him and Ted Nugent. <laughs> I know. Oh, fuck. God, Superman with your flaming crossbow, can you settle down? Ridiculous. <laughs> Speaking of guns, I'm going to get crucified here for this, I know, but did anybody else have a problem with as much gun usage that Batman had? Batman no. uses, Batman used, uh, guns in the vision sequence. He used guns in the vision sequence. Yeah, he, um, he dreams about using guns. That's his outlet. That's like Red Sun. <laughs> the, the, when he saved Martha, did he not? Fucking like grab some dude with his gun and most some people. The guy, the guy still had his hand on the gun and the guy was shooting the gun. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So he technically never shot anybody. (laughs) Technically. (laughs) Technically. No, 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 no. Batman, Batman used guns on the Batmobile. Right. Yes. Gatling guns. Yes. Yeah. He was blowing shit up, but you'd be hard, you'd be hard pressed to tell me which movie Batman did not use a gun in. Or kill people. The Nolan one. He's killed him in every single movie. He's shooting a gun from the bat cycle right at the Joker, and yeah. you're telling me he didn't use any guns? He, he's got guns on the bat cycle. Okay. And he's shooting him directly at the Joker, and you're telling me he never used guns. He's just adverse to handguns. <laughs> if you strap rocket launchers to He's killed, uh, from Keaton's movie on, he's killed over 40 people. 
From Keaton's movie. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. 40 people have died inadvertently because of Batman's actions. <laughs> so he has killed people before. No, it's just that when you see Batman use a gun in a new movie, yeah. you tend to forget about all the other times he's used guns in the other movies. Or thrown people yeah, off but of it, shit. He does, yeah. like, overtly in the Nolan movies, like, cry out against guns. True. That That's true. Then don't put them on the bat cycle. <laughs> 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 and, and, and don't use said guns to shoot directly at the Joker while he's in the middle of the street holding a pistol. He, he shot Bane man. right in the fucking point blank. No, no, no. That, that was, was Catwoman. That was Catwoman. He punched that's Bane true. in the point blank. That's true. Don't, yeah. But he has, and, and, and again, like, I don't have a problem with that because this Batman has had it. He's had it with this shit. He's at the point where he's like, all right, fuck these guys. If they're going to keep doing this shit, I'm going to kill them. And he, he is judge, jury, and executioner to a much stronger degree than he's ever been because that's he's at the end of his rope. Yeah, so I'm he's really like, not. I'm done fucking with these guys. If they're going to fuck with me, I'm going to kill them. What's that, Dan? I, I just agree with Jay. It's like that's basically what Lex's plan was because, you know, it turns out that um, – those messages from uh, Wally uh, Wally Keith, um, yeah, they're actually like they're actually from Lex. He's been pushing Batman to this point that um, that Superman that he shows up on Superman's radar because, like you guys said earlier, that it, it, it's gotten to a point now where he is doing his own like you know Bat brand of justice. And if they he brands people, they go to prison, and then the rest of the prisoners kill them. So he is technically killing them, like you know, in a roundabout way. So, yeah. like you said earlier, that's why Superman turned up because he doesn't agree with the way he does things anymore. See, the thing, the problem that I had though is like Superman is like, okay, uh, Superman's not a killer now. Uh, after Zod, like he's not a killer. But then when you know, if you t- if if uh, uh, some guy from Nairobi, Africa, is threatening <laughs> Lois. I don't think that that guy survived that he threw yeah, through. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that guy. Took his ass through a wall. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. He didn't go through one wall. That was like that was like three fucking walls. <laughs> Normal humans can survive one wall. <laughs> I, I did not have a problem in this movie with Batman using guns. I, I think Jay was very eloquent about it. Like it, it's it's Batman pushed to the limit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's not. It's not the Batman from the Tim Burton Batmans. It's not the Batman from the Joel Schumacher Batman. It's not the Christopher Nolan Batman. This Batman has none of that history. All we're seeing is him at the very end of his rope for the very first time. Yeah. So his friends have died. I mean, all kinds of shit has happened to this guy. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> what <laughs> just what's happened? Going on? Something fell out of Jay's mouth. <laughs> it was a bullet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Was, like, was that a tooth? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out later. <laughs> I, mean, I know he punched the Joker's teeth out, but shit. But I, I you know, fucking so hard, Jay's teeth are falling out. This, this was almost like for me. This was very Elseworlds. So I have no problem with Batman being that kind of Batman. Yeah. I, I can see him doing that now with his character, even though we're not in an Elseworlds story. I don't want to see Batman holding a pistol. I don't want to see Batman shooting Uzis. Well, that was the dream if sequence. If I want to see that, I'll I'll watch Daredevil Season 2 yeah. and watch John Bernthal. <clears throat> Very reminiscent. Very reminiscent. But, I agree with you. But I'm saying it's like, on the flip side, I, I understand what you're... I do understand what you're saying. Um, I just... I feel like that in this movie, 
the when we did see him using the gun, it was during the the, vis, the vision scene. Yeah, like when we saw him directly using it, mm-hmm. it was a vision. And the other times, while he was in the on that uh, in the building, he was actually directing kind of like that guy was he just happened to be breaking that motherfucker's arm and twisting him around and that guy happened to have his finger on the trigger yeah exactly okay. he knew okay. what he was doing though yeah. Yeah. hey 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 if, if, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> if I push this button in the Batmobile and that gun fires I didn't really do it if there's casualties in the crossfire man yeah <laughs> right they brought it amongst uh, they brought it on themselves and then he got guns that whole like vehicle like to- yeah he got in guns the fucking pickup yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it gets so shredded that he drives through it there's yeah. like not even wreckage. But, but I also he's, I, he's, he's do, he does it to the boat too. Yeah, yeah. I love I love this Batmobile. The oh, Batmobile is yeah. amazing. It's my I, favorite movie, great. Batmobile. You're right. That whole scene was one of the best uh, Dodge commercials I've ever seen. <laughs> oh yeah, it was Dodge commercial. I noticed that. I noticed that that all those fucking cars were Dodge. Yeah. yeah, they really they really knocked off all the product placements in this. If you don't count the Justice League, God movie. damn it! All the products play all the product placement for LexCorp in this movie pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn it! Put I just, I just bought a LexCorp Lex computer this morning. I didn't, I didn't know why I was doing it. I thought honestly, I thought. Like Jake was gonna, I thought you were gonna be in there with a pad of paper taking notes at all, like the the pl- product placement. Because I was like, okay, here's the bathtub scene. Jake's writing down oil of oil. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. Big, time. Yes. big time, yes. Well, I wasn't bored with this movie, so I had something else to pay attention to. Well, <laughs> it's funny because after I saw that scene of her in the tub, mm-hmm. I put that in the old spank bank, and I got out my. <laughs> I got out my own oil of Olay. That oh my god! It, works. it just wasn't as overt as it was in Man of Steel to me. Besides Jolly Ranchers and oil of Olay, Jolly Rancher scene was pretty hilarious to me. That was so weird. And I love that second push into the mouth. That cracked me up. <laughs> That was one of my favorite scenes. God, it was so weird. I, I could have done without that scene. I could have done. That, I could have done without this Lex Luthor. We're not cutting that scene to make a good movie. We're leaving the Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> what, what's that, Dan? That's the new Lex Luthor. That's our new Lex Luthor. Force feeding fucking menators, um, members of parliament with, uh, <laughs> with his fingers. Right. And, and then licking his own fingers. Oh yeah. He those are like some, those some sticky Jolly Ranchers. I think he had them out in the sun or something. Yeah. <laughs> a little, they got close to Superman's heat vision. They got yeah. a little, a little melty. Is that why he was angry? Yeah. <laughs> That's why he hated Superman. <laughs> He likes his solid Jolly Ranchers, <laughs> not melty ones. All right, guys, you know, let's talk about one of the coolest parts of this movie. Let's talk about the Senate meetings. Oh, uh, <laughs> not since episode one. I've seen more intriguing Senate meetings. You're wow. fucking right. Phantom Menace, baby. We're going to talk about this shit right now. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, there's, there's things they could have left out of this movie. The Senate meetings, number one. I think like the 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 actual meeting at the Capitol they could have left in, but they could have left out everything that happened in that Capitol meeting. The whole bomb and Scoot McNary's uh, Wallace Keefe's. Uh, um, we can call him Scoot. Yeah, we'll call him, let's call him Scooter. Keefe. <laughs> Scooter. Okay, so the whole bomb and Scooter's uh, wheelchair that could have been left. Wheelchair. His what? 
His lead wheelchair. Oh, yeah, his lead wheelchair. Which we don't know for sure yet. (laughs) Yeah, we don't have confirmation. But they could have left that whole thing out. You know, like, Holly Hunter's character could have been a complete side character that they could have just given a few moments to. Her acting was atrocious. It was awful. And they they really could have... um, just kind of like left that character as like a side character and just had her speak out. I, I did like the use of having like, like, uh, Charlie Rose and, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson and, you know, Anderson and, Cooper. Anderson yeah, Cooper. Yeah, that was cool. And, uh, who's the blonde chick? Oh, don't mention oh, her name. Don't Nancy. speak. Great. Shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah. She's annoying in real life as fuck. I, I, I like that stuff. I thought that was really cool that they had like real TV personalities in this. Yeah. I thought that was very awesome. They could have had that stuff in there, but her, they really fleshed out Holly Hunter's Senator Finch. Oh, way too much. Way too much, and yeah. they could have left that out. I was, what, I was so excited for this Capitol meeting, cause like they had been building to this so much. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, here we go, here we go, we're finally gonna get to see Henry Cavill as, give a speech. Yeah. As Superman to the whole world, but no. And I was like, because this is what they would have. This is what they would have done in um, uh, the Donner films, like when uh, when Christopher Reeve would have like these speeches. I was mm-hmm. just like, oh my god, these are great. When he depowered himself in, yeah. in those movies, same it's kind of thing. Yeah, it's what made people cheer for him in yes. the first place yes. in those movies. Yes, which which makes the monuments at the end of the movie mean that much less to me. Yes, yeah. but see, the thing is, it's like. They stripped us of that. They stripped us of uh, that uh, of an awesome moment of Henry Cavill giving an awesome speech as Superman to the American people, to the world. Yeah. And instead, we just get like, uh, you know, her looking at a fucking jar of piss. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, the whole fucking place explodes. <laughs> And, and Superman yeah. is sad. Right. <laughs> Superman is always hey, sad in these movies. Can, guys, can can we say that the writing here was pretty crippled? It was yeah. pretty. Oh, hey. more than Scoot. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Oh, that's hey. I was not even trying to imply that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant <laughs> oh, Dan, you ain't got no legs. Not, not since fucking Pearl Harbor, and <laughs> have I seen a more empowering character in a wheelchair? Okay, why did Wally agree to do that? Do we have any idea whatsoever? I know he was coerced by Lex, but what the fuck did he say to say, "Here's your new chair." Here's a bomb. Oh, he didn't. To the Senate no, 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 no. He didn't know there was a bomb in there. Yeah. Oh, he didn't know. He just thought it was a gift from Lex Luthor. Oh, yeah, no, he, yeah. Didn't, he didn't know. He had no clue. He had no clue. He was a hapless, like... His, uh, oh, they, they, they had set up his character so much to where he hated Superman. Yeah, yeah Superman right. took his legs away. Right. That dickhead. Even, and, and uh, you know, what I thought was kind of interesting was the whole, he goes through the metal detector... No metal. So all that metallo, uh, the theories that he was going to be be metallo, they kind of joked at with the whole metal detector scene where he walks into the building. They're like, "Oh, there's no metal on this guy." Mm. I didn't hear anything. Yeah, yeah, that's on there. I thought it was pretty interesting. I love the. I want to go back to the the monument to all the people that died during the Metropolis thing. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite parts was when they destroyed the monument over Superman. 
Oh, it, yeah. It's like a big Zack Snyder fuck you to Man of Steel haters. <laughs> like, here's this monument to all the dead people from the part that everyone complained mm-hmm. about. And we're just going to crush it over Superman's fucking head. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was really funny. I gave Zack Snyder props for that. Oh, man. <laughs> there's definitely symbolism there. There, I guarantee, if you look at the names on that thing, there's got to be a name that sticks out on that thing. I was hoping, yeah. that, I was hoping that, like, one of the names on there was going to be, like, Stan Lee. Cause Stan, oh, that'd hold, be hilarious. Because Stan Lee asked for a cameo. In Batman v Superman, remember that? Oh yeah. And instead of giving him the cameo, they could have just put his name on the monument. I thought that would have been really cool. Yeah. Put like Mark Wade's name on there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Before you crush it over Superman's head. <laughs> just put all the haters, all the critics that hated Man of Steel's name on that monument. <laughs> Mark Wade actually walked out of the theater. Really? When he saw Man of Steel. Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, he was he was it was atrocious. When I when I met him at C two E two, I did not bring that up. Yeah, <laughs> we laughed about it for like five, ten minutes before getting up and lied. Yeah. <laughs> Way too personal. Yeah. yeah. I just had him sign my Daredevil and I said thank you and you are awesome. <laughs> I walked away after that. Just wait till that Zack Snyder Archie movie comes out. <laughs> fucking Archie snapping motherfucking necks and shit. <laughs> Mark Wade's gonna be pissed. <laughs> but that the monument thing cracked me up. I props to Zack Snyder for not giving two fucks. Mm-hmm. About what people like. True. He's, he's going to do his own thing regardless of what people like True. or dislike or not say. That's the part that you said Zack Snyder is going to do his own thing. And I feel like I wanted him to do his own thing in this. And I feel like there was a lot of studio involvement, though. Yeah. I yeah. See, I'm surprised by that. Honestly, I really am. I, I believe you. I mean, you're in the know on this kind of thing. But I'm surprised Zack Snyder would relinquish any control and not have the final say about what he put out there. Yeah. I, well, see, that's the thing. It's like we do know that Zack Snyder is uh, going to be doing the Justice League movies. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, why can't we see a bunch of Justice League characters? But, like, what's really alarming is the fact that you said Chris Terrio did a rewrite. Yes. Uh, we also got uh, $100 million in reshoots on this thing. And they kept changing the date of the release. Yeah. Those all things, all those add up to studio involvement, if you ask me. Yeah, I can see that. It's just, it's just so unlike a Zack Snyder run production. And it's unlike, honestly, it's unlike Warner Brothers. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. I, it, I think it all comes down to them trying to catch up with Marvel. Right. Yeah. Launch a whole universe out of one film. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, two films. Yeah. Like Man of Steel and this. Yeah, we're there. We're there. It's Justice League time. Hey, question. Um, does this change your views of Man of Steel now watching it? Do you, do you like Man of Steel more or do you, or do you now not like it because of this movie? Has it changed any of your views about Man of Steel? I respect it more after this. Like, I, I, I'm proud of them using what, like, I thought that one scene where it's the 18 months before, yes. and we're in the middle of the destruction, yes. was one of the most powerful scenes of the entire movie. Oh, agreed. That was what built a lot of momentum to the upcoming battle, but it's been interlaced with a bunch of Senate meetings. And- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I kind of want to watch Man of Steel again. It definitely made me respect the tone and what Man of Steel was trying to do more. This movie did. Dan, what were your thoughts on Man of Steel? Because you weren't on that podcast with us. No, no. I, yeah, I was saying to Jake before before we started that I actually I really like Man of Steel. Um, I probably give it a very high taste it in, uh, in when I saw it the first time, and then when I watched it on Blu-ray like at home, 
I actually grew to love it even more. So I'd actually probably Tupperware it in the end. I just, it, I, I loved it. I loved Cavill's performance. And the only thing that I didn't really like was the, the Clark Lois relationship that seemed to sort of come about out of nowhere. But all of the, the hate from, uh, from people saying, you know, he destroyed buildings and all that sort of stuff. If someone attacked my fucking mum and I was Superman, I wouldn't give two shits what the fuck happened to anyone else. I would destroy that fucker. Mm-hmm. And uh, also well, the whole thing of um, like him killing Zod at the end mm-hmm. as well. That was uh, for me. That was that wasn't uh, that. That's not a big deal at all because he kills him in the comics. And also, even Zod says himself. If you don't stop me, I'm just going to keep coming back. Exactly. Yeah. So, and that was it. So and it was literally, it was a do or die thing. He was either going to spend uh-huh. the rest of his time, um, fighting him and, you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of people would die in the process or he fucking ended it right there and then. And he kills him in Superman 2. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, yeah, he and Zod is powerless. He's, yeah, Zod worse. is, Zod is depowered. He's a man. You could just put him in you could just put him in jail. Yeah, at that put him point. Handcuffs. But no, but, no, he fucking throws him, throws him down the old uh, fortress of solitude pit, doesn't he? To his oh, death. Well, some people will say that he went into uh, the Phantom Zone. The phantom Zone. But I'm, I'm. <laughs> he's as good as dead there. He's dead. Yeah. Yeah. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sipping lemonade, kicking back. Yeah, just just chilling with all the fucking wraiths and everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The fucking human being. Living the life. Yeah, the wraiths are serving him the fucking lemonade. <laughs> Alright, Frank. Frank, you have to leave soon. Yeah. But uh, one thing that we want I wanted you to talk about before we'll take another break here uh shortly. But um and we're gonna we're gonna have our own discussion about this character, but since you have to you have to leave it like ten minutes. Five thirty, whenever that is. Okay. Yeah. It's about eight minutes. Yeah. Uh Ooh, I, I want a timer. I w- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, can we go by Eastern time? You're an hour late. <laughs> So anyway, I wanted you to talk about I, I before before you leave. Uh, a lot of our listeners probably want to know about. Give us the history of your character uh, on a previous episode and what you said about her, and then tell us what you thought about her in this movie. Uh, of course, I'm talking about Wonder Woman. So yeah. give us, yeah, give us the origin story of Frank Hammer and oh, uh, Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. I don't think he remembers that. <laughs> no, Brian. I, well, I, I I remember enough of it. People have reminded me enough. Um, yeah, so SDCC 14, San Diego Comic-Con, we did the episode, and we got to see our first still pics of her in full dress. And I thought she looked horrible in it, and I was not a fan of, like, her build or her hair. And when I say her build, I don't mean her boobs. I just mean, like, you know, she did not seem like she had the physical presence to pull this off. And... um I hope it surprises people that I actually liked her in this film. Um, she wasn't in it that much, just a couple dribbled in here and there to inter- interact with uh, um, Bruce Wayne. And I'd heard some people say that she was dry, and, I mean, I'd, I didn't really get that. She, she just doesn't know him. It's not like she's going to be, you know, full of uh, life and vitality chatting with this guy that she didn't even really know. But um, it it really hit me when the fight with doomsday began and she shows up and she's in full gear and haven't already seen superman take some hits from doomsday and she just blocks the fucking blast with her bracelets that was fucking cool 
And then she knocks him back. And then the whole time, Superman's having a hard time with her. Batman, he's just like, let me get the fuck out of the way because I can't do nothing to him. She's fucking cutting the, the, the fucking thing's arm off. It's growing it back, but she's taking it to him. And I thought that was really cool. So, you know, I, it definitely changed my perspective on her. I can't say... What do you rate in Wonder Woman? Well, the action... Okay, since we've already kind of divided it up into, like, action sequences versus the actor portraying... Since you've tossed the entire movie... Yeah. And the only nice, flattering thing you've said so far (laughs) has been you like Wonder Woman. What do you you rate in her? I'm going to taste it because... uh, as Wonder Woman in that action scene, it You're was amazing. You're a bitch. <laughs> bitch? What? No. I didn't see enough of her acting as as Diana Prince to be able to form any kind of an opinion. <laughs> Fuck. You know, it wouldn't have mattered what I fucking said there. It wouldn't have fucking mattered at all. I either already had my mind made up or it's, it's just that ass. That <laughs> What's up, Dan? Now it's time for Frank to leave after being called a bitch. <laughs> I feel like you're a bitch. Get out. <laughs> yeah, I, I think even in the action sequences, she showed quite a performance. I, I very much like not only did she block the blow with her bracelets, but then she like smiles afterwards. And that was something really shocking to see in one of these Zack Snyder movies. That was like, later. That actually, if she smiled after the bracelet block, yeah. that's cool. But she also like gets knocked on her ass later mm-hmm. and like yeah. smiles yeah. and gets back up. Yeah, I love that. And to see a character like actually <laughs> enjoying what they're doing in one of these oh. movies kind of was like, wow. Well, we're going to talk more about Wonder Woman. We're going we're gonna to let Frank leave so we can come back and have an intelligent conversation. Fuck <laughs> 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 Except yeah. that Zack Snyder invested in a whole shit ton of Pantene for her ass. <laughs> All of a sudden, the podcast goes from a tosser to a Tupperware <laughs> after this break. Yeah, we cut out that we cut out enough of the fat of the podcast. <laughs> right. We found the Tupperware in here. Yeah. Basically, fr- Frank, Frank's the senator. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Frank's doomsday's arm. God damn. Gonna cut that out. My review makes about as much sense as the plot of this movie. Oh, oh, God. Hey, uh, <laughs> all right, we're gonna we're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back Frankless. <laughs> so join us. It'll be interesting then. Yes, we're gonna talk about Doomsday <laughs> and the fight. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that. We'll be right back. <laughs> Greetings, Leftover Army. Pop Culture Leftovers is the people's podcast. They're always looking for new writers and YouTube reviewers to join the team because they themselves aren't talented enough to write them. In all honesty, they're not even sure Frank can read. But their listeners can. So send your reviews to popcultureleftovers at gmail.com and if the leftovers like it, They'll contact you, and you could see your article featured on popcultureleftovers.com. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Leftover Army. You should follow the leftovers on Instagram at instagram.com slash popcultureleftovers and on Tumblr at popcultureleftovers2.tumblr.com. If you get a few shots of vodka in you, it's almost as sexy as my voice. That's gangster. All right. Hey, we're back. You know what? You know what I want to talk about real quick? You know who I loved in this movie? Who that? Perry White. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, he was yes. good. He was good. I love Lawrence Fishburne in this, man. Yeah. I, I thought he was fantastic. I thought he embodied the character. I love the, I love the scenes with him and Clark. I would watch actually a whole like short movie, like 15 to 30 minutes of just like Clark interacting with Perry White. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. I loved it when, uh, you know, uh, Clark is like hell bent on doing a story on Batman instead of the sports section. And, uh, he's talking about the crime wave in Gotham and, uh, Perry White. It was like, uh, oh yeah, huge crime wave in Gotham. Uh, in other news, water wet. I, 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 <laughs> he brought a lot of levity to the movie. Yeah, he calling him Smallville. Yeah, and, and yeah. saying shit like you know, click your heels three times, and and just stuff like that. I thought that Lawrence Fishburne was so good. He shined as a supporting character. Yeah, unlike some of the others. <laughs> My favorite character in this whole thing. Yeah, you know, it's kind of sad to think that I'm watching a Batman versus Superman movie. And all I'm thinking is, I want to see more fucking Perry White. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not going to argue that. I, no missteps. I, on, I, I honestly thought that there should have been a lot more Perry White. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Um, Less Senator, more Perry White. Yeah. 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 Uh, agreed. Agreed. A, a lot more scenes between Clark and Perry. A lot more scenes between Perry and Lois. Yes. Uh, that stuff going on at the Daily Planet was great. Yeah. You know? He's a fantastic Perry White. I did like when Affleck did say when he was talking to Clark the one cool thing in that first interaction where he was talking about oh is that the paper that I own oh yeah (laughs) I I thought that that was pretty pretty funny yeah yeah it was you know something that logistically drove me fucking nuts in this movie what's that tell me if you be honest with me tell me if I'm fucking crazy yeah it really bothered me that Superman and Lex could see the bat symbol in Gotham City while in Metropolis well, Metropolis is just basically They're like right next to each other. Yeah, it's it's yeah, yeah it's it's like it's like uh it's like the there's like a lake in between them. Yeah. That's it. That I don't know. The it's geography just, of the two cities is weird. Yeah, yeah it's, it's super silly to Well, me. you remember the geographical map that came out be- yeah. before the movie released and they were talking about how, you know, Gotham is like right across the lake. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that yeah. was weird too. Isn't it kind of like uh, what is it? Is it like Detroit, Toronto? Is that about the sort of scale yes. we're looking at here? Agreed. Yeah, Detroit and Toronto. Exactly. I know, it just seemed yeah. crazy. It's like wow, he can really, they can really see far. But, <laughs> what, what, what Dan is what Dan is saying is like Detroit's so fucked up, and then you've got like this wonderful gleaming Toronto city. Yeah, yeah, and, and we're, we're like the news headlines are completely different. Uh, where Perry White's talking about fluff pieces about Superman, mm-hmm. and in the other city, it's all about all the crime. You know, and it, it, it is like that. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Lou Shaver's like <laughs> chilling in fucking uh, in Metropolis, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then like Smallville's right across the river from that. You know, it's yeah. like everything's just all crammed together. Yeah. Kind of yeah. it really bothers me. I, I uh, let's let, let's let's jump into. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the the fight between Batman and Superman. Yes, let's jump into that now. Uh, so uh, we we got this is what uh, all this uh, I don't know tension or lack of <laughs> has built up to is this huge fight between Batman and Superman, and I I think the I honestly love the fight between them. I just feel like uh, there was a lot of stuff at the beginning of the movie that, that kind of strips away that tension yeah yep. right 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It was a great fight. The fight itself was fucking fantastic. I loved it. It was straight out of Frank Miller's Dark Knight my, to me. My favorite part is where Bruce picks up the sink. Oh, <laughs> yeah, God. smashes him on the fucking head. Yeah. I, I kept thinking to myself, this fight has everything but the kitchen <laughs> oh, everything sure. but the kitchen sink, and then I was like, Oh wait, no, it does have the kitchen sink. <laughs> <laughs> he found it. I was talking to uh, Johnny from the uh, Pop Stomper podcast about this, and he said, do you think that Batman really needed to fucking hit him with a sink? Was it strong enough to, like, knock him out with his, like, massive, like, mechanical suit? And I was like, I don't know. I, I, I quite like that. <laughs> you know what? It was there. Yeah. It, was, it, yeah. it was fucking there, right? He was in the heat of the moment. <laughs> grabbing whatever was next to him. True, true. I like this fight a lot, too. I wish it, it felt a little too one-sided on Batman for me, though. I wish we would have got a few more licks in by Superman. Oh, no, 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 no. What what was great about this, though, and it even shines through in the Doomsday fight, is that like, we see, like, and I don't mean to jump ahead, but I am a little bit. We see Wonder Woman, the way she fights Doomsday, and how skillful and what a warrior she is that over, you know, maybe, you know, hundreds and thousands of years, and she's she's already said, like, I've killed monsters from other worlds before. Yeah. And what a great, skilled fighter she was. And we just see basically see what a brute Superman is, and he just relies on his strength. Right, mm-hmm. right. And in this, like, we see, like, uh, I think it is one-sided because, like, Superman is depowered, and he's never had to train the way that Bruce is. Bruce has. I don't think that they needed to show the fucking Rocky Batman. <laughs> The Rocky Batman. It was kind of cool. No, it was. It no, was kind of cool. That part was ridiculous. I, I that liked part it. Was stupid as fuck. I liked it. I enjoyed I mean, that. Him. Man, I enjoyed that. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. You loved every day. You tossed the movie. <laughs> yeah. You fucking wait, dude. You wait till what I'm gonna say about it later. <laughs> hey, dude. You know what this movie was missing, man? It was missing fucking Batman hitting the attire with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's what this movie was missing, dude. I don't think that he could have took fucking uh, Superman unless I see a scene of him beating the shit out of a fucking tire with a hand. <laughs> I didn't even understand what he was doing in that scene. Oh, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. I, I like that it, it kind of sparked something in him. You the know only what I mean? thing that was missing was the background music. You're the best. I'm not surprised Jay loved that scene. That scene was like written for Jay. <laughs> Jay's like, oh my god, look at Affleck's abs. Yeah. I was going to say, the only fucked up thing about that scene is I spend most of my day hitting stuff with a sledgehammer. I don't fucking look like Ben Affleck. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, it, it was minor. It was it was a minor little stupid thing, but I enjoyed it. Even though it was fucking stupid, I enjoyed that the the little training montage. It's nice to know that Jay enjoys stupid things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, guys, just letting you know, I enjoy stupid shit. I enjoy it. Yeah, I it just wanted cool. that fight to be drawn out a little bit longer and not so quickly it to be the kryptonite gas in Superman's face. Like, well, no, 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 no. Hold on. I think that there was a lot of cool shit in this. Okay. Basically, I do too. Superman, okay. Superman lands. Superman lands and, 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 uh, we see like this device come up, like these fucking like Bose speakers pop up out of the ground. <laughs> the best you can buy. Yeah. So these, these fucking, uh, subwoofers come up from. The- 
He got wave radio. Yeah, we've got fucking Skrillex showing up on the scene, and, and, and it starts blasting. You know, Superman. With the, <laughs> yeah, and so like all of a sudden, Superman lifts up this fucking like uh, what is it? The sewer it's like a manhole cover. Manhole cover, and he rips it in half. That was and, cool. And then fucking knocks it out. Okay. Fuck you. Okay. The guns then pop up next. Mm. These huge military weaponized these fucking these crazy guns and and. I kept thinking to myself, like, to myself at first, I was like, this is fucking stupid. But then I thought to myself, the second time I saw the movie, I was thinking to myself, I know what Bruce is doing. Batman is making Superman think that this is all he's got. Ah. This is all he's got. All right, come on. Come on in, Superman. Get a little bit closer. That's a good fucking point. (laughs) I like that. God damn it. That's right, man. And I would not have noticed that. That's awesome. I, I think it does kind of. I, I it think, makes sense, yeah. dude. But I, I, I think in the movie though, uh, and it still works. I think it kind of falls apart when you look at Batman's face when then Superman rushes him. He, oh, I, I don't yeah. think. Okay. I don't. I, I don't think he was expecting that. Really? Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. Because the look on his face before soup before when Superman laser blasts those when he heat visions those fucking guns. Yeah. Um. I don't think that he was expecting Superman to fucking bum rush him because that's what he did and he throws him onto the top of that building yeah. okay i don't think that he expected that to happen right away because i don't think that uh he knew that martha had been kidnapped at that point right, right. but I... I still think that he used those those two devices to kind of like trick superman as like I'm Bruce Wayne, and this is all I got. Some gadgets. Some gadgets. I like that, man. I think that Bruce Wayne knew that fucking Superman would easily take those out, but I don't think that he thought that he was going to attack him so quickly. Right. Yeah, more just distraction well, technique. Exactly. Oh, and just a way to kind of like trick Superman as to thinking like, oh, okay, I I'm gonna get I'm gonna be able to get close enough to him now to use this fucking shotgun with the Krypton gas. Right. Because he knows that Superman can take him out from a distance. Mm-hmm. So that therefore it does make sense that he would try and lure him in as close as possible. Yeah. So that that's a good fucking point, man. I thought that was some of the best detective kind of like tactics that I thought yeah. I saw in this movie. Didn't even think about that. That's awesome. Yeah. I think the first part of that fight isn't the first hit where Superman gets right up in his face and he just like touches his chest. He just almost like flicks him in the chest. Yeah. And he goes absolutely fucking flying about <laughs> 60, 70 feet back. He's like, shit. Right. Yeah, right. That's what I'm up against all of a sudden. That was a great part. It just went so quickly to the gas. I just, I don't know. I wanted to see that fight be like 50 fucking minutes long. It had to go to the gas though. I, I don't think that, I don't think that Batman's suit could have withstood much more of like Superman's battery. Yeah. I yeah. could, I could see your point there. Logistically, <laughs> like it, you couldn't see that, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Just more, more evasion from Batman, maybe more trickery. I don't know. Just something to- Evasion in that suit is a little yeah. bit more difficult than evasion in like the suit that he used with when he was fighting Doomsday. Yeah, because like, like a tank, Batman was like really evading Doomsday with the grapple hook. But yeah. man, this this suit is like it's big and it's like clunky. Yeah. Yeah. He was, was slower in his fighting style. Yeah the, yeah. the whole fighting style was totally different. Exactly. So he had to get close to him mm-hmm. to do anything to him. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um yeah. 
I, I, man, uh, so at that point now he does use the gas. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that I noticed when he used the gas on him and we got Superman coughing and shit like that, did you notice that the hair went down into the curl? Yes. <laughs> I didn't see I that. I didn't notice the hair go down into the no. curl. No. That was funny. I liked the look. I liked it too. <laughs> I did. I thought it was cool. I didn't see that at all. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he was coughing so much that the hair went down in a curl and it reminded me of Christopher Reeve. Yeah. And totally. it reminded me of Superman. That's cool. Um this is where this is where the fight gets really cool. I mean, uh you know, we 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 see Batman basically just kicking his ass yeah. at this point and it's it's amazing, man. I I love the uh, I love the whole speech of like, you know, um, you know, uh, you're not brave. You're yeah. Not, you know, uh, you, men are brave. Men are brave. Yeah. Man, that's that, a good line. It's such a great line. It, it was so fantastic. And, uh, that, that really, that really like made this fight awesome for me. Just, just those lines because it's true. Yeah. It's true. When you have all the power and, and you rescue people, when you go into a fire mm-hmm. and, and you know that you're not going to be killed, there's no bravery in that, no. but but for for a mortal man, a firefighter to br- to walk into a fire and save a child, or even Batman himself, exactly right. Yeah. That's bravery, and, and Batman has trained his entire life. You know what I mean? He's in tra- he's trained his entire life, and and we've seen him beat the shit out of tires, Jay. <laughs> He did chin-ups with a fucking barrel. He had chains and weights on him. I don't know. I love that fucking scene. I don't care what you say. I fucking love it. Stallone did it better. He did. He did. Stallone did it better. This was a nice homage to that, though, I felt. Oh, man. If I was Batman, I'd be like, fuck yeah, I got to get back in shape. So Uh, I felt like that's where he was How could he have lifted that sink without all that (laughs) workout? So... I don't know, man. This fight, I, I, I did like it when, uh, uh, you know, Superman, Superman starts to get his power back and, and Batman throws that kick and he grabs, he grabs, uh, Batman's like, throws him through the fucking wall. They're still fighting and shit. I did like the scene where, you know, Batman's hitting him. You can see his fucking chin moving and then all of a sudden a su- Superman's getting his power back and then it's like, Hurts. it's, well, it, his, his, his chin is immovable. Right, right, yeah. right. And yeah. he just stops moving. And I'm just like, and then you, you, you kind of can tell like Batman's like, oh shit, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's okay. worried. Okay, yeah. okay. I, I knew this shit fucking fucked up his his, uh, his his cells and shit, but I didn't know how soon he'd be able to get his powers back. Right, right. And so yeah. now it's like he's got to find a way to stop. Great again. detail. Yeah. Great little detail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. About the kryptonite for a second. Because yeah. As far as I understand. Um, Zack Snyder said when he did Man of Steel that there would be no kryptonite in his Superman universe. Misdirection, man. Mm, yeah. Do you think he was just bullshitting? It's like to, you know, like throw I, us off the scent for Batman I, versus Superman. I think that just like uh, with like certain actors, they won't let them reveal. Like, like trying to have an interview with uh, Adam Driver before The Force Awakens came out. It's pretty yeah. much like. They had like uh, a muzzle on this guy. Like, yeah. like okay. <laughs> any question they asked Adam Driver, he'd have to deflect, and they'd have to have another actor say something. It's like, oh shit. So I felt like Zack Snyder kind of had his like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I think what you're saying holds true, especially because Kryptonite is one of the few things we didn't see in the trailer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, except for in the international trailer, we did see it over here. Oh, oh did you? 
Oh, yeah, wow. you see Lex looking at the, the massive one that they get from the, the Rector, like, terraforming uh, machine. Oh, wow. Uh, there's actually that in the international trailer. He's looking at it in the case before Batman steals it. We got to see it. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, we didn't get that trailer over here. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, and as soon as I saw that, I was like, but there's not supposed to be any fucking kryptonite in there. <laughs> I, I never bought that for a second. No. I didn't buy it either. I didn't buy that for a second. I thought, like, the only way that Batman's going to be able to stop Superman is with kryptonite. And a lot of yeah. people were saying, and I, I even thought that maybe that, 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 that bat suit that he was wearing in that, that, you know, that, 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 that Dark Knight Returns fucking, like, badass fucking, you know, tank suit and shit. Mm-hmm. I thought that yeah. might have been fashioned from General Zod's. Yeah. Arc. From General Zod's armor. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the case. Mm. But, I, I mean, I don't know. I, kryptonite has to exist for Superman to, uh, you know, to, to be taken down. I didn't think that they really needed to explain the science of it either. I, I, but they did. They, 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 yeah. they, they actually showed, they, they didn't need to show like the fucking like cells like deteriorating and shit. Yeah, with the Lex Zod stuff and yeah. everything. Like, yeah. Well, for your casual fans, yeah. For yeah. a casual fan. No one knows what kryptonite, kryptonite does to Superman. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but for a casual fan, non-comic book fan, I think you know, like you said, time and time again already, that Zach for somebody that woke up from a fucking fifty-year coma. Well, yeah, for that one fucking idiot that just fucking woke up from a fifty-fucking-year coma. I know, and that—that's what me and you think. But for the casual viewer that's uneducated on you know, this shit, know, they need to be thrown every fucking bone. The casual the- idiot. Yeah, exactly, exactly. If you don't know that. Kryptonite is Superman's fucking weakness by well, now. Now you do. What you the fuck are you doing? The <laughs> yeah. Fuck, fuck that guy. But but overall, I think that I think that guy should be drug out into the street. <laughs> I think that they should fucking strap a fucking uh, rope onto that guy's fucking yeah. leg and swing him around like a fucking kite. He and may beat not the be shit out of him. Yeah, they, they may should, not be human. Yeah, they should beat him with a kryptonite spear. <laughs> Anybody that doesn't know that kryptonite is fucking Superman's weakness, yeah, is a fucking idiot. But that's what they did. They ex- he overexplained why kryptonite was a threat and, to and Superman, he, and he overexplains a lot of a lot more shit, which we'll get into yeah. here in a but, second. But but before we move on, that fucking fight, <laughs> I I did love that fight. I love yeah. the fight. It was anticlimactic in the end. I did not like the whole Martha Martha. Your mother is the same name as my mother shit. Yeah. I did not like that necessarily, but the fight itself was fucking badass. It was a good fight. Before we jump to the Martha, yeah. I've only seen this once. Where did Batman have the spear stashed he, the whole time? Remember remember at the at the beginning where after he fashioned the spear. Yes. He fashioned the spear, they show him slamming it into that ground there. He had basically yeah. set this whole thing up okay. to end up in that room. Gotcha. Whether or not That's they exactly ended up yeah, whether or not they ended up in that room, yeah, who knew? That's but lucky. that, yeah, exactly. It's like a game of mousetrap. He's hoping <laughs> it ends up there. But that that adds to your point that he was luring uh, Superman into something. Yeah. So it made sense to me that they ended up where they ended up. Yeah, he was like, I hope Superman fucking throws me through this wall. I, I know, I know. It sounds ludicrous. It does. It does sound ridiculous. But it almost feels like he set that up. No, too. he 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 yeah. set everything up. Yeah, that's, and that's cool. That spear did. was badass, in my opinion. It was a badass I spear. Love that weapon. Yeah. 
it got fucked up and uh, well we'll talk about that <laughs> we'll talk about that with Lois Lane it was very ter- it was very terrible foreshadowing though when he throws it away yes like, yes like, exactly yeah exactly like, oh well, that'll come in handy later <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the camera kind of lingers down on it for a second right. where it lands and you're like oh okay yeah okay so basically uh, you know he fucking he fires uh, Superman throws him and uh, Batman gets another moment to uh, fire off another kryptonite round mm. fires off a kryptonite round and this is where fucking Batman just goes full on fucking like crazy loved it beats the shit out of him fucking hits him in the head with the fucking sink <laughs> and then and then and then fucking like straps that fucking wire on his fucking leg drags him around and then, oh, then yeah. we get the whole superman kites fucking flying scene like yeah. honestly i think like that should be like the number one merchandise people are fucking wanting out of this movie is they want a fucking <laughs> superman, superman kite, kite. <laughs> where superman is just fucking knocked out and you just get to go I, like yeah i don't know it's a beautiful fucking saturday afternoon 70 degrees a little bit of a wind and you get to fucking like uh, you get to fucking wear a cowl and and you get to fucking drag Superman around on this fucking kite that's a beautiful yeah, that, it's just like a fucking bloodied and beaten up yeah, exactly. well he's no he hasn't bled yet he's cut a little bit no he's not he oh not even cut he's not cut he's not bled yet he's just knocked out we don't get to see the oh yeah well, this ends with a fucking, fucking Superman getting a fucking scrape on his cheek okay <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so anyway, so now now he's like dragging him and shit, and I love this part. I absolutely love this fucking line where he's saying, you know, what? I bet your parents told you were you were made for something special. Yeah, that you were that you were born for a purpose, that you were important. And he's like, yeah, my parents taught me uh, that you shouldn't die in a gutter or something. something (laughs) I was like, oh, my fucking God. This is a fucking crazy fucking Batman. Yeah. Holy fucking shit. I can't believe he just said that. (laughs) He didn't give two fucks. Yeah. And so he fucking, he fucking, then he's, then he starts swinging, then we get, then we get Kite Superman, and Kite Superman's getting fucking like tossed into fucking like pillars and shit. <laughs> and then he fucking puts his, he fuck, he fucking puts his fucking foot, his fucking boot on Superman's fucking neck. Yeah. And he's get, he's holding the spear off. He's gonna kill the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's gonna kill this motherfucker. Yeah. And, uh, and then he's like, Superman, uh, for the first, uh, I've never heard him call her anything but his mother, but now he's apparently he's like, oh, it's a good time to call her Martha. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that was lucky. Yeah. He's like, he's like, you're letting them kill Martha. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you saying that? <laughs> Why are you saying Martha? <laughs> you know, I, it, okay. This, this, this was, this is probably the dumbest thing. In the whole, one of the dumbest things in the movie, Agreed. in my opinion, because the whole movie, okay, at the beginning of the movie, uh, when Thomas Wayne dies, he looks over at, uh, he looks over at Maggie and he says, <laughs> he looks over at Maggie and he says, Martha. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I would have thought he would have looked at Bruce and said, Bruce. Yeah, yeah. But he looks over at Martha and says, Martha. And this is basically Zack Snyder's way of saying, you know what? I want my audience to know. Mm-hmm. That her name is Martha. Uh huh. Because you're stupid. We flash back to it again. Multiple just to times. double remind you. Well, while this seat's yeah. happening. Also, we go into a mausoleum. Yeah. Where, uh, his parents are, uh, buried and they zoom into the name 
on the uh, on on the uh, on the on the grave there, and it says Martha Wayne. So okay, we've got her name twice now. Mm. Okay, uh, and and now towards the end, um, you know, here he is saying Martha, and so Batman's basically saying, uh, you know, why'd you say that name and flipping out and shit. Yeah, <laughs> and so you know, that's when. It did hit me though. It did punch me in the gut though when when Lois came in and Lois screams his mother's name was Martha. That kind of hit me. That was the best scene for Lois in the movie. In, in my opinion, besides the bathtub scene, <laughs> yeah, why did, why did Superman just say that, say that he could have, and that was irritating. Well, land and say they're gonna kill my mom, Martha. Yeah. Don't fucking do all this other shit. I would never, like, refer to my mother as her first name. Right. But like what Jay's saying, the whole reason that Lex has him fighting in the first place is so convoluted and dumb to me. Like, Superman, I just feel like Superman just got played for such a fucking sap. And there was, like, never, like, any reason for that whatsoever. Yeah. Like, fuck Lex Luthor. It's true. It's true. He could have ended that in many, in very many ways before even confronting Bruce. But let alone... Landing and saying they're going to kill my mother. Would you shut the? Would you stop fucking trying to attack me for a second? I think I think that he was trying to to get there. He was. He yeah. was trying to get there, and then all of a sudden, fucking you know, fucking Skrillex and the Bose speakers pop up out of the ground, and he can't get it out of right. his mouth. Right. Yeah, and so a, take an anger management class, Superman. Like settle down, <laughs> figure this shit well, out. Well, that that's true. That's true. It's like almost he uh, he tries to say it, and then he gets like caught up in the fight because of what Batman's doing mm-hmm. to him. So he stops trying to explain to him what's going on. He's like, I'm going to take you out at this point. It's hard to tell somebody that, you know, that, you know, your mother's been kidnapped and that her name is Martha when, <laughs> when, when, when you're choking on kryptonite gas. <laughs> yeah. He was choking on hold Batman's on. boot and he did it. Hold on, hold on. I have actually, I've actually, like, inhaled, like, I've actually inhaled, like, um... Uh, the like not not mustard gas, but the fucking like the no, ga- tear gas. Tear gas. I've inhaled yeah. that shit. You're you're not thinking about anything else that's going on in your life. It's not like you're <laughs> like if somebody hits you with tear gas, you're not thinking about like oh my gosh, you know what I I I, I really need to go home and mow the lawn and and I've got some dishes that are sitting in the sink. You're, you're thinking of like oh my god, this fucking sucks. Get me the fuck out of here. Right. And you're yeah, trying you to get told me that story when when I came to see you guys as well. I remember you telling me this fucking story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your skin burns. Your throat burns. Your mm-hmm. eyes burn. Every pore, like, it seeps into every pore in your body. And, like, that's all I could kept thinking about. Like, this is how it feel, it's feeling for Superman. Is yeah. like, it's yeah. like. Prefer to even get to that. To me, I, it's just one of the dumbest the speakers, plot points of the, the movie. Speakers pop out. <laughs> the, speakers, okay. the speakers pop out of the ground. He's getting shot. He lands. He's trying to say, hey, Bruce, listen. And then all of a sudden, speakers. Yeah. But yeah. he, you know, to, to your defense, he really did not give Superman a chance to speak. Yeah. Every time he tried to speak he hit him with something else right like i don't want to fucking hear it you're done yeah you know so i i understand that but it was a little frustrating as soon as he landed he should have said my mom's gonna be killed all right stop <laughs> or not even go there just go save your mom or just go save your mom well i i think that i i honestly i think that superman underestimated him so mm-hmm. it wasn't like he was like gonna come there and be like well you know what i I really, 
I don't have enough time to tell this guy, you know, about my mother being kidnapped. I, I, I want to, I want to approach it this way. I want to be diplomatic Mm -hmm. and I'm going to, and he even uses his name. He's like, no, Bruce, listen. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the speakers hit. I think it's not until like he's got the fucking boot to the throat where he knows that he could fucking die. Yeah. That not, he doesn't, he's not even worried about his life at that point. He's worried about his mother. Uh huh. Okay. So it's like, okay, I'm going to take a fucking spear to the head. Like Bruce already knows that it's, it can cut him. Yeah. It, it, he saw it cut his cheek. And so like now Bruce knows like this fucking shit, it's for real. It can penetrate the skin. Mm-hmm. I can fucking like jam it through the motherfucker's head. Yeah. So Clark at this point was just like, like basically like, dude, listen, you know, this is the guy for the first time who's, I think this is probably like the, maybe the second time in his life after Zod, he's felt like he could be fucking have his ass kicked. Yeah. And he's just thinking of himself. Now he's only thinking of his mother and he's like, Bruce, they're going to kill Martha. Mm-hmm. If you let, yeah. if you do this, they'll kill Martha. Right. And he's, that's where we get the answer to who wins a fight out of Batman and Superman as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking Batman. Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Which I'm pleased with. Well, see, the thing is, it's like, I honestly, like, when I... I don't think you get that definitive answer. I do. Yeah, yeah, dude. Just like Brian said, Superman wasn't coming down there to rip Batman's head off and bring it to Lex Luthor. He was coming down there to talk it out with Batman. I don't think he was ever going 100% trying to kill Batman. That's true. I know. I just think that the Superman in 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 this universe, well, not in this universe, but in the comic universe as well, he thinks he's untouchable. He's kind of like the, you know, I mean, Jake, you, your favorite like Marvel supervillain is Doctor Doom, right? Yes. Yeah, and his greatest weakness is his ego because he doesn't think anyone can touch him because he's so fucking smart. And uh, that's what I think with Superman in this as well. He just thinks, well, nothing can hurt me. These sonic speakers aren't going to do shit. Those fucking mm-hmm. 50, mil, um, 50 cal Gatling guns aren't going to do shit. And then, and then, you know, Batman caught him by surprise and he fell exactly into his trap and where he wanted him to go. We can talk about coulda, woulda, shouldas and like what ifs and whatever – but what what happened what happened and there was a part there was a time where batman could have killed superman i agree but i i think if you run this fight a hundred times batman doesn't win every time are we talking like deathmatch yeah <laughs> awesome see the thing is though when i at the beginning of the movie when i saw when the when the title screen like well when they showed the the, the screen and it said 18 months later yeah i kept the only thing that popped into my head was 18 months of batman prep time Batman needs prep straight. Batman always needs prep time when it comes to when it comes to like big forces like bat like Superman. Mm -hmm. Batman, you know, like Batman, I think he can take on like any thug. I think he could take on KG Beast on any day. But on the flip side, like if he Batman's going up against like a force like Superman, he's going to need that prep time. And yeah, I, I, I kept thinking oh, like yeah. this is Batman's prep time. You know, the Kryptonite finding out. You know, figuring out who the White Portuguese is. Yeah, he was also doing his shit though during that time. Like that was also to just advance Superman's story too. Like in the meantime, Batman's still fighting normal criminals and branding him with this bat thing. Like all that first started happening in well, this time it, period. But too. it was but it was all to the same goal. He he's trying to talk. He's trying to beat the shit out of these lower level criminals to figure out who the white Portuguese is. Mm-hmm. The white Portuguese yeah. was importing that that he knew something big was happening with this white Portuguese. He just didn't know who or what the white Portuguese was. 
was. He was lying to Alfred saying that it was a dirty bomb that somebody was going to bring into Gotham, basically blaming it on the Russians when all – when he knew damn well it was fucking uh, – that, that, it, that it was linked to LexCorp. Mm-hmm. And, and then he finds out that it's a ship, and then he finds out that it's a fucking weapon that uh, the, that, that they can use against Superman and Kryptonians. Yeah, I mean, prep time or not, though, let's say hypothetically Superman decides he wants to have the fight to the death with Batman in the scene when he stops the Batmobile. Batman's fucked. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's dead. Yeah. He's yeah. Dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, th- like when before we saw the movie, when I saw that scene, I was thinking like, oh, this is the perfect time for Wonder Woman to save Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's the only way for Batman to get out of this. But like with prep time and with planning, I I think there's really nobody turf advantage. Yeah, there, there's with prep time. That's Batman though. Yeah, Batman needs that prep time. I mean, with with prep time and planning, Batman has been able to defeat anybody. Oh, yeah. I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, even Darkseid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's a lot of handicapping to say we've got the definitive answer that Batman can defeat Superman, in my opinion. Well, I mean, we can talk about what is fucking with you. We, I know we can talk about what ifs all day, but the fact of the matter is, at the end of this movie, we see Batman holding a spear over his fucking head. Yeah, yeah. Batman pushes a- out when he hears the name Martha. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what pissed me off was that fucking scene with Lex Luthor when Lex says Martha, Martha, Martha. Oh yeah, the Brady Bunch. I was like, you. Gotta be fucking kidding me. You did not say that. (laughs) What sloppy writing they had back in the 60s when it came to uh, Batman and Superman. Let's name both the mothers Martha. Yeah. Like, come come the fuck on. Well, we can talk about Marvel, too. Everybody's got, like, you know, Peter Parker, Victor Von Doom, Mm. and, like... Yeah, but at least everyone's uncle is an Uncle Ben. (laughs) Dumb, dumb Dugan. (laughs) I'm just talking about, like, the same... At least all their fucking aunts aren't Aunt May. I just thought it was silly, like with Marvel, like every character's first name and last name is the same letter. Yeah, a lot of them are the well, same. Stanley loved the alliteration. Yeah, yeah. but and in the Kevin Smith interview, he said he had real difficulty right remembering all the characters' names, so that's why he did that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. No, I agree with the whole the whole Martha thing and the whole mothers having the same name. I I just thought that was silly. Like that was the way that they were gonna like. That's the that's the reason that they become like friends and work together. Right. Right. Like, better ways to do that. A lot better ways yeah. to do it. And then I thought it was super silly when um, Batman saves Martha and he delivers the line. It was I, I guess it was supposed to be a funny line. But he's like, I'm Clark's friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, no, you're fucking not. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, he says something like, uh, uh, I I'm know. I'm friends with Clark. I know your son. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she's like, I kind of guessed that because of the cape. Right. Yeah. I thought that was one of the cheekiest moments of the movie that didn't really play for me. Nah, it didn't hurt anything for me. At that point. This is hilarious because, like, most of the time, even though Jake tasted this film, he's basically telling us everything that he hates about it. (laughs) I tossed this film, and I'm just telling you everything that I liked about this film. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what did you you guys think about, um, what did you guys think about, uh, the you know you know Batman gets the files and 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 he finally gets to decrypt them and sit down with them at the in the Batcave and and open up these files, um the and we we get uh, the different uh, scenes uh, setting up the different characters we get the the Wonder Woman photograph mm-hmm. um, which shows Steve Trevor as Chris Pine yeah uh, we also get like the 
the Aquaman scene. Oh, this is after he sends it to Wonder Woman. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll be on the Aquaman scene is the dumbest thing. It's ever. weak. I thought all that shit was dumb. <laughs> I thought it was weak. I thought it was a really weak way to introduce all those characters. Well, With there was no shock and no what, awe. We're what, watching it on this video what, surveillance. Footage. Watching Jason Momoa hold his breath underwater was the, like the most uncomfortable thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> it was awkward. Hold on, we didn't even see any gills on his neck. No, uh-uh. and he—he's just like you just see, you just see <laughs> glowing eyes and him under. He's moving slow as shit. Oh, he's very he's, slow. He's yeah. moving slow. <laughs> that scene is so slow. It's so fucking slow. <laughs> he's like, just, let me swing this trident before I fucking yeah. drown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. I—I'll I, be honest with you though. I did like the Ezra Miller scene. I love the Flash. Yeah, I love the Flash. I did. That like, was the best of the three. It, yeah. it just felt like you know, like I, I feel like this guy's like in his twenties and shit, and like me in my twenties, like that's exactly what I would be doing. Like yeah. it'd be like two o'clock in the morning, and I'd be like, oh shit, dude, I fucking need milk <laughs> yeah. or a soda. So, so I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna fucking walk to the fucking convenience store and fucking grab some milk or some shit for tomorrow's breakfast yeah. and stuff. And so I felt like that, like oh, he just happened to be there this motherfuckers like holding shit up and like boom you see the flash of lightning yeah i loved ezra miller's flash i did too and like you can say look i love grant gustin grant gustin should be in these movies you know i love grant gustin too but let's keep this shit separate i did like ezra miller's flash in this yeah we didn't see him in the suit we saw him in the future suit and shit the robotic one but whatever (laughs) but i liked that scene yeah that was one of the best moments of the film period was was Ezra Miller's Flash. Yeah. Whether it was him, you know, talking to Bruce or that scene where he doesn't even fucking move from that that from that display case. He doesn't even move, mm-hmm. but he moves so fast that you don't even see it. So, yeah. to me, like, yeah, the, Aqu- the Aquaman scene was fucking weak. Cyborg scene was interesting because of some other stuff that was in play in that scene. Right. But they could have set up the entire rest of this universe based on Flash alone. Right. And I would have been fine with that. Dan, what did you think about uh, Aquaman Flash? Oh, I, uh... Okay. Um, (laughs) It's... For my... In my opinion, it's in the wrong part of the film. Because, (laughs) um, basically... uh, You know, like, we get all the, like, Marvel cutscenes at the end and stuff like that. You think Nick Fury should have showed up at the end? Yeah, exactly. That yeah. was what I was thinking. Like, you know, uh, what I actually thought should happen was... That, uh, no, that's, that Bruce, that, that's very good thinking. Well, that Bruce should give um, uh, Wonder Woman, like, you know, like a USB drive or something at the end after, you know, the, the big, like, Superman's death, basically. Right. Um, and he should say, like, you know, he does the line, like, boys share too. And she goes off, <laughs> and he's saying his final words over, like, Clark's grave. And, and like, intercut with that, it should be, like, reveals of... Uh, of the Justice League stuff, but I don't think we needed to see as much of those characters as we got to see. I would have preferred that we didn't see the kind of creation of Cyborg with the cube and the, you know, the metal and everything. Oh, that was so heavy handed. Um, yeah. And, and also like maybe just seeing like, I would have uh, Aquaman. I fucking love Aquaman. I'm a big Aquaman fan. Um, I would have liked to send the, 
the, I actually quite like the kind of like cool reflective eyes. I thought that was kind of freaky. Um, but see that and then maybe see him fucking speed away at supersonic speed underwater instead of having this lingering yes. shot of like yes. you said of Jason Momoa holding his breath half the time his fucking long hair <laughs> covering his damn face hey i you looking incredibly awkward i use i use vidal sassoon look at my hair <laughs> yeah Ooh, that no, would be a good no, product placement i agree i agree with you dan they should have made it creepy you know like like there are so many things in the ocean that we don't even know about that are scary yeah, yeah, exactly, man. And, 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 and they should have made it like, oh my god, I love the reflective eyes myself. I thought that was very cool. And then you get to see kind of like what you think is a face. Yeah. And then and like. And then he's gone. And then a trident. And, yeah. and, and then the sh- then exactly, he's gone. Like, make it like, like in the movie Signs, where you see like the fucking alien in the cornfield, like walking oh. through, and you get those chills on yeah. your fucking, like, That's arms. That's such a good shout, man. Yes. That's such a good fucking shout. Good job. Um, but, but the yeah, fact that we're like, uh, the, the fact uh, that like he's like in your face with the trident, and he's got like this perfect fucking hair, like. Yeah, <laughs> it's like he's not even, he's not even supposed to know he's being filmed in that shot. Right. And right. it's like he's posing for the goddamn camera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 and it's it's like it takes him like like uh, literally like ten seconds to like before he like destroys the fuck out of that camera. Yeah, and they have to yeah. make a point to show the first camera view, mm-hmm. and then they go to yeah. him. So yeah. that by the time he destroys that first camera, you go back to that first camera view where you can see that. You know, yeah, the far away bullet shot. Speed, yeah, yeah, bullet speed, super exactly. underwater thing. Exactly. It should have been. It should have been. I think it should have been more scary. To show him, because yeah, I agree, man. the ocean is a very scary place. Yeah, fuck and yeah. the ocean, the water surrounds you, and the ocean can feel very claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. And to see something like that down there could be very scary. I think like they they didn't even, we didn't even have to see a recognizable Jason Momoa. No, we could, we could no, have, yeah. the eyes would have been fine. Exactly for me. Exactly. Yeah, and as far as the flash goes. Um, who is he supposed to be? Barry Allen, Wally West. He's, he's, he's Barry Allen. He's okay. Barry. Um, the, the only thing that like really bothered me about that is that he looked like a hipster. Was, uh, no, I don't mind hipsters. You know, I fucking <laughs> look like one myself. But, uh, <laughs> uh, it was it was the whole uh, the weird like I mean, like you guys know I've got long hair, but I didn't like the long hair on the Flash, and I also didn't like the weird fucking pedo mustache thing. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was very I was looking, odd. And I was like, "That's not my fucking Barry Allen." And I didn't think so, like the way he looked at the damn camera and like raised his eyebrow like the fucking rock. He drives away in a like, van with the ice cream truck <laughs> with fucking like tinted windows, <laughs> the shagging well, wagon. Yeah, that, it, the the guy doesn't look like my my Barry Allen. I'm just you know, it, but I mean, I like I love the scene. I thought the scene was really cool. Like like Jay was saying, he was. Bang! He was fucking. He was. He was gone. He was back. The guy's like on the floor, and he's still got the milk in his hand. I yeah. thought that was really cool, but mm-hmm. it could have been handled a lot more, kind of delicately, and and having a a bit more like nuance to it. And not again. A lot of the things to do with this movie is putting too much in it, and they're just like blowing their load like immediately. All mm-hmm. these characters and all this, all these reveals. Like, uh, again, not like trying to sound like a Marvel fanboy or anything. I know I am, but we've had like h- however many movies it was previously before we even had the Avengers. And now DC is trying to get in on this, this like, this gravy train, this money train. 
of uh, with, just with two films under their belt. And I think to, that's the a studio a little bit too. It's the studio, but yeah, of course it is, man. I totally agree. But, but I've, I've, I've seen Marvel fallen. I've seen Marvel fallen in this trap too. Look at Iron Man two, and look at Avengers: Age of Ultron. How much setup they did for Ragnarok, and how much uh, setup on Iron Man two did for other movies. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, with the stupid great, Thor yeah. fucking fountain scene. Yes. That's it, man. I mean, it's gone on the days where, you know, we would, like, get a hint of what the next film would be by just a fucking prop from it. Like, I think it was the end of Iron Man 2 where we just see Molnir in the crater. And mm. I was high-fiving strangers in the cinema that yeah. hadn't gone out. And I was like, oh, my God, we're getting fucking Thor. This is crazy. And, um, you know, it's just like that. I mean, that was like fucking what, like eight years ago or something like that now but that moment still sticks with me as a cinema goer and it, you know it, everything is just getting shoved in our faces now mm-hmm. it's, it's not good it doesn't build that excitement you know like you said the big reveal of Aquaman and everything we have that lingering shot of him and it, it just it doesn't make any damn sense it's, it there's no there's no subtle. tension there's no like expectation built up from it you gotta give him props though for getting the actor in the cyborg scene that plays Miles Dyson the creator of the fucking Terminator yes. yeah 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 that was sweet you gotta <laughs> give him props for that though yeah. right yeah yeah. Well thought out, yeah. <laughs> Before we move on from this dis- discussion, I need to hear Dan say Aquaman a few more times. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. He's not going to say it now. Oh. <laughs> Are you with us, Dan? Oh, did we lose Dan? I think we lost him. We lost Dan. How did that happen? I think oh. he drowned. <laughs> oh man, he was hold he was doing the whole podcast underwater. He's like, fuck this. <laughs> he just disconnected. Well, I've never that's the best time ever. I think it's time for a smoke. How did we lose that, Dan? Right? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. We'll take a break and I'll I'll call Dan back. Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman. It's Aquaman, motherfucker. Whoa, don't call Dan a motherfucker. Don't you dare call Dan a motherfucker. Oh no, I didn't mean Dan. That was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Love Dan. <laughs> thing that fucking annoyed me this week what's that it was like so many people like wanting to know like what we thought of the movie yeah it shouldn't annoy me it's like it honestly it should be flattering uh-huh like oh my god people actually care what we thought about this movie yeah mm-hmm. but on the flip side when you got like fucking pete neen fucking blowing up your, <laughs> your, your <laughs> you got pete neen blowing up your fucking twitter inbox yeah like saying, "Hey, what did you think?" No, hey, and and then I'm like, "Dude, I gotta save for the, po- for the podcast." And Pete's like, "Hey, man, it's me, right? It's Peter. <laughs> hey, man, it's me. It's Pete. <laughs> Pete Neen. You so, can- I, I'm still at the flattery stage at the moment because people are asking me as well because I didn't. <laughs> I, I said I saw it, but I, I couldn't." 
about my opinion. I didn't say why, obviously, because I was on the show and everything. But yeah. lots of people have been asking me, so I was flattered. So I'm, I'm sort of concerned about how many people it's going to take me to get me to being pissed off. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, you know, you know what's crazy is like when we first started doing the podcast and shit, how hard it was to like bottle up. Like what we thought about movies. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It was so hard. It was. It was hard to bottle up all these. (laughs) I wanted to just explode and tell everybody what I thought about a movie. Yeah. It was hard to bottle it up, dude. Three years into this fucking thing, because I think like early April. That's our three year anniversary. Yeah. Three years into this, doing this podcast, it's old hat now. I have no problems. Oh yeah, I'm like a steeled, grizzled, fucking old general when it comes to not telling you guys. (laughs) Exactly, general. I feel like pro poker players at this point. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like fucking Phil Hellmuth and shit. Yeah, it's like, you know, and I'll get like, uh, like, like, Dan, even you were like, oh, I can't wait to talk about this. And I'm just like. Yeah, I was going to say, dude, I messaged you personally going, oh my God, you literally just quoted me. I think I'm going to explode. I don't know what to do. (laughs) Yeah, dude, it's like, uh, you know, I feel like a fucking, like, uh, I feel like a sage of the ages, like like an oracle of wisdom. And I'm just like, you know what? Just patience, young grasshopper. Like Frank's Yoda. the worst You're at like it. Yoda. You can like see Frank looks like he has to pee the entire time, just yeah. waiting to fucking tell us right. what he thinks. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he does. You know? I know. Yeah. That's why I'm laughing so much. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> His like knees are bouncing up and down. Yeah. Like, Whoa, dude. All right, guys. So, um, uh, oh, we're podcasting. We're podcasting. Yeah, so we're recording. <laughs> so, 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 uh, Batman and Superman. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's we gotta save Martha. So now, now Batman's like, you know what? You know what? I, I'll, 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 I'll save your mom. Yeah, I'll save your mom. And don't you know, worry about it. I'll don't save worry. Your mom. Don't don't worry about it. I got your mom. He gets in the Batwing. They never call it the Batwing, but he gets in the Batwing. He's on his way to go save Martha Kent. And you know what? I did love this interaction between him and uh, Alfred when, mm-hmm. when Alfred says, "You know what? There's uh, there's like 20, 20 baddies on the on the third floor. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll drop you off on the second. Yeah, motherfucker. Would have been nice yeah. to see it the first time in the movie, though. <laughs> yeah. And then he just like jumps off of the front of the Batwing, and then we see uh, the window crash, and you see. The fucking cape extended. Oh, and he, god damn. And he actually looks like the fucking Batman symbol mm-hmm. as he's crashing through. And uh, mm. the, the fucking floor comes out from the villains. They think he's still on the second level. He fucking zip lines b- fucking uh, up to the fucking uh, fourth level now. Yeah. Third to the third level. They're third on floor. the third level. He's yeah. on the fourth. Oh, he goes to the fourth. He's on the second level. Mm-hmm. Originally, fucking right. blows the floor. Some of the guys come falling down, and he used the fucking uh, grapple hook to fucking go up to the fourth floor God above damn. them, or on the he's or he's on the ceiling of the third floor. He's like, like the right in the rafters. Yes, he's right in the rafters, and, and he throws down those fucking little devices, those little fucking like the magnets, the magnets on each one of their fucking guns. Those m- guns malfa- malfunction and shit. They're fucking firing down at the second floor because they're fucking ignorant and they think. 
think that he's still down there because they're stupid fucking idiots. <laughs> and he, and the whole time, you know what he's doing? He's using his grapple hook and he's fucking like, these guys are fucking getting flung around all over the place. Oh, God and, damn. And, and then one time he fucking grapples, he fucking uses the, the fucking grapple hook, uh, hits this guy in the fucking shoulder, pulls him closer to him. And when he pulls this guy, when he, when he, he, he basically is scorpion. He says, get over here. Yeah. And as soon as that motherfucker gets over there, you know what he does? He fucking punches him in the fucking face. Yeah. And then you know what that motherfucker does? He fucking goes flying in the opposite direction and then go, and he falls down into that fucking hole. Yeah. yeah. You know, Batman has just got, he's just fucking kicking everybody's ass. And you want to know why Batman's kissing, kick, not kissing. He's kissing all You know why ass. he's kicking everybody's ass? Well, you don't want to know why a fucking 45 year old Batman is kiss, kicking everybody's ass. In this is a moment. chick named Martha in trouble. You know, no, no, not only that, <laughs> but because you know what? He just got done kicking Superman's fucking ass. Oh, yeah. You want to fuck, you want to, you, you want to fucking pick a fight with fucking a Batman that just beat the fuck out of a fucking demigod? You are fucking out of your fucking mind. Oh, god damn. Because you know what? <laughs> Nothing's gonna stop this Batman right now because yeah. this Batman just kicked the, just kicked Superman's fucking ass. I pity the fool. Yes, I quote Mr. T. <laughs> I am quoting the fucking A team. I am quoting B.A. Baracus. You are fucking out of your mind if you're gonna pick a fight with a Batman that just fucking kicked Superman's Ooh! ass. Oh, Brian, goddamn. I'm telling you, man, this scene, this, this, no, this scene is fucking bad ass yes. personified. It is. Yes. It, it is, is awesome. I would say it's the best scene in the film. It, yeah, you're right, Dan. You're right. I really would. And also, the really cool thing that I, that it, you know, it took me a little bit of time to see this, but there's like bullets when there's like glancing bullet shots they fucking bounce off of his armor <laughs> yes. and also the blade do the blades do as well except for that one direct hit but he's like his armor's like ah oh, fuck that was really cool and he took a point blank shot to the head yes oh my god damn remember that bit fuck. yeah buddy so cool that was so cool. I loved the point blank shot to the head part. That, yeah. that was really fucking awesome. I loved when the guy actually got a hit in and his reaction to the guy actually stabbing him. Mm-hmm. And he was yeah. like, fuck this. Oh, <laughs> my God. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can watch this Batman choke slam somebody into the fucking ground a hundred times. Yeah. I loved it when he fucking did the Undertaker shit. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of wrestling moves. He did like the running bulldog on a motherfucker yeah. on top of a crate. Oh my god! I could watch this fucking Batman choke slam all day. Fuck yeah! Um, I loved it when he took the fucking the the barrel, the fucking the the, the wooden box, and mm-hmm. fucking like flung it at that one motherfucker. Oh, god. Um, you know, and 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 the one guy trying he th- the one guy getting ready to throw the grenade, and he throws another fucking one of his guys right at him and <laughs> yeah. knocks the grenade out of his hand and. And in the background, you watch this grenade blow up. You know two guys are dead, and he's he's but he's already on to the next guy and kicking. Yeah, he's on to him. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's god damn it. Yeah, it's 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 over. <laughs> Whatever happened with those two motherfuckers? They, they're fucking dicking around with this fucking like grenade on the ground. It doesn't matter to Batman because he's already kicking these other fuckers' asses. Oh my god, he's already moved on. 
Oh my god! And and and, and this is an this is amazing fight choreography. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I this is what I want to see out of a Batman movie. Yes. And, and this is what I want to see if Ben Affleck is going to direct these these future Batman films. This is what we need to see from this. I. Man, I I was speechless during this fight. Oh, it, man. It, it, it was absolutely phenomenal. Um, I mean, it was great, man. Uh, Batman looked great. The fighting looked great. Uh, it felt like a different movie, and I loved it. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, from the moment that we see Batman, mm-hmm. from the moment we see him in that uh, that room with the guy that he branded. And he's like clinging to the fucking wall. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit. I've never seen Batman like that in a fucking movie before. Sure. Yeah. I was blown away. Yeah. I was like, yes, I'm sold. Now hold on. I'm not going to credit Ben Affleck. No, and, and you're right. You're right. You're man. You're right. Like, and and I want to like give him the credit, mm-hmm. but he did not do that. Mm-hmm. He did not do that necessarily. Right. That was not Ben Affleck doing that. Yeah. Yeah. But goddamn, that was a great way it to great. represent. What Absolutely. this Batman is. Yeah. Holy shit. I agree. Holy shit. Every scene I was like fucking clenching my, I was clenching the two arms in my mm-hmm. chair. The guy next to you was like, let go of me. Exactly. He was like, <laughs> I want that fucking chair. The yeah. same, the guy next to me was trying to clench that chair. The guy was like, dude, can I have my cock back? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I thought this was a chair. It was not. Well, how did you unzip my pants so quickly? <laughs> I've got a funny feeling that Jay really liked this scene. Yeah, <laughs> I love this. Dude, uh, Dan, Jay what, tossed it. Dan, Dan, what tipped you off? <laughs> yeah, this, this was this was a big selling selling point for me. Was that scene? Yeah, that was a huge selling f- yeah. point for me. And like I said, I'm fucking biased as shit. Yeah. So you know, take my word for a grain of salt. No, it 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 it, it did. It was a great scene, and it did feel like this Batman and this Alfred have been working together for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And this was like just like uh you know just like riding a bicycle. Tactical. Like, old, old tactical. Hat. Old hat. It was old hat. hat. Yeah, yeah. Old hat. Tactical. Fucking genius. Right. He's like 24 men. That's no fucking problem. Mm-hmm. This God movie damn. really needed this scene and the Batman Superman fight too. Like it just after everything we'd had to see before, it right. really needed these two scenes to really like be great and pay. I off. agree with you. Ah, but then, but then, but after then. this amazing scene, yeah. the Uruk guy is born. Then yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Whoa! The Final only, Fantasy. The only thing that was missing from the Urukai scene was the white hand of Saruman oh. upon, its, <laughs> upon its forehead. It was the Urukai being born. It wasn't was. It? It, was it was crazy. It looked, I. Dude, I thought the same thing. Uh, I saw this movie the third time with uh, my sister's boyfriend. His name's Mike. And I, I, I looked at Mike and I said, I, I told him, I was like, oh, my God, my Yurikai. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, the, and, 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 and the thing is, but but we also get the fucking, the one of the lamest Lex Luthor jokes in the whole movie when he goes to call KG Beast mm-hmm. and Batman picks up, but in, but he says, "All right, uh, calling Gotham extra crispy or some something like that." How, how do you how do you like your mother's uh, uh, extra crispy or well done or some some right. stupid fucking joke about her being like you know uh, incinerated incinerated? Yeah, that was lame. Um, but yeah, yeah. Now now we're on. We're, we're moving on to the. Um, 
the battle with Doomsday, and he even says, "This is your Doomsday." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in case you didn't know, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, we're not gonna like over, like we're not gonna skip over the the fucking Doomsday uh, Easy Bake Oven, are we? Mm-mm. You know, it was like that's not how Doomsday is created. No, well, that's what we're talking weird. about. Yeah. You're right. This is not. This is not Doomsday. I mean, this is not the doomsday from the comics. Like, from the moment that we know of his origin when Luther drops his blood in the Genesis pool, we know this doomsday is done. I mean, I, Luther created Bizarro, but he didn't create Doomsday. Right. Doomsday was like a creature from Krypton's past. Mm-hmm. It, true. Yeah. Very true. Very true. And, and it's it, like, I don't think that the movie did a good job of explaining, like, why Lex Luthor cuts himself. And no, puts, it did not. Well, it doesn't do a great job. It does explain it, though. In a way. Yeah. No, it does explain it. It says that genetic material should not be... Genetic ter- material should not be like uh, uh, um, mixed together. That it's an abomination. Okay. okay. It's all, it, but it also says that like bringing back like dead, you know, uh, yeah. It says like uh, combining like DNA from uh-huh. like two different and like and dead and a dead. Oh, excuse me. And a dead being like combining these things is like an abomination. Right, and they'll never do it again. They'll never do it again. Yeah. But but it doesn't do a great job of, of really explaining that. Well, I, I mean, yeah. you know, I, I don't think that we're going to see Doomsday again by mm-hmm. any means. No. But it also sets up the fact that this is a precedent. That's been done before. It's been done before. They right. said that, that, that it's been done it's been done before. Yeah. So there could be a realistic comic adaptation of Doomsday out there. It could still be there. In a different movie universe. In a different movie universe. They're not going to do it in this. But they kind of hinted that that this Doomsday, because of his origin, mm-hmm. the nail is already in the coffin. As soon as you learn of that origin. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It kind of sucks yeah. that one of the greatest stories in Superman's history is such a rush job finale. To exactly. Minutes. 20 minutes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah man. I you, mean, that's one of the things that like really kind of like pissed me off about this film as well is that, you know, the death of Superman is one of like the all-time best-selling comics ever yeah and it, it always goes back to the same thing that that we all we all say about venom as well is like it's one yeah. of the greatest enemies that spider-man's ever faced and doomsday is one of the greatest enemies that superman's ever faced and he needs his own film he's not a fucking yeah. punchline at the end of a dawn of the justice movie it, it they just like it, mm-hmm. it's a fucking travesty they did this to this um incredibly like like for, physical for superman to ma- to fight Doomsday before the Justice League's even been formed. Yeah, yeah. I know it doesn't make any damn sense. It's, it, oh, oh, like know, you don't man. get the, just... the power of the funeral because of all that. No, yeah, yeah no. exactly. Anticlimactic. It's just thrown in right at the last fucking minute, the last like twenty, thirty minutes of the film. It's it, it's it. That was the thing. Another thing is like it just cheapened the whole end for the movie for what, me. Would it would have would it have been better if there was like a maybe a post credit scene or like right. Before the movie ended, where like uh, Lex Luthor created uh, or or alluded to creating Bizarro, something like that. Would yes, that, would that have been better for you guys? Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, want this definitely. to be wasted like it was. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, I always figured that Doomsday would be in, like, Man of Steel 2, so, like, the, the film after this, and then we would get the death of Superman, and then that's when the Justice League movie comes out, is when Superman is dead because of Doomsday, and he's, like, he's heralded as this martyr for the world and all the rest of it, and he defeated the greatest villain that he's ever fucking faced, and then the Justice League has to come about because... There's no one left, you know, it's got to be Batman, Wonder Woman, I mean, I don't know if we're going to get Martian Manhunter or anything, but I would love to see him, but, like, Martian Manhunter, Aquaman, and, sorry, Aquaman. Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman, <laughs> Aquaman, and, uh, and The Flash, you know, and Green Lantern, I would, I would love for that to, like, that be the end of Man of Steel 2, and then we, then we get the Justice League movie, but mm-hmm. it's a fucking, like, cheap end, this whole film. Yeah. I would have been even more fine if they this whole thing was replaced with Bizarro. If Bizarro, I would have rather Bizarro yeah, would be, be wasted here. Okay, not that I love that. I know, I but know. I'd rather that than Doomsday be wasted. I know here. you're taking the lesser of two evils. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I understand that, Jake. That's a good point. Ugh, if we have to have a big, you know, final battle between the fucking trio and something, yeah. I'd rather have See, it be anything but Doomsday. I I I, I, I under I agree. I. I I think that Zack Snyder didn't want to do something where he was like, okay, well, the final battle that if the studio wants, you know, to have the dawn of justice happen at the end of this movie, um, I'm going to have them fight Doomsday. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to have them fighting uh, the Chitauri. Mm -hmm. Or Lex Luthor in armor. Well, same same kind of thing. Lex Luthor in armor. Right, right. And what I mean by Chitari is they would replace the Chitari with the parademons that yeah. we saw in the Batman vision. Yes. Something like that, where like a portal opens and then they have this big battle with, with that. So it's like, okay, let's, let's give them Doomsday. I do think that they spent, they, they blew their load way too early with Doomsday. That's, yeah. Let, let's just like do the same fucking shit you do, birth your fucking Zod Urukai. Yeah. And let's just have it not be fucking Doomsday. Bizarro. It, it, I think I honestly, none of it, you know? I honestly think that, that, well, I think it should have been a tease for Man of Steel 2. Yes. That he is bringing, uh, Bizarro into this world or, you know, b- b- go ahead and use fucking uh, Zod's uh, Zod's fucking DNA or yeah. something to create something, I guess, but not Doomsday. Yeah, well, not fucking Doomsday. Uh, well, I mean, what do you guys think about overall? Like, did they need to kill Superman at the end of this movie? Like, did they need to extinguish his character? I've got a lot to, of... To continue Zach the rest Snyder's of the story. Zack said a lot of stuff about that post the movie well, coming out. And yeah, I mean, Zack Snyder or not, like, in the overall story arch, did they need to get rid of Superman in order to continue the story properly? That's what I'm... That, that was my biggest question walking away from the Doomsday fight. Did they need to kill Superman? In order well, to... I think that, I think they did in this in in this version like you know because we got Doomsday and everything like any comic book fan knows that Doomsday like Superman dies killing Doomsday that's like that's what we know right but um and I think that they the reason they use that is because it's the catalyst for Batman to turn around to Wonder Woman at the end of the film and say that something you know i've just got a hunch that something else is coming or something worse 
is coming and we need to bring all these people together to fight it but i mean like i said it, it, that's just this film but if they did if they like you know played it out a little bit longer then it would have been i think it would have been way more poignant that we would have seen superman die fighting this fucking amazing bad guy and you know like i said it, it just kind of cheapened it but in, in this continuity i do think it was necessary to kind of start the death of superman is necessary to start the justice league mm-hmm. i agree with dan it's the catalyst like it, it, you you can't start the just you can't have superman gathering all these heroes together or like or even what's the point of gathering them all together if superman the most powerful dude is still around to fucking whoop everyone's but what ass. do you guys think about like batman having the visions is like why is why is Bruce having these visions? Like for me, I always kept thinking, and I'm not saying I have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. I just want somebody to explain it to me in a way where it makes sense. I kept thinking to myself, it's like if anybody's going to have like these visions, it's going to be like like Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. You know, like she'd be like I don't know because she's more connected with like uh, the metahuman side. Yeah. Why would the Flash go to Bruce? What yeah. what is it about Bruce right. that is necessary? Well, because like Bruce was the one that didn't trust Superman to begin with. So, you know, the message that that Flash was telling him in that vision was that you were right. You, you were, were right. right all along. Yeah. Um Lois is the key. Lois mm. is the key. So, guys, so that tells us that somehow like Lois is going to die. And that's going to drive Superman mad. Yeah, is that what is that what we're getting from this? Yeah, I guess. I feel like it, man. I mean, I, yeah, I just maybe. yeah. I mean, just from the setup of this movie. Well, wh- why else would he say Lois is the key? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why else? And why, why else would this movie keep making a point of Superman saying you're my world? It it, it is his ultimate tie to humanity. It's not his mom. It's Lois. Yeah. Well, Love. This is Dr. Manhattan and Silk Spectre. Exactly. Okay? Exactly. So uh, why in this movie does he keep telling her that you're my world? And why does Paul Kent in the, the – the, in, in, when he, when he's remembering that story says that like, you know, like what made you stop having these nightmares about the drowning horses? Yeah. You know, we've all had <laughs> nightmares of drowning horses. <laughs> And so, oh, I've been there. So, you know, I mean, like, you know, like, you know, Jay, you, you, everybody's got their drowning horse. <laughs> They're going to make him into glue, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking, you know, so <laughs> Elmer was telling him. No, so basically he's telling him, he's like, you know, like, uh, I stopped having the nightmares after I met your mother. Uh-huh. And so, like, you know, they kept making a point of driving it home that he loved her, that he is her world. He even says it. Yeah. And, like, now we've got the Flash coming back to him and saying, like, Lois is the key. Yeah. Lois is the key. And then there's this huge battle going on, and all of a sudden they've got to stop everything in the battle. Wonder Woman's getting, like, punched around by fucking Doomsday. And uh, apparently uh, Superman thinks it's a good time to look at Lois and say, you're my world. I love you. Yeah. yeah. It's like he knows what's about to happen. Dude, but, dude, Flash also says you were right. Yeah. You were right. You were right not to trust him. Well, and also I think he was referring to you were right about Lois. I think he was 
ultimately Bruce saying was, Bruce was right about Lois. I think I think Flash was telling Bruce that he was right about Lois being such a key part to. No, I think he was telling he was saying. Well, you you, you saw more you, than you, I you were right about him. You were right about him, and then he says Lois is the key. Okay, Lois yeah. protect her. Okay. He says something. Does he say? Because Bruce doesn't know Jack about Lois. He doesn't what know is, anything what is Bruce about Lois. Right about Lois. About right. Right. So Flash was telling Bruce that Lois was the yes was the key to Superman's downfall. He's saying he doesn't say that. Okay. He says that he says he says uh, you were right. You were right about him. Lois is the key. Oh my God! I'm too soon. I'm too soon. Okay. So not necessarily that Bruce knew that at the time. God damn! That's 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 a complicated. God damn, that's complicated. Basically, I think it comes down to if anything happens to Lois, we're going to get to see um, the Superman, the Injustice Superman that we saw in that vision scene. Right. Batmax Fury Road scene. Okay, okay. If something something (laughs) happens to Lois, we're going to see Superman snap. That's the end of his humanity. Right. At that point. Right. Okay, that makes sense. do you think that we're going to get that? It's one of my favorite like bits between like Batman and Superman, which is he Superman gives um, Batman like a kryptonite ring, and he says, "I think this is in the comics, comment which one it is." But he basically says that if anyone can stop him, then it's going to be Batman. So he actually, and this is like before he like you know turns or anything like that. He gives him the power to take him down and says, you know. It, alludes to the fact that if he does something bad happens and he does turn bad that um that batman is the guy that will have the power to stop him do you think we'll ever get that scene anymore because no. of the way this movie ended out no i mean that's well, that that's, sucks man because batman already got the stuff on it the half the movie's plot was batman yeah, figuring out how to get the fucking shit so we skipped it's, over it's that. a shame that they've again another thing because they've like pushed this this movie and this plot through that we're not going to get that really kind of important moment mainly in Superman's character that you know he knows that like he, at some point he might be turned for whatever reason and he might like you know um become engul- like uh, consumed by the power that he has for whatever reason and become that um Superman or is it, I can't remember what the hell they called him now it was like it wasn't Ultraman or something like that. I forget. Yeah. But. Well, he was. Yeah, he was another villain in that universe. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah I agree exactly. with you. That's exactly kind of what I was saying. That it would have been more fun if we'd had a little bit more time to marinate the relationship between Bruce and Clark and had them actually be a little bit more on the level as friends before we're going straight to the fucking main event. But but yeah. what if they do that? What if they do that in these next? You know, like you know, like Bruce says at the end, like I uh, I let him down in life. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let him down in in his death. So maybe maybe in some way or another they do form this bond, and then you know, and then Bruce is left with this crisis of consciousness. You know, what do I do at this point when Superman has gone totally rogue? So you think they'll fight again? I I, 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 no, I think that that's, that, I think that that's an alternate future that could happen. I think that what's gonna happen now is like, we're gonna have Bruce trying to find a way to bring Superman back. Uh huh. I think it's all about Bruce trying to find any way to bring Superman back. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it looks like Superman's going to come back on his own right. Well, sure. Yeah, and I think, and I think Batman's main. Kryptonian, uh, Kryptonian coma that he gets, goes into in the comics, which is 
apparently exactly the same as human death. Well, hold on. Uh, lucky. Let, let's yeah. Let's skip again. Let's skip ahead to the end of the movie. We see that Lois throws the dirt onto the onto the uh, casket, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. what what do we see that happens with the dirt? It starts to levitate, yes. right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, what happens in Man of Steel the first time that he tries to fly? Well, he puts his fist to the ground, and what happens to the rocks and the pebbles around him? They start to levitate and float. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Superman is still alive. So we know that. Um, do we think that we're, do we think that we're really gonna get an injustice Superman in a future movie? Or do we think that they're gonna, that they're going to, um, alter, alter these visions and we won't see that side of Superman? Or why bring it up if we're not gonna see it? Right. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that'll be Justice League Part 2. Yeah. I think they're gonna have Superman out of the equation for quite a while, to be honest with you. Like, well, because when he comes back from his his like you know his coma, he doesn't have any powers for a long time, does he? He has to kind of like regenerate for a long time correct. before uh, before he becomes at full power again. So he kind of spends a lot of time in the fortress of solitude. So but they might go down that road of uh, he does resurrect, but then he has to step back from everything because he can't fucking. He's basically human, you know. He's totally mortal again. Yeah, he could play the act as more of a mentor to the Batman newly formed Justice League mm-hmm. than actually being yeah. their power player. Yeah. I, I don't know, but there, there's got to be some reason as to why Flash comes back and says, "You, she's the key. You took her." And even in in in, in uh, Bruce's nightmare, Superman says to him, "You took her from me." Yeah, so like he why, does. that's yeah. not that's not going to be an afterthought. Right. There Lois is is a, is a bigger part of the story. There's so, yeah. There's something that happens to where Bruce interferes with his relationship with Lois. There has to be. Otherwise they wouldn't have included that. You think uh you think that she becomes like some rando chick that he's banging? I no, I, I don't think that at all. He's going to stop her. I don't think Bruce takes away <laughs> Lois in a romantic kind of situation. <laughs> I'm, but you know, I hey mean, baby, I, it was just a one night stand. There's yeah. It could be the fact just pillow talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be the fact that Bruce realizes that <laughs> Lois is his ultimate weakness yeah. and takes her away from him in that regard. It could be something to that effect. He's like, well, she's your fucking ultimate weakness, and here we have Dark Side descending upon us with I, Apocalypse. In that, in that, in that fucking vision, in that fucking vision, it almost sounds like Superman says that she, I, I entrusted you to protect her. Yeah. And you didn't. And I think somebody fucking kills her, and Bruce could have stopped it, and Superman snaps. Now, whether that reality happens, maybe that's the reality that Flash is trying to say. This is you, you got to stop this, right? Whether that gets stopped or not, I think we're going to find that out in a future movie. But I think that Bruce is kind of like you know, I think that it, Superman kind of like entrusted him to like look over Lois. Yeah. yeah, and maybe Bruce fucks that up before Superman even comes back to life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's true. We don't know where this is going to take off from this. Yeah. Is he going to just bust out of the coffin and then we have fucking Justice League with Superman? Hey, can you imagine waking up and somebody telling you that somebody you care about is dead and yeah. it's their fault and, and you've got all these powers? He might flip out. It's true. It's true. I don't know. Yeah, we'll we don't we don't know how much time is going to pass between now and then. Yeah. And that that's the big question. All right. Let's talk about the final battle with Doomsday. Let's jump into yeah. this. 
Oh yeah, we had talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we we we've kind of like skirted around it. I mean, the coolest part about it was Wonder Woman. To me, she was definitely um, she was definitely a climax of this whole movie. Seeing her in action was fucking fantastic, dude. The only reason I watched this movie for a second time. I tossed the movie the first time I saw it. The only reason I came back and watched this fucking movie a second time was because of Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. Because as soon as they fucking showed her blocking that blast with yeah. the bracelets and you hear the fucking electric. Battle cry. And you the hear electric. the electric guitar and you hear the fucking Amazonian war drums. I'm just like. I'm in. Yeah. Like the like like I'm in. Like I fucking like this is the first time like I felt like any like my body is awake now. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, this is awesome. When she's getting knocked around. Hey Dan, you still with us, Chief? Yeah, dude, I'm still here. Right on. All right, so so she's getting knocked around and she's smiling and shit. I love that. When she's fucking okay, the whole doomsday fucking battle. I don't think it's about showcasing doomsday. I think this whole doomsday battle just gives us an idea of like who these characters are mm-hmm. and how they fight and how they battle. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved watching this mo- this part of the movie, uh, not because of doomsday and like like no yo you agree doomsday was a waste. Doomsday but- was a fucking pile of horseshit, mm-hmm. and I didn't care for <laughs> doomsday at all. What I cared about was watching the heroes fight this villain. Yeah, I, I got a great idea of how. Wonder Woman is, uh, how she uses her shield, how she's a warrior, um, and how she fights. Mm-hmm. Uh, how she enjoys fighting. How she's she, the best fighter of the group. How she enjoys fighting. Yeah. I also yeah. got an idea of how, like, uh, of course, like, we, again, we see Superman just being, like, the big brute and going in there and just punching, you know, and shit and getting tossed around and shit. Yeah. But, but Wonder Woman... Uh, fighting and, and, and being, you know, very stealthful, mm-hmm. uh, very, like a trained warrior. As technical. A, technical, yeah. as opposed to a fucking Superman. Now, now Batman. Now Batman though, Batman is evading him the entire time. Yes, yes. And you might be thinking like, oh, why is Batman being a puss and shit? No, Batman <laughs> is very fucking tactical. He's very tactical. He's evading. And he uses the perfect time to throw down a smoke bomb and get out of the fight yeah. so that later on he can get in position to where he can use the fucking kryptonite gas grenade. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I thought that was brilliant. So you've got an idea of how this team could work together mm-hmm. in the future. Uh, and I think the person that needs the most work on what they do and their fucking their skill set is Superman. <laughs> yeah. Because he's just fucking going in there and punching him like a big lug and then fucking getting thrown around like a bitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah he gets yeah, killed in this battle. Yeah, well, he gets fucking taken up into space and gets nuked. <laughs> space nuked. Space nuked. Yeah, what did everyone think about the whole space nuke thing? What did you guys think of that? I, I, I honestly enjoyed it. I liked that he kicked his ass out into outer space. I thought it was just basically like Snyder saying, like, Where, how, how fucking, how far can I take this movie? Yeah. <laughs> we need one of those big spherical explosions yeah. in fucking outer space, god damn it. I don't know. I thought it was yeah. cool, like, visually. And, you know, like, that's cool visually. That's one of the reasons I liked this movie as much yeah. as I did was because visually it was fucking fantastic. Yeah. So I did enjoy seeing him. 
him kick his ass out into outer space and almost dying at that point. There's uh there's a um they're talking to the president and I want one of you guys if you can remember. Yeah. Let me know cuz I didn't go back and watch uh Superman 2. But they're talking to the president over the phone and the president says something about, you know, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give you the go ahead to fucking nuke, you know, you know, Superman and uh uh Doomsday. Yes. And he says, may God have mercy on our soul. Now, does fucking – in Superman 2, does the president say that when he bows down to Zod? Does he say something along those yeah, lines? I swear he does. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I thought that that was an Easter egg to Superman 2. I'm going to need to go back and watch Superman 2. Like, you know, like he says something like, may God have mercy upon our souls or something like yeah. that. And I kind of felt like, man, that sounds really like Superman 2, like a quote from that. It like, makes total sense to me, yeah. I, I, I don't. I don't know. Verbatim. I think it is. Does that quote sound familiar? Yeah. 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 May God have mercy on our souls. Right. Right before he yeah. kneels to Zod. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something. I, maybe I'm wrong. I'll go back and watch it. And I'm probably wrong. May yeah. God have mercy on your soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For being wrong all the time. I'm sure somebody will fucking email me and let me know. <laughs> but I, I did like that scene. I wish, you know, in a way, I wish that he would have kicked him out to an asteroid and fucking changed him the, the fuck up. You know, like the original. Yeah, but then we, we would have never gotten the battle with uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah. She's, she's not flying out into space and neither is Batman. Right, and I, I appreciate the fuck out of the Wonder Woman All scenes. right, so we get yeah. back down and fucking Wonder Woman's fucking, you know, going to town on him. She's uh, fucking slicing his Achilles heel. She yeah. fucking cuts an arm off. She's kicking his ass. Lasso of truth. On lasso. Oh, goddamn, the lasso of, of truth. truth. Holy Guys, shit. Guys, I'm going to tell you the only reason I came back. Did I tell you this? The only reason I came back was to watch her scene again? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, that's the only reason I came back to watch this movie a second time. I loved it. Fucking the music, everything, her look. She was amazing. Yeah. I loved Wonder Woman in this movie. This mm-hmm. is the one thing that I can Tupperware in this movie. Mm-hmm. It was an absolute Tupperware. I cannot wait for Wonder Woman the movie. Cannot yeah. wait. Patty Jenkins, oh my god, I cannot wait. And I can't wait to hear that fucking, fucking soundtrack again. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Oh my god. It was awesome. <laughs> the drums, yeah, the guitar. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL are fucking kicking this fucking movie's <laughs> ass. Oh Why my is god. my heart pumping? I know. It, but it was. Oh my god. Yeah. Gal, Gal Gadot is so fantastic in this movie. Oh, so charming. Seriously. I, you know what? When she came out on screen, I was like, hey, listen, boys, take a fucking back seat. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you motherfuckers can talk about how badass fucking Batman is in this movie. Oh my god, Batman. Batman's kicking ass. Oh my god. Fuck Batman in this movie. Yeah, he had some cool scenes. He had some cool scenes when he's fucking kicking those guys' asses, those Russians' asses. Yeah. But you know what? You know who fucking stole this movie? That was fucking Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to. I I, I want to see Wonder Woman kick Batman's ass in this movie because she could. She was awesome. Yeah, she Wonder was. Wonder Woman was fucking awesome. I, I don't disagree. She was one of the best parts of the movie. Wonder yeah. Woman was amazing. Dan, we know you hated yeah. Wonder Woman. Tell us why. 
<laughs> no, I, I I I enjoyed Wonder Woman. I thought that the characterization was really good. Uh, I don't I don't like the casting of Gal Gadot. She's not she's not an Amazon. Shut the fuck up! Yeah, get out of here! Shut the fuck up! You shut the fuck up right now! You shut the. She is fucking. She was the best part. She fucking carried that scene when her and Bruce are dancing in that fucking room and shit, and she's like all cocky and shit. Like you never met a woman like me, you stupid non fucking Oscar winning son of a bitch. Yeah. When she's fucking dude, she fucking owns that fucking scene. She fucking owns every scene. She doesn't have to have huge fucking tits and look like a it's not she's the got tits, nice man. tits. It, it, she, uh, <laughs> I, I like prefer kind of like kind of Adrian Palicki. No. Like, oh God! Watch that pilot. Watch that fucking pilot. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've seen the clips and I fucking listened to your show and everything. Where they even like redub her voice and it, it's fucking the, the, that's awful. Uh, Adrian Palicki, my dicky, because she sucked. She fucking sucked in that fucking. I love Adrian Palicki. She is wonderful as Mockingbird, and she yeah. may look like Wonder Woman when you fucking put her in the costume. But you know what? There's a reason why they cast Gal Gadot, and I fucking saw it when I watched Batman v Superman. She fucking owns Wonder the Woman. The best casting of the whole great. movie. Yeah, best casting entirely. It takes a lot of hutzpah to look like you're having fun when you're inside of a Zack Snyder movie. <laughs> You, sir, shut the fuck up. <laughs> what the fuck is me? <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. She was, like, the character is awesome and the choreography is wicked. Like, seeing her, like, using, like, finesse whilst fighting was really cool. Mm-hmm. But just for me, she's not she's not built like an Amazonian, in my personal opinion. But someone else brought up a point. It's like, she's fucking immortal. So it doesn't matter if she has to, like, eat food. Actually, Jake, that was your periscope. Somebody said that. <laughs> I said that yeah that's it man she doesn't have to fucking eat you know like like six pounds of protein every day because she's she's a god basically but it's just just a personal thing i like to see sort of like characters that can kind of carry themselves with a bit more physicality Uh, all right i think she did all right the battle cry all right was awesome and I just fucking wish that we didn't see all of that stuff in the trailer. I agree. The, the trailer shit the bed, that's no doubt. Hold oh, on. No especially doubt. that battle cry. Her fucking like charging, like jumping. Yeah! Just charging. I love that part. Love Hold on. That was, that was so cool. We saw like the other the other actress that was kind of like being talked about as Wonder Woman was uh, Gina Carano. And we all saw her in Deadpool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Looking now, would you rather have Gina Carano as Wonder Woman? No. After no. watching this, no. never. <laughs> Dan, Dan, uh, would you rather have? Looking at Gina Carano, yep. would you rather have her as fucking Wonder Woman? Yes, I would. I, th- I honestly, Dan, I think you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> I know, dude. I'm sorry. I know it's all subjective and everything, but I just genuinely would. I want to see like I want to see like a, a, a heavier built Wonder Woman, and it's nothing to do with the tits. It really is. I think it has everything. <laughs> everything to do with the tits. I think it has everything to do with on screen presence. Mm-hmm. And on screen presence for me in Deadpool, Gina Carano was nothing. There was, I think. 
there was no on-screen presence with her. I agree. And, and as terrible as the Ben Affleck, um, Henry Cavill stuff was when they were both not in their costumes, the chemistry was fantastic yeah. between Affleck and Godot. Absolutely. The Absolutely. The best chemistry in the whole movie was probably those two characters. So I just don't see it with with Gene Carano or the the fucker. Gene Carano, I think we lost. Yeah, him. we just lost. Him. Yeah, fuck him. He hates Wonder Woman. He's right, like, come out of here. We'll get him back. He can go watch some Aquaman. <laughs> Aqua. We'll we'll be right back. Hold on, we'll get Dan back. <laughs> All right. Hey, we are back. We are going to wrap up our uh, Batman v Superman discussion. We're just going to just let it all hang out right now. We're yeah. Gonna, we're going to let it all hang out like Lois Lane in the tub. Oh, God damn. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I just, I just decrypted this file that will show us the three newest leftovers. You want to check this out? <laughs> All Dude, right. I love that scene. Can we talk about it some more? The bathtub scene? The bathtub scene? Oh, hubba hubba. Right. Right. Hubba, did, hubba. You, did you like it because it showed what a gentle lover that Clark Kent He was be? a gentle lover, but he, he also went a little hard at the end. <laughs> God damn. Mm. Mm. <laughs> love that scene. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's see here. Uh, the final battle with Doomsday. Yeah. Um, you know what? Doomsday was an afterthought. I just thought it was just a way to, a great way to showcase each of these characters and their abilities for me. True, true. Yeah. I mean, we got to see one, uh, Wonder Woman in action because of the Doomsday scene. We got to see all that she brought to the table because of the Doomsday scene. So even though Doomsday was an afterthought, <laughs> it was a great way to introduce her. She was the, you know, for me, like, Battle-wise, like, even though Beneflex's Batman was fucking awesome in his fight scenes, Henry Cavill was fucking awesome as Superman, um, this really showcased, ultimately, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. Yeah. I don't know what I love more, Jay saying Ben Affleck <laughs> or, or Dan saying Aquaman. <laughs> that's a real fucking Sophie's choice right there. I, can't, I don't know. What a, you know, yeah, that's, <laughs> that is a Sophie's choice. Now, what, what I didn't, what, what I didn't like about the final scene was that, you know, we've got Batman and he's making some really good decisions throughout this entire movie. <laughs> no, he, he is. I, I think Batman has made some great decisions on like, you know, where to throw smoke bombs, when to fucking, you know, fire off kryptonite gas bombs. When to use the sink. When to use the sink. <laughs> Absolutely, you know. <laughs> What a detective. <laughs> you are a son of a bitch. Sorry. No, I love it. I love it. I, but, 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 uh, you know, I, I think that, I think that where this move, the, the end of the movie fails is the fact that you've got this woman who's like this wonderfully trained warrior who's used to using swords and spears and yet, Superman thinks that he should be the one to strike fucking Doomsday down. I think 
hey, maybe I should fly this spear over to the one person that's adept at using weapons. Yeah. And maybe I should hand off the spear to Wonder Woman so she can take down fucking Doomsday. Mm -hmm. I was Um, thinking, like, at the least tie it to another long pole. So you can have a little bit of distance from it. <laughs> yeah, maybe give it to the character that doesn't actually get fucking killed by the stuff that it's made of. Maybe. Right. That's a good idea. Right. Even, even you know, I understand. I guess you have to have Superman die, the death of Superman, because it is doomsday. But it's like, you've got Batman. You've got Wonder Woman. And it seems like these two characters have been able to handle Doomsday a little bit better than you have because all you've done is kind of like thrown him into space, punched him a few times. The laser blast with the eye battle was very cool visually. Yes. But still, Doomsday kicked your ass there too. <laughs> I just think that Superman should have been like, you know what, okay, um... Let me just pass the spear off to fucking Wonder Woman. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Let's see what she can do. Right. Because she's better with these weapons. She's been. She's a warrior. She's trained. She would have gladly done it. I'm sure. She would. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I honestly think she would have cut his fucking head off, cut him limb from limb, just yeah. destroyed him. She probably had an unused guitar rift just because Superman, <laughs> <laughs> Superman didn't let her do that. <laughs> Yeah, and and I, 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 like, I know a lot of people were pissed off by that part of the score. No, I loved it. I loved it. It got my heart racing. Yes, yes. I loved it. I loved it. I know it's a stupid fucking thing to like. When I left the theater, I was looking for her fucking theme music on YouTube and just like rocking out. (laughs) So fucking. It got me pumped. Making the devil horns with your fingers. Do you reckon that's the actual uh, the music we're going to see in the Wonder Woman movie? Yes, that's fine. Yes, because like even even when uh, B- uh, Ben Affleck was like uh, pulling up the files on the metahumans, that music was playing when they showed her fucking picture from 1918. Yeah, yeah it was. It was. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> Way to go electric in 1918. I know. It, 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 it's a stupid fucking thing to no. like. No, it's but not. I, I loved it. No. I know. I know. No. I it is loved it. it. It is awesome. I loved it, man. It is absolutely. You know what? This this movie has got me so into fucking Wonder Woman. Yeah. I man. love fucking Wonder Woman. Like, I resubscribe to the comic now. I want to know more. She's on my pull list. She's also on my tug list because yeah. she is. <laughs> I am so ready to tug one out to Gal Gadot. My oh, God. God. This woman is fucking. She's gorgeous. She is amazing. I love this fucking. Charming. Charming. Charismatic, charismatic, <laughs> charismatic. Dan, if I could be so bold, Dan, tell us more why you hated Gal Gadot. <laughs> yeah, I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> but then fuck me, right? So, <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. truly. <laughs> yeah, seriously. No, yeah. It's got, uh, I mean, it's it's what I always say about like every movie that I see. Uh, I listen to you guys talking about, or I see all the rest of the army talking about. I'm fucking. I'm always happy when people really enjoy something it's like jared gafford he fucking loved this movie i I, i'm so pleased that he liked this film 
I really am. It's just it just wasn't for me. I mean, that's you know, like I said earlier, it's just it's all subjective. So if you guys love Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, fucking more power to you, man. I'm really glad you enjoyed it. They, they I could have showed a pile of shit with a Superman cape for two and a half hours, and Jared Gafford would have loved this. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like I like Dan's way of thinking. Um, the, the 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 fact that 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 you did not like this movie, but. You're happy that other people did watch it and did enjoy it. That is respectable. It really is. It's the same thing with the Ghostbusters thing. It's like, you know, the trailer didn't make me laugh or anything like that. But I was saying to Jesse Candelori, like when it came out, that it's important for, and I I acknowledge the fact that it's important for like the the women to take these fucking main roles. It is important, man, because it's going to inspire, you know, fucking new mathematicians new scientists new bloody female comedians it's an important thing so you know the more people that like dig stuff like this you know they're gonna get what they want so mm-hmm. you know whatever as long as people are happy i don't care let's uh let's uh talk about some easter eggs that are in the movie um in the movie there is uh there's in the movie you see uh batman is waiting at the Gotham docks and the kryptonite when it's being unloaded from uh, the ship called the white Portuguese. Uh, there's a warehouse that, uh, uh, that uh, has the name of Nicholas terminal, which Batman then destroys, which is a uh, Easter egg to Jack Nicholson Ah, uh, playing the Joker. And I thought that was an interesting Easter egg. Um, also, uh, I mentioned this earlier, but the actress that played Silk Spectre was also the voice on the, um, the, uh, scout ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We also saw, of course, Chris Pine as, uh, Steve Trevor in the picture, the photo from 1918, which I thought yeah. was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, uh, Cyborg, uh, his father, Miles Dyson from Terminator 2, <laughs> uh, it, we saw at the bottom of the right-hand screen, it showed that the video came from Star Labs. Yes. And I yeah. thought that was very cool. Um, let's see here. Of course, we saw the uh, – there was plenty of, uh, of proper Joker Easter eggs. Of course, uh, there was uh, – uh, Bruce said, uh, the city and me, we just have a bad history with freaks dressed like clowns. That was definitely directed at the Joker. Oh, yeah. And then also yeah. the graffiti on uh, what we might – believe is jason todd's old robin suit yeah yep yeah that's absolutely. definitely a joker yeah uh let's see awesome. what about what about what about batman's first vision um where he's looking at he's in he's in the mausoleum and then that evil demonic looking bat came out i kept thinking of man bat man bat mm-hmm. yeah. yeah absolutely yeah so I think that that was, uh, I also thought it was cool, uh, when, uh, Batman came out of the theater. Um, the movie, of course, was, uh, The Mark of Zorro. Oh, yeah. So, you know, that was, was it The Mask of Zorro or The Mark of Zorro? Mask of, Mask Zorro. of Zorro. The Mask of Zorro. That was the, that's like the original movie that he walked out of, uh, in the original comic book. I also, uh, Perry White says something like, oh, it's not 1938 and, uh, newspapers don't cost a nickel, or apples don't cost a nickel yeah, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. 1938 was the year that Superman came out originally. Yep. 1939 mm. is the year that Batman came out. Yeah. I thought the, that was. Uh, a- just, 
quickly going back to the cinema thing, I actually had a different headline on the uh, different movie playing in 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 our version. Our version wasn't uh, Mask of Zorro. It it was uh, Excalibur. No, hold on. I mean, (laughs) when they walked out of the movie, you saw the marquee. The marquee. There was a poster for the Mask of Zorro that said "Now Playing." But on on the marquee, it said coming next week, Excalibur on Wednesday. Oh, okay, man. You're talking about the poster, not the writing on what movie was playing. Yes, the marquee. Yeah, yeah, the marquee actually did say Excalibur, and it it said coming soon Wednesday. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah. And I got confused. Uh, Lex Luthor, when he was wearing the uh, prison garb, uh, the number that he had on him was 16 TK421. TK421 is a Star Wars reference when Luke and Han took on Stormtrooper disguises. Um, Remember the quote, TK421, why aren't you at your post? Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of like a uh, very cool Star Wars Easter egg uh, within this movie, and I thought that was very cool. Also, the Wilhelm scream. The Wilhelm scream was yeah. in this? <laughs> yeah, when was that in this? It, it happened when Bruce was in the uh, Batmobile. It's one of the very first scenes when he takes somebody out in the Batmobile. Okay. You, hear, you hear the, <laughs> yeah, which is the Wilhelm scream from Star Wars. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Well, a ton of things. <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely. Dan lost it. <laughs> yeah, that's well, true, man. I didn't make <laughs> this up. <laughs> All right, guys, let's talk about, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about the, uh, Metacritic score and the Rotten Tomatoes score. Okay. This movie came out and, uh, as of, uh, last time that I saw it, I think it was at, uh, the critic score was at like, was it at 29%? Yes. And then the audience score was at a 73%? I think that's correct. I'm getting, I'm loading up Rotten Tomatoes right now. Okay, so as of uh, today, the last time I saw it, Jake's looking it up. But the last time I saw it, the critic score was at 29%, and then the audience score was at a 73%, and that was from Rotten Tomatoes. The last time I looked at the Metacritic score, which was on Friday, which just may have changed, it might have gone down... Can't see it going up, but the Metacritic score was at a 44%. Uh, Thursday, uh, so what are your thoughts, guys, on like the, uh, I think Dan kind of lines up with the critic score, and I think the rest of us kind of line up with the uh, audience score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Hmm, that's interesting. One thing that you got to know about Rotten Tomatoes with the user score is that anyone could submit that. Like, you don't even have to see the movie. To submit a user score on the Rotten Tomatoes, oh, sure. yeah, and I think I think there's a lot of that going on here. To be honest with you, I think a lot of your DC hardcore are going on and giving this a high user score because even before the movie came out to the general public, it, it was like sitting at like an 85 user score. Well, before the movie came out, I what what it shows you is it's like the percentage of people that want to see the movie. Now, once the movie's been released to the general public, then you can post your actual score. Mm-hmm. Same thing goes with IMDb. IMDb, before a movie's released, you cannot release like what your score is. Now, once it's been released, then you can give it a uh, score from 1 to 10. Same thing goes for Rotten Tomatoes. So before it's released to the general public, the general public can 
say either yes, I want to see this movie or no, I don't want to see this movie. And it was at, at like a 90, 94 to 98% of people wanting to see it. Now, once it drops at Thursday at fucking six o'clock, then you're, then you're free to go on there and give it a fucking, you know, a okay. fresh rating. Gotcha. Well, so it definitely did have a high user score before the movie even came out. It well, was, yeah. So somehow people were. It always goes down. Like these movies, like, and I'm not trying to, I'm not, basically, like, uh, with, um, what was it? Um, Avengers and other movies, they're released over in Europe first. Mm-hmm. They always start mm-hmm. off with a higher score. And then, of course, once it hits America, where everybody's fucking a cynical asshole, the score always goes down. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, Thursday at the box yeah, office. It's at a... Um... Go ahead. Yeah, man. It's it's sitting at a uh, 29% for critics at the moment, uh, 70 percent for the audience on uh, oh, Rotten Tomatoes. 70 percent? Yeah, 73. Oh, 73. Okay. And uh, a 7.5 for IMDb. I think the Metacritic was about 44 the last time I looked, but... Dan, I have a, I have a request for you. I want you to say this. I want you to say... Yeah, a- I want you to say Aquaman loves tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same page here. Aquaman loves tomatoes. Yes! <laughs> starring Ben Affleck. Uh, starring Ben Affleck. <laughs> I love it, I in, love it. In, in the garage. In the <laughs> this is this is this is why I fucking love Dan West. That was quality podcasting. That right was there. quality podcasting, <laughs> guys. Thursday night at the box office. That was the first night that Batman v Superman was released. It brought in twenty seven point seven million dollars. It knocked out Disney Marvel's Age of Ultron, which brought in twenty seven point six million dollars. Uh, Avengers, which brought in $18.7 million. Iron Man, that brought in 15.6. And, uh, Warner Brothers, uh, 2008 Midnight Shows for Dark Knight at 18.5. Mm-hmm. So it wow. looks like it's beat out every other movie. Uh, I think on Friday it brought in, was it 87 million? Yeah, it was huge. What is it projected to bring in over the weekend? 160? Yeah, Jesus. Well, uh, the BBC has just said about four hours ago, literally when we started, that it has brought in, this is global, uh, $424 million. Global. So, okay. Yeah, global. It is one of those rare movies that came out everywhere at the same time, though. It'll be interesting. This is a movie that you almost will be more interesting to track what happens on week two and on week three. Yeah, but the interesting – another interesting thing is, though, is that even though the critics hated it so much, that positive word of mouth Mm -hmm. is getting people into the theater as well as, like, double and triple viewings. Yeah. I mean, I don't think – Anything could be said that would stop a movie, the first appearance of Batman and Superman on the big screen, from getting big opening numbers. Mm. I mean, in my opinion, mm-hmm. I don't think nothing was going to stop that. So, yeah. uh, definitely not, oh, man. Guys, are you wanting uh, you wanting me to read some Batman v Superman emails? Oh God, no! <laughs> <laughs> I would <say> yes, but <laughs> Dan said yes. Dan hated Wonder Woman, so who's right here? 
I think I've got to read the. I don't want to read them next. Hey, I didn't hate Jake, one do you want to? Re- I didn't like. I didn't like Gal Gadot. Did you want me to read these fucking things next week? No, I'm, I'm mostly just joking. How many of these fuckers you got? We got a few. All right, let's hear them. All right, knock it's these time, bitches out. It's time for emails. Oof, at least it's not sleepy time. Leftovers of the universe. All right, first email comes from Dan Matram. Uh, Dan Matram says, The ban is over. I've been waiting four weeks to tell Melvin to go fuck himself. Damn, that feels good. Okay, so I've seen Batman v Superman, and I know I'm emailing you this before you've seen it. So I'm going to keep it spoiler free. You don't have to, Dan. It's not like I was going to read this after we had fucking seen the movie. I didn't even read this. I don't even think I've read this fucking email. Uh-oh. Who knows what he says? Who knows what Dan says? For me, it's a taste it. Uh, not a bullshit high or low taste it. A smack dab right in the middle taste it. This is because I went from one extreme to another in this movie. I either Tupperware certain aspects or completely toss them. I absolutely toss Doomsday. This part of the movie would have worked so much better if he hadn't been included in the trailer. What you see is what you get. A big shitty cave troll looking motherfucker. It blows my mind that in 2016 that CGI in most blockbuster movies... Uh, can't even touch the visual effects of Jurassic Park, which, in my opinion, still holds up as the best of all time. And that was 23 fucking years ago. <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. This is a strange one because he can quite he can be a quite menacing character, so I Tupperware that. And the way he's pulling the strings, Tupperware. But then he goes too far with being a fucking weirdo. That I'd go from being really invested and intimidated by his character to physically cringing in my seat. Now, Ben Affleck, I never thought I'd be saying this, but he was genuinely the best part of the movie by a country mile. Every time he was in the scene, the movie was better for it. It really left me excited for the Batman solo movie. I agree with him. <laughs> you guys are fucking. You guys are fucking ridiculous. No, you guys are fucking ridiculous. I, I'll be honest with you. I think that's the fucking stupidest thing I ever fucking heard. Ben Affleck didn't fucking make Batman. I think the people that fucking uh, that gave Batman life, that gave the character life in this movie, the way the, his action. Uh, the way he fought, that's not fucking Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck didn't do that. That's the people that fucking made this movie. That's the choreography. That's the fucking... I don't think Ben Affleck made Batman. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think that's... I I, I don't fucking get that. I don't fucking get that. I don't get it either. Like you said, he was serviceable. Maybe, Maybe we'll see more of him in the solo movies, but I didn't... Nothing blew my fucking dick off. Sure, sure. In the solo movies, I might change my tune. Yeah, me too. I'll be happy to fucking, like, eat my words in a fucking solo movie if he blows me away as Bruce Wayne, but he didn't do that here. No. You people that think he was fucking so awesome as Bruce Wayne, you're fucking just... Just sipping on that DC Kool-Aid, just sucking on that fucking Affleck dick. (laughs) It's ridiculous, man. I don't get it, dude. Yeah, Dan, get off that Affleck dick. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, he goes on to <laughs> he goes on to say. So overall, I'd say it was a good film. The forty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes it currently has is pretty harsh. Well, shit, dude, I hit the break it through you. It's at twenty nine percent now. <laughs> it set up the DC universe quite nicely. I think it's a nice break away from the Marvel fatigue that I know a lot of people will be feeling. I. I'd elaborate more, but wouldn't be able to do so without going into spoiler territory. Plus, this email is already getting pretty long, and I'd prefer not to receive a consecutive email ban. Can't wait to hear your thoughts. Hope you had a good time at C2E2 from the Sound of the Comic Slops podcast. You guys had a comic signing, a shot-shooting bender. Sounded sick. Sincerely. He calls himself Danchester. Sir, you are Banchester. <laughs> Stop. Are we rebanning him again? You know what? Just because he says, just because he has to remind me uh, that he doesn't want to, uh, <laughs> that he doesn't want to receive a consecutive email banned, you are banned, sir. Oh, see ya. Shit, I'll have to go to Manchester and buy Danchester a beer. It, you, you know what? Um, you sounded like cyborg. <laughs> Sorry. Oh man, how's that? Is that any better? Yeah, you're cool now. All right, I was gonna say I should go up to Manchester and buy Danchester a beer. Nah, you should, you should just uh, honestly, you should just take away his fucking computer so he doesn't email me. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor Banchester. Yeah, you've been banned again. <laughs> See you next month, chief. <laughs> next email comes from. <laughs> next email comes from Joe Martin. Joe Martin says, hey, Leftovers, just got back from my Thursday night showing of Batman v Superman. And the only way I can describe the movie is, meh, this movie is a low taste it for me. And the only reason I'm not tossing it is because of the scenes that focused heavily on Batman. I thought Affleck did a a great job, even though the rest of the movie was holding him back. And the fact that he is completely okay with killing people in this version is fine with me. I mean, why not change it up for once? I say, bring on more Punisher, Batman. Henry Cavill was just fine, which I guess means he's just as good as the tuppy winner, young Murph. (laughs) Also, (laughs) also, how much did Batman and Superman even talk in this movie? We probably saw more than half of their dialogue together spoiled for us in the trailers. I yeah. agree with that. Yeah, man. it's true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I feel let down because I Tupperware Man of Steel and the Christopher Nolan trilogy, yeah. but this film couldn't live up to either, in my opinion. What, what's that, Dan? He said true. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I said that that was true. I said that ages ago. I think I got some lag. Oh, God. Fucking Skype. Now I just I I blame you. <laughs> God damn it! Every time we have you on here. You're banned. It, you're banned. I'm oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I know I'm part of the podcast in the fact that you guys no idea what okay. he said. I think he, I, 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 I think he just said Domo Arigato Mr. Roboto. Yeah, I, no. I, oh, shit. You're turning into Cyborg again. Sounds like the McDonald's oh. ordering window. Can I get a large fry with that, Dan? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fry. Shake. Large. Can I supersize that? <laughs> All right. He's, uh, wow. He says uh, uh, it also should have been about 45 minutes shorter. Jesse Eisenberg was a horrible pick for Lex, and Doomsday was a shitty villain. Really wish I was Tupperwareing this movie, but Zack Snyder just needs to hand the reins over to someone else ASAP, or this DC Cinematic Universe might tank, at least for me. Give me more Punisher Batman and less of the Facebook guy, Joe Martin. Hmm. I'm not going to put the blame on, uh, on on Zach. Yeah, let's get him off this franchise. <laughs> Next. Uh, nah, fuck off. Next. I'm not going to put all the blame on fucking uh, on, on, on Zack Snyder no. for this one. Mm-mm. God. Visually, he's... Oh, shut the fuck up, Jake. You know, you can't blame him 100% for this movie. I still don't want a Zack Snyder Justice League movie. I'd still like anyone else to get a shot at this. I'm looking forward to... Hey, can we all agree that we're looking forward to David Ayer's Suicide Squad? Oh, yeah. yeah, Because it's not Zack Snyder. Oh, shut that. No, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Dan agrees, right? Uh, 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 See? (laughs) Let's see here. We got a, we got, this is a new emailer. This guy is called, uh, this guy is called, uh, Leroy Jenkins. Oh. Leroy Jenkins. And That's it, not his real name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Leroy Jenkins says, uh, what's up, turds? Whoa. Yeah, what's up, turds? What's up, bro? It's a way to stay. What are you saying? What up, bro? Somebody calls you a fucking turd and you're like, what's up, bro? I don't even what the give the fuck is wrong with you? I don't even give a fuck. <laughs> it's cool. What's up, bro? You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I don't mind. I'm not going to say what's up, bro, to some guy that calls me a fucking turd. I don't give a shit. He doesn't know who I am. These days, these days... Bra is like negative though. Yeah, I don't, I don't give what a up, fuck. Bra? He doesn't know me. Yeah, but he's calling me a turd. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You say bra. That's that's in th- these kids use that as like a negative. That's like a that's like a derogatory term. Yeah. So I should so I should embrace this guy. I no, should, I should, I'm not. Embr- I'm not embracing I'm not him. Say, that's I'm just saying, saying I don't give a fuck. I'm not saying turd is good. I'm saying. Any, say, bro. Hey, any motherfucker this. that doesn't know who I am or Brian or Jake, you can call me a fucking turd all day. You don't fucking know me, so suck my dick. I don't give wow. a fuck. Wow. I don't wow. give a wow. fuck. Wow. I don't give a shit. You don't know me, motherfucker. You never <laughs> spent time with me. Eat my fucking shit out of my fucking ass. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> the guy's next sentence is, can I tell you how much I love Jake? Let me deflate your fucking bullshit. You don't know who the fuck I am. Eat my fucking shit. Wow. Don't care. Don't know, don't care. Wow. I think this would be a a great time to bring up this week's sponsor. (laughs) Yes. We have a sponsor? Yes. This week's sponsor is brought to you by... No, I'm kidding. Yeah, when you're all backed up with the shit that you've eaten... I don't give a good... I don't give a good do- goddamn who the fuck you are. Eat shit. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. 
Hi there. Wow. Okay, so... Uh, Shut up, Jace, so, so we can speed this up. Sorry. I'm sorry. I interrupted. So he says, uh, what's up, turds? <laughs> Leroy Jenkins here. Use yeah. your real name. Yeah. yeah. We got Wilderness John and Spaceman John, and now we got Leroy Jenkins. At least John's probably the guy's name. <laughs> So, you know how people always email you about how their ladies bitch about how we listen to you fuckers every week for hours on end? That's a thing? I guess so. Huh? He says it's a thing. It is. Hopefully Jay agrees, otherwise I have to hear him go off on a fucking <laughs> tangent for fucking five minutes about how everybody needs to take part in eating his shit. Apparently Jay's shit is part of a nutritional <laughs> balance part of their meal. His shit is gluten free. Jesus Christ. No gluten. No I don't, glutes. I, I don't know where that went. That was... The- well, he can suck my dick. That's where it went. <laughs> Okay. Don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. No, not again. I'll bring it back. I'll come back to it. I don't give a goddamn fuck. (laughs) Suck it. What the fuck is going on? That's supposed to be me. Jay's drinking vodka this episode. (laughs) Yeah, I did drink a lot. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, it's the obligatory Jay apology. I apologize. Usually it's like me. It's like me flipping out. Hey, man. It's okay. I'll take it. Jay's got I'll this. take it. All right, all right, all right. I'll take it, man. Trying to take a load off your back. Right, so. Suck it. So, uh, <laughs> all right, Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> Leroy Jenkins says, uh, "I just so happened to catch." Uh, he's talking. He's he's talking. He says, "My wife calls my listening to your podcast an obsession." Oh, Ooh, gross. So, okay. So basically, this guy. Uh, he, he he he's talking about how women bitch about uh, how much the guys listen to the podcast every week, and now his his wife is saying that his listening to this podcast has become an obsession for him. Mm. So she's uh, she's pissing and moaning about that shit. We're we're all hey, we've all had women in our lives. We've all had to listen to women piss and moan about stupid shit, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dan, you're fucking engaged. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> am I still a cyborg or not? <laughs> no, you're you're talking clearly right now. Thanks, fuck for that. I was gonna say this guy get a better back off from his old obsession thing because that is my fucking domain. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is getting creepy. <laughs> hold on, hold on. This, this, this episode's gone weird. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is with Dan, 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 you are fucking weird because you have admitted to listening to our episodes two to three times. Is that is that correct? Oh yeah, yeah, a week. Yeah, depends. Okay, you you need to to speak to a doctor because <laughs> that's crazy, dude. Anyway, he goes on to say, "I just so happened to catch her starting to talk shit on my enjoyment of the podcast and superhero shit, which has taken up more of my time over the last year." And I hit record on my phone to capture some of our of some of the conversation. You guys probably don't catch much of this type of heat because you never get any pussy unless it's dead or a Funko Pop toy. True. But I think you will get a kick out of it. That's not funny. (laughs) Oh, that was mean. 
That was fucking me. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Let's listen to this fucking guy's recording, and okay. I'll, I'll get back to that fucking bullshit. Anyway, here's this guy talking with uh, his uh, wife about uh, the obsession with listening to our podcast. Wow. So why are you worried about my obsession with comic book stuff? It's just real crazy. Like, you're listening to podcasts, you're watching YouTube things. You made me watch Captain America again last night. What's the problem with that? weird why is it weird because this is not an obsession you've always had well maybe i'm getting into it more over the last six months what's the problem with that is it affecting our lives maybe i'm interested in something new is that okay do you have some like little superhero side piece no not yet like a little wonder woman not not right now. I'm not going to plan on having anything like that. Listen, what are you talking about the podcast? Why are you worried about the podcast? What do you not like about the podcast? It's weird. What's weird about it? Who, who likes to listen to people talking about stuff they really don't know? They're just guessing. <laughs> they're just making stuff up. People like to theorize and they like to think about what the future could hold. It's fun. I just I'm trying to figure out why you're upset. I'm not upset. I didn't say I was upset. So are you cool with me watching more comic book stuff and superhero stuff? Oh, Alright, so that was his uh <laughs> Wow. This bitch is on to us. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. Wow. Okay, so dude, 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 okay, dude says like, uh, he says, uh, you don't, you guys don't catch much of this type of heat because you never get any pussy. Well, honestly, I'll be honest with you, dude. I fucking, when I was in a relationship, I did hear this exact same shit all mm-hmm. the time. On the way to Iron Man 3, me and my ex-girlfriend got into a fucking huge fucking fight mm-hmm. on the way to see Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. I used to hear this kind of shit all the time. Cause she said she was all into fucking like, oh, I love superhero shit, blah, 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 blah. Then she gets comfortable with me and says like, oh, I'm not into it as much as you thought I was. Ah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking, you know, basically she was like one of those women that was like faking it just because she knew that I was into the shit. But as soon as we got like more involved, mm-hmm. then she's like, oh, okay, well, I don't like this stuff as much as you like it or as much as I fucking said I did. Right. Right. So, uh, yeah. So, um, you can talk about how, like, we don't get pussy and shit like that, but at least I don't have to listen to that shit anymore. <laughs> I would rather, I would rather seriously not get fucking ass. No, no, no. I'll than, rub one out and not hear that shit. Exactly. It's That's easy. so, exactly. I would rather tug one out than fucking listen to that shit. <laughs> get fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, have fun yeah. with that, dude. <laughs> What's that, Dan? I, I mean, as you as you were, as you were saying earlier, like I'm engaged and everything, and I mean, she will never ever hear this because she doesn't listen to the podcast or anything. But my other half, cat, she doesn't like 
superhero movies she's not into comics or computer games or anything mm. the stuff that i'm into but she's an absolute fucking saint when it comes to stuff like this because i'm i'm it's 2 30 in the morning now she's in bed she's literally let me talk to you guys for like you know what like four or five hours and you know i'm just i i hope that everyone listening that is a guy or a girl does get a partner that is as cool as she is because she is an absolute fucking legend I don't know if you're trying to like 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 pump her up right now and get on her good side, or are you trying to make us feel guilty for keeping you up so late? <laughs> I think it was a tag team effort of both. <laughs> very good insight. I'm very glad to be here, but I, I would like to say that I'm a very lucky man, and you know that's it, really. I just that's it. No, I think it's about you getting ass and then also putting us down at the same time. <laughs> well, you would think. Dan West, I fucking love you, dude. You get it, Dan. Oh, God. <laughs> God, dude, you just cracked me up so much. It's ridiculous. <laughs> All right. So, uh... like, what you was just saying about me, said about fucking Adrian Palicki, you're like, no, I think you're fucking insane. <laughs> I expected that. I should have said that shit coming. <laughs> All right, so he goes on to Leroy Jenkins, Mr. Fake Name, says, uh, By the way, you should have seen her face after she accuses me of having a superhero side piece like Wonder Woman, and I told her, not right now. Batman v Superman comments, so this is his uh, comments on the movie. God, more of this Leroy Jenkins. I know, God, Leroy uh, Jank off. Uh, he says, on a separate note, I don't want to get banned on my first email to you guys. Well, why mention it then, Leroy? Because <laughs> yeah. you're, you're basically asking for it at the time. You know what? I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give Dan West the fucking, I'm gonna give him the fucking, uh, uh, the power to ban this guy after I get done reading this. So, nice. I'm Use put, that power wisely, Dan. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh, put you shit. on the spot. <laughs> I'm gonna put you on the spot, Dan. You're, I'm gonna give you the fucking power. I want you to know how it feels. It feels so fucking good to wield this power, Dan. Just remember that. Seriously, it's like, it's, seriously, it feels good. It feels good. Alright, anyway, he says, uh, but I figured that- I've already made up my mind. Right. Can we turn Dan up? I'll turn, I'll turn it up. I can barely hear him. On a separate note, I don't want to get banned on my first email to you guys, but I figured that audio uh, might buy me some time. So I just got home after seeing Batman v Superman, and I give it a taste it. Not that anyone gives a fuck, but Leroy Jenkins thanks. Ah, you read my mind there, Chief. <laughs> I wanted the Tupperware going in, but I caught myself during the first half of the movie looking around the theater and wondering if anyone else was thinking that this movie sucked nuts as much as I did. Uh, if it wasn't for some of the best fighting scenes I've ever, I've ever seen, along with uh, getting choked up after Superman gets doomsdicked through the heart and put in a coffin, I would have tossed it for show. Yeah, he put for show. Okay. okay. There was an F-O apostrophe show. Professional. He, I've got to say it like that because that's how he put it in the email. He said for show. Right. Nothing says gangsta like using an apostrophe. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The correct grammar. <laughs> and the wife said Wonder Woman's tits weren't near big enough. Oh. Uh, she said she looks, she said she likes her Wonder Woman big titty and slutted. Just like Dan. 
Dan, no, you said that too. What I fucking said. <laughs> yes. No, I'm going to go back and quote you, Dan. You yeah, said, I like my Wonder Woman with huge ass titties. <laughs> knockers. <laughs> huge ass knockers that I can just like, like, bap around in the old garage. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like to take oh I like to take Wonder Woman in the garage and just bap around her big titties <laughs> and <laughs> That's exactly what he said. That's what he said. That's what you said, man. And now you're trying to like act like you didn't say that shit. You said I like to take out Wonder Woman back in the old garage and like they just flop around her old big old titties. <laughs> Big old breastuses in the old garage. God damn, you're such a perv. Yeah, it's like, Jesus, dude. God, your fucking fiance's sleeping in the next room and you're talking about bopping around fucking Wonder Woman's titties in the old garage. Settle down. Again, I, I like to do a tag team with Wonder Woman. Me and, me and Aquaman in the old, me and Aquaman in the old garage just bopping around Wonder Woman's big old titties. Just smacking those fucking things around the old garage. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, we'll never let you let, let you live that down for saying that. <laughs> it's recorded. I never fucking that. <laughs> any, any jury on the planet is going to be on my fucking side. Wasn't that you just talking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't say Aquaman. No, no, you said you said I'd like to suck on those big old tomatoes <laughs> in the old garage. A smoke for his emails. <laughs> all right, all right. So he says, uh, he says that, uh, the, so this guy's like, this guy's wife says that she likes her Wonder Woman big tittied and slutty. Uh, he says, I agree. So this guy is in total agreement with his wife. He says, I want to be, and Dan, and Dan, I want to, I want to, I just, I just want to smack her big fucking rack around in the, in the old garage. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never think of a garage in the same way again. Ever. Ever. It's a garage garage from now on. No, I just I actually <laughs> I, I just turned the garage into a dirty place. You did. Yeah, I, did. I like that. Or a fun place. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> true. <laughs> Who needs Chuck E. Cheese? Uh, all right. Uh, Affleck looked the part, uh, but I was not a fan of him as Batman for some reason. I uh, can't really put my finger on why. But I can put my finger on Wonder Woman's big titties in the old old garage. Knock around the old tomatoes. He says, says, I guess he just sucks a llama's spermy dick. 
question mark. I guess he's asking us that question. Yeah. For sure he does. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> no, Jake's right. The answer is for sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Jeremy <laughs> Jeremy Irons says Alfred was a stretch that didn't pay off for me. And uh, I fucking despise... This guy goes on. I fucking despise Eisenberg as Lex, but I knew I was going to before I stepped into the theater. Uh, he may have been the worst vil- villain I have ever seen in a movie. He was the opposite of phenomenal, whatever that is. <laughs> Someone asked me... Someone asked me, though, who would you rather have seen as Lex? I have no idea. I myself, as I know you are, am a huge fan of the original Superman movies and love me some Gene Hackman as Lex. Mm-hmm. But what do you guys think? I've already said that I would love uh, either. My, my, my dream casting would have been Daniel Day-Lewis as Lex Luthor, and then secondary would have been Billy Zane. Do you guys have anybody else? Like, I know a lot of people saying Brian Cranston. Mm. Um, that would have been interesting. So, yeah. do you guys have any other secondary or, or like, like primary? Like, oh my god, that would have been my primary casting. Yeah, I mean, seeing Breaking Bad, I can't disagree with Brian Cranston. I mean, he basically was Lex Luthor in that series. <laughs> it's it's almost ridiculous how much he was Lex Luthor in that series. So, I, I'm cool with Brian Cranston. That's who. I wanted before this was announced. Absolutely. Okay. I'm fine sticking with Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> no, he's serious. I know he's serious. <laughs> Jake's like, eh, I'll roll with fucking Jesse. <laughs> I, I like to be some Jolly Ranchers. All right. Hey, 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 Dan, if you can take a take a break from uh, bopping those titties around in the old garage. <laughs> Can you let me know who you would have rather seen as Lex Luthor? Because I know that was like one of the big problems that you had in the movie, and Jay just hit his head on the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, uh, I agree with you. I don't have anyone else in mind, but you, you said about Daniel Day-Lewis is, is perfect, man. I totally yeah. agree with that, so that's it for me. Yeah. <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> All right, next. Uh, he hey, says, wait, wait, we got. Oh, this guy's still going. Yeah, he says keep up the keep up the good work and keep talking about shit that you really have no idea about. Thanks, Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> All right, Dan, let's hear it. Oh, okay. Well, aside from agreeing with basically everything that Leroy Jenkins said, um, I'm uh, I do not like the way he used for show in his email <laughs> and I also do not like the way he said not yet to his his lady saying that he has a he has a wonder woman on the side so fuck this guy he is banned oh, yeah. nice Woo. Oh, man wow Grand holy shit absolute dude. power <laughs> how did it feel how did it feel it felt pretty good. Yeah, and you know what? I want to ask Leroy Jenkins how it feel to get slapped in the dick all the way over from England. <laughs> Seriously. Transatlantic dick slap. Exactly. Transatlantic dick slap in the fucking face. Oh, Goddamn finishing the episode right there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next email comes from our buddy, Luther Shaver. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, this yeah. guy. Love Luther. You said fuck this guy. <laughs> That's it. Fuck you, Luther Shaver. That's what it would sound like if a robot said it. <laughs> Fuck you, oh, Luther Shaver. Fuck you. <laughs> Luther Shaver. <laughs> I am 
That's a thing. That was awesome. Anyway. <laughs> hey, creepy. All right. I like it. Okay. Uh, Luther Shaver says, If Batman v Superman is a sequel to Superman Returns and had been released before Iron Man, what state do you think comic book movies would be in now? Do you think that would have set the tone for all the comic book movies to come? Would Marvel be in the position that DC is in now? This thought just came to me, and I figured I'd ask the experts. Experts. I tossed this question. <laughs> it, makes no, it makes no fucking sense. Like, if it came out before Iron Man 1 and after Superman Returns, and it had the same, like, critical reception or whatever, then I don't think anything changes. Like, I don't think it puts Marvel in the same state as DC, okay, where, where so they have two movies to make an Avengers movie. Is he, he's asking, then, if this is a sequel to Superman Returns. Yeah. So we got Brandon Routh playing... No, we're, we're recasting Brandon Routh as Ben Affleck. Brandon Routh is now Ben Affleck? Brandon Routh would be Henry Oh, uh, my, my apologies. My apologies. <laughs> I'm really mixing That's it up. really fucked up. I just want to say Ben Affleck. <laughs> I, I don't know who's more high right now. You or Luther Shave? Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. <laughs> For the lawyers. <laughs> That's a good. That's a good question. No, it's not. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm with Jake. This is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> let's get in our old time machine and go change. Let's take this movie back with us. Hey, Dan West, are, are you ready to ban Luther Shape? <laughs> <laughs> uh, am I still a fucking side? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You are, yeah yes. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Your groan came through loud and clear. Well, I think I'm just going to shut up and sit this one out. <laughs> he just didn't want to ban Lou. All right. That's, uh, I can't ban Luther. We can't, we can't no, ban no, Luther. No, we, we're not going to ban him. I didn't understand his question, but... No, yeah. absolutely not. I can't ban him. Yeah. yeah. That question was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was incoherent. Let's move on to Rob Lopez, who says, Hey, Leftovers, I just saw Batman v Superman last night and love Affleck, who was the best part of the movie. You guys probably hit all the points of the movie already, so my question is, how would you rank all of the live-action Batman films, including this one? Thanks for all the grand. The, thanks for all the great content, fuckers. Sincerely, Rob from New Jersey. That's a task. <clears throat> a little bit, a little bit. Uh, I mean, we can't. Are we? He's saying, how would you rank all the live-action Batman films, including this one? Batman is in this film, but this is not a Batman. Film. It's a Batman v Superman, so it is, but it isn't. It's yeah. hard to. It's it's still a Superman film. It's, but it's not a Batman centric solo film, so it's hard. I would have to say, uh, as far as like the rankings go, I would have to say um, I would go with. Um, damn, this is tough for me. I'll say. Uh, 
I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go. For me, it's Keaton Batman number one. No, he's actually so your favorite movie. That's the favorite movie. Okay, Batman one. Um, then it's Dark Knight, and then it's Batman Returns, and then it's Batman Begins, and then it's Batman v Superman, and then it's um, Batman and Robin. And then it's Batman Forever, and then it's Dark Knight Rises. Okay. Jeez. Man. Yeah, I, I'd have to go with uh, uh, Dark Knight is my favorite Batman movie, period. Um, Batman Begins is my second. Um, and then Batman, uh, the, the Keaton, Tim Burton film, would be my third. Um, and then after that would be Batman Rises. I don't, I don't even really consider any of the other films as Batman films, to be quite honest with you. So those are my three. Those are my three top picks. Those were four. <clears throat> or four, I'm sorry. I, I'm a little drunk. Yeah. <laughs> i got to admit with I you I can guys. tell earlier when you were flipping out. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little fucking weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let's have less of that in future episodes. <laughs> we'll try. I would say for me, and I, I'm going to be in the minority here, uh, I'm going to say Dark Knight Rises is still my favorite. The number one? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I love Dark Knight Rises. I see. I love Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises number one, followed by Batman Begins, followed by um, Dark Knight. Then I would say Batman with Michael Keaton. And then I would say um, Batman v Superman. Mm. Followed by Batman Returns, Batman Forever, and then Batman and Robin. Yeah, That's my list. I love Dark Knight Rises. I, 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 it's ridiculous. N- nobody loves that movie right. over any of the other movies but me. For me, it's like it's that classic. Like I love the the underdog story, like mm. Rocky kicking fucking like Ivan Drago's ass, or or fucking like even like Bad News Bears. Yeah, they suck. They still lose that fucking first game, but they fuck. You know what I mean? Like it's that underdog story, mm. and Batman's the underdog. They make him out to be the underdog in this fucking the, in the third film, and mm. it's just like his fucking climb out of that fucking. Stupid fucking pit and shit. Yeah. And I fucking love that. I love it. I don't give a shit. So, uh, I'm gonna fucking, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna plant that fucking Dark Knight Rises flag all fucking day and say, fuck you, Jake. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you fucking Tupperware fucking Mocking Jay part two, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> fucking movie's a pile of horse shit. I hear you. <laughs> I love you, Jake. Hey, Dan West, uh, give give us your ratings. <laughs> give me the cyborg rating, okay? Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. All right, Mister Roboto. Oh God, really? <laughs> You're fine, man. Go ahead. I'm okay. Okay, right. Uh, Dark Knight, Batman Begins, Dark Knight Rises. Uh, Batman Returns, Batman, Batman vs. Superman, Batman Forever, R- Batman and Robin. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's Batman v. <laughs> Superman, Dan. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Moving on. Last. Final. <laughs> final email comes from 
Wilderness John. Oh, shit. No way. Thank God. All right, here we go. Here they left. He goes, leftovers. <laughs> Thank you for the week off from writing into this stupid show. These emails have been fucking killing me. Us too. Oh, Wilderness John, if the emails are like too much of a fucking task for you and shit, why the fuck do you continue to write them? Just, you, hey, you hey. take as many weeks off as you need. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to, you don't have to send them Wilderness John. Yeah, I'm calling you out, Wilderness John. Yeah, don't force it like you're constipated. Yeah. <laughs> Let it come out natural. Gonna give yourself a fucking aneurysm. All right. Wilderness John, this guy, honestly, I think that this guy was actually born from like, like the fucking earth. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. like, like, uh, like at the center of the earth, like, uh, where Eden. I don't know where Eden was. Hmm. I don't know where on the earth Eden was, but I think Eden fucking contained the earth's vagina. Okay. And I think that like one day, like earth's vagina just fucking like, all of a sudden, fucking Wilderness John, like, flew out of this fucking thing, and he, like, had fucking, like, a full hairy chest and fucking beard and shit, and he just started running. Like, as soon as fucking, like, Earth's vagina just, like, he sprung forth from, like, Earth's pussy, he just fucking shot out. <laughs> he shot out like Batman throwing a batarang, and he fucking shot out, and he just started running into fucking nature and shit. Just started, just started fucking running through the fucking woods, and he fucking killed like a fucking raccoon, and and then he <laughs> fashioned his first fucking just, outfit out of it. Was it was crazy. He just started, like, fucking snapping, like, raccoons' necks and shit. And just <laughs> coyotes were just like, oh, shit, what the fuck is going on? He, he was just like, he was just, n- number one, he was born from nature. Num- hold on. Number one, he was born from nature. Number two, he's fucking it up. So it's it's crazy, right? It is crazy. Am it's I the right? circle of life. It's, no, it's the, it definitely the circle. Of life, <laughs> your mouth. Circle of life meets the circle of death, and that Whoa. circle of death is wilderness. John just coming in there and fucking nature up. Nature's like, okay, this is the answer, but then all of a sudden, it it's like, oh my god, what, what do we do? I, I don't think we made the right decision here. I, I thought that this was the answer, but now he's just going around and fucking killing shit. Like I, I thought this was like nature's answer. Now he's just going around and fucking snapping raccoons' necks. Right? Maybe this was a bad decision. <laughs> <laughs> the Earth's vagina, vagina should have used Plan B. <laughs> so anyway, he goes on to say, "I thought about I thought about writing into comics lobs, and then like everyone else, I didn't." <laughs> wow, zing! Damn, wilderness shot. I did listen to some of their coverage of the big comic book convention with the leftovers, Jake. Did you get the Wilderness John Funko Pop? No, I did not know there was one, or I would have. I've been listening to the past PCL episodes, and tonight I finished episode 100. Nice job. Really. At first, I thought I was listening to the last episode, and that really bummed me out and confused the hell out of me. <laughs> Even though he's a current listener, <laughs> he knows the past 100. I was like... Did I just imagine 30 episodes of a podcast that no longer exists again? (laughs) That'd be fucked up. Listening to the episodes in reverse order is confusing, but it's also pretty interesting. You can hear Jay get less and less bummed out 
about Batman v Superman. <laughs> <laughs> the pop culture Hunger Games became a thing again. Suddenly, this guy named Dave shows up, and he sounds exactly like me. <laughs> Before you know, it, it's the end of episode 100, and all you can't wait to go see, uh, and all of you can't wait to go see Fantastic Four. I'm really looking forward to hearing what everyone thought of Batman v Superman. I hope it's better than you all thought it might be. I haven't gone to see it yet, as I am in the middle of the forest, creating a second Ewok race. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I don't even want to know what that entails. Something tells me this is going to be a great episode of Pop Culture Leftovers. I swear to God, if any more of my family members find out that I listen to this podcast, I'm going to rip off Frank's fucking arms. <laughs> Whoa. Go space fuck yourself, Spaceman John. Yeah. Whoa. That's a fucking WrestleMania. <laughs> Wilderness John. Holy shit. Remember Spaceman Yeah. Two yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. We did you hear from Spaceman John really quick? <laughs> yeah. Is he okay? I got, I got no emails from Spaceman oh, John. So. I just wanted to hear the voice. <laughs> it would sound a little like this. <laughs> This is going to be Space Man John's voice. Yes. Space Man John never writes back in, so just throwing that out. He's busy getting space fucked. <laughs> Definitely getting space fucked right now. Wilderness John, thanks for the email. Thank you for the email, Wilderness John. Batman v Superman was better than I had hoped. That's that's amazing right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, you, you know what? Uh, I mean, I think that uh, what's amazing about these Zack Snyder, Batman, Superman movies, and then future Justice League movies. What's amazing about these movies is that they're movies that people will continue to talk about. I mean, we're still talking about Man of Steel to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, people will continue to talk about these movies, uh, whether you hate them, whether you like them. It's just crazy yeah. the, the discussions that uh, that, that they bring up. Um, I was really thinking that Jake was going to toss this fucking thing coming in. I, I thought there was no way in fuck that this could get a low tasted or even a tasted from Jake. Yeah, I need to see it again. I really do. I may wait till it comes out on home for that. Yeah, I yeah. will watch it again. I knew uh, Yes Man, uh, Yes Man Frank. Yeah, would have been thinking, oh, Jake's definitely going to toss it. So I've got to. I've, Jump on the toss-it train. Jump on the old toss-it train with the old Jakers. <laughs> I got, gotta get on the old toss-it train with my old yes-man Jake. I know, you still have my back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the right. old Jake train. This is, uh, this has been episode 131. Batman v Superman. I'm sure we'll probably be talking about this in future episodes. Dan, thank you so much for joining us. No, it's over. We're never talking about it again. No. I'm no. looking forward to this day. Now. Two years. Now. <laughs> it's done. Now. I'm done. We'll I'm probably, it all. We'll probably talk about it again. I'll force you. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, thank you for joining us, man. Oh, you're very welcome, man. Uh, it's been a been a blast as always. Let's hope I'm not a fucking cyborg right now. I'm not uh, sure. You're not. You're good. How about how about Yay. no? How about you remind us how late it is and make us feel like shit for keeping you up? 
it's uh, three in the morning. Yeah, it's three in the fucking morning. You guys are assholes keeping me up, and uh, my fucking my fiance's in bed and shit, and you guys are keeping me from her. You guys are horrible. You, no, no, so I've got a day off tomorrow, so I'm good. Me too. Well, you you wanted to be on here, and, and then you try to fucking throw it in there that we're keeping you up late. <laughs> that is not what I said. Yeah, whatever, Mr. Man. You, you know what you did. <laughs> yeah, well, th- thank you so much for having me on again. It's been really good fun, and uh, I couldn't my rec- stomach I couldn't- hurts from laughing so much. <laughs> I couldn't record in the old house because, you know, uh, it's too loud, so I have to be out here in the garage. <laughs> Recording out in the old garage, bopping around Wonder Woman's big old Amazonian titties in the old garage, big old fucking tomato knockers, tomatoes. (laughs) Jeez, Dan, you're so filthy with the Wonder Woman stuff. God. No, dude, dude, seriously, like, it takes, no, it takes some serious. Yeah, no, thank you. It's been awesome. It takes big tomatoes to hang with us for fucking, uh, what, how long it's been? Uh, seven hours now? Yeah. So you are yeah. awesome. So thank you so much for joining us. We are going to wrap this episode of Pop Culture Leftovers. Uh, and just like all good leftovers say in their doggy bags, Thank you for your patronage, and thanks for listening. I'm Brian. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Take care, Army. We'll see you next week in the old garage. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it. You people need a T-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap. Anyway, if you'd like to reach the Pop Culture Leftovers cast, you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at PC Leftovers or like their Facebook page. They'd love to hear from you. They're all pretty sad and lonely. One of them is homeless, but I didn't say that. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. It's a trap. Gonna toss it, gonna taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over, counterculture, push over. Pop culture leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. Original and good have already been done before, so we should separate the wheat from the shaft. And we're the shaft, the crap, even though we're the shit. Woo! We're the leftovers picking up the scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good and toss it, good and taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture, push over, pop culture, leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers.
love it, hey, let's face it, can't erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture, pushovers, pop culture, leftovers, and the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said, leftovers, Band that's singing this pop culture leftovers.